Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti, featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like that. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome. Live from the Las Vegas studios, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you live on a Monday night. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Super appreciate it. Salt Lake City Supercross just happened, and we've got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. As well, we've got a shit ton of stuff to give away, courtesy of our great, great sponsors. We're going to have two tickets to Thunder Valley, an Atlas Neck Brace Contest. We're giving away three Atlas Neck Braces, thanks to those guys. And then we have a Fly Racing Formula Helmet, the helmet of choice for Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, and many others. Great show lined up. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Motor are all on board with us. And thank you, everybody, for listening. we got a great show tonight. we got lots to talk about, and I don't even know where to start. Uh, well, I guess I'll start right away uh, thanking our sponsors again and, and getting to my co-host. He's uh, one of the best mechanics on the circuit. He's been doing it for 100 years. He loves Robbie Renard. And he's in the studio again tonight. The great Tony Berluti. Berluti, what's up? Steve, Tits, how are you guys? How are you? Wonderful. Uh, thanks for coming by. We've got lots to talk about. Um, your pleasure. Your, I love it. You know how much I love this. I know. This. I know you do like it. Surprisingly, you like this show. I love it. The first time you came over, I'm like, we, he probably doesn't want to do it. We're probably going to get one time out of him, but... No, this, here you are. to this me, is, this is a, this is a uh, pleasure it. for me to be on here. Ah, I love, it. I love um, it. Taking your calls, producing the show... Holding it down, uh, basically controlling everything. Uh, King tits. Yeah, King tits. <laughs> I the champ. King tits. The one they from? love. Well, we oh, had a poll on pulpamex.com. We had a poll on pulpamex.com. Favorite pulpamex employee. He got a lot of his friends and family and religious people to vote, <laughs> but whatever the case is, he won the poll. Yeah, that's he awesome. He won it. He's now he he wants to be referred to as King Tits from now on. Yeah. Oh, hey, okay. I take issue. I read what you wrote, by the way, saying that you your pulp could not survive without your employees, like Corey Mosier, but the show could survive without me. That hurts. Really does. Yeah, I know. I'm sure it did. So, <laughs> you're winning the vote. Hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want you to know. Uh, so we're even. Then. We're even. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, I'll allow it. Right. Um, but thanks for coming in, Tits. Um, Friday <laughs> night, we're having a Las Vegas Supercross show. Yeah, we are. Uh, Going to have some special guests in studio. I don't exactly know which guests yet. Uh, JT will be in. Um, and other than that, I don't know. I've got a typical Vegas Supercross. I've got, you know, 10 people lined up. Hopefully three show up. Wow. Is it, so you your know? sponsors are getting a bonus here? They are. They get a bonus show, Berlue. Just out of the blue. B2B. That's what we do. Nice. Uh, so Friday night, 5 p.m. though. One hour sooner. Start time. Uh, this Friday. Um, look for a uh, release on pulpamex.com. Uh, we'll probably link it on RacerX too, I'm sure. So uh, get ready for that. I bet it is tough getting guys over here. Well, it's on Vegas. Friday, yeah, it's that's Vegas. What I, mean. Vegas. I mean, you're in Vegas. Like, so if they come over here, we've that, got, we, they love you. This will be, what, tits? Year four? Of the show, Vegas show. Oh, probably. You've I done one every year that we've been on. I, I think so. This will be my third, so yeah, four. I think four, four shows. Four shows. Uh, we've always had someone. 
last year. I think Kyle and Brittany Chisholm were in. Uh, Wygant came by. So, yeah, hopefully we figure it out, man. Um, I know one guy, he's going to be really good, and he says he's locked in. He says his wife will appreciate it because he won't be boozing and gambling, and he says he's in. Stamp it. Yeah, he says, I am in. And I said, dude. Is this a writer? Nope. Industry person. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, I hope Secret? he comes by. Yeah. Secret? Uh, let's just, I don't want to, like, oh, in case okay, he doesn't okay. show. That's cool. You know? Then I'll blow him out when he doesn't show. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, uh, two tickets to Thunder Valley uh, coming up May 25th also. Um, looking forward to that. Our guest tonight, Ezra Yogi Lusk. Berlut, you dropped a bomb on me right before airtime. Yeah. You worked for Lusk. Yeah. I didn't know that. Twice. I did. <laughs> yeah, tits. That's, that, was one of the, that was one of your trivia questions tonight. Uh, yeah. When, when did you work for him? 92. Suzuki. 92. Suzuki. And then uh, I'll tell you a story about it okay, later when yeah, he comes on. Yeah, yeah. Um, no idea. Time. I was, I thought you were a Damon Huffman guy back then, but that was before Huffy even. Yeah. Huffy, um, uh, Huffy didn't come on the team till yeah. 93 when he was just, so I think Lusk was maybe one or two years. Yeah. A little bit older than. Uh, all than right. Huffman. So Yogi Lusk is gone. Uh, Ryan Sipes, Rockstar Racing's Ryan Sipes, um, is on tonight. Haven't had him on in a while and he's a, a good guy. And, uh, your three time now Supercross champion Ryan Villapoto will be on. And that's where we'll talk a little bit more about the Atlas uh, neck brace contest. We're going to give you three braces this week from Atlas. Um, let's get to uh, – don't forget, you can get us on iTunes. You can get it on the Pulp Mix app. If you're too cheap to buy the Pulp Mix app, you can get it on the site as an archive, or you can get it on Stitcher. So uh, you can get all that. we got emails, voicemails, tweet at tits segment, Pookie versus tits uh, trivia challenge, uh, NFAB banging bars segment, race tech suspension emails, and uh, much, much more. X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Berlut, I guess right off the bat, uh, Villapoto won, won the race, and that's about as tough of a clincher race as you're going to get. I mean, he was pushing. Dunge and uh, Millsaps were on him. Yeah, it was unbelievable. He could have threw a blanket on the three of them. Right? I, I mean, that says something for RV, I guess. I mean, obviously, he got into the lead. Once you get, He probably was like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. If I get in the lead, though, I, I want to clinch it tonight. Um, but, man, that's a lot of work. Well, if like, you... What I saw with him was how quick he got in the lead. I mean, in you know the pass on yeah third turn yeah on Dungey or whatever. I think yeah. it was a Dungey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because um, as we saw that uh, no, a, it's our GoPro tits screwed it up again. A couple. Uh, I mean, how how Millsaps in the heat race got by him right away. Yeah, so right. He, he was probably thinking, I'm going right. to get out front. I don't know where Millsaps is, but I got to break yeah. away. You know? Yeah, yeah. And he did that, huh? Oh yeah, it was it was nuts. And then how fast was Davy in the whoops, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, Man. like like Stewart was in the lights, huh? Yeah, yeah. Those two guys were killing the whoops. Um, Stewart. Yeah, the in the lights or in the two fifty class. James's brother, you know. Oh yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, Sorry, Malcolm in the middle. Drawing Mookie. a blank. Uh, I know he was killing it, right? Yeah, he was. Um, how'd your rider Brock Tickle um, fell at some point? Fell in the whoops. About the tenth lap. Yeah. He, I believe it or not, I he was probably having his best race of the year. Was he? Absolutely. He well, was moving. That's the first time I've well, seen him completely moving forward, like seeing people in front of him and chasing them down and getting right by him pretty quickly. Um, here's the thing, though, about your guy. Uh, um, Josh Hill caught him past him. When? In the main. About a lap before he went down. No. Yeah. I'm no, no, sure. no, no. I'll tell you the story okay. on that. Pike, he was trying to. Um, yeah, there was a good had, battle there. He had it already passed. He passed Hill early on. Yep. Okay. And he was trying to get by Pike, okay? Yep. And uh, after the mechanics area, they mm-hmm. made this left. Yeah. And, and Pike, um, Pike, 
Pike swapped into him, hit him. He was – I thought he was going to full-on bitch and save. Yeah. And while he was gathering it up, Hill went by him there. Well, so he passed him. So oh, I, I he mean, did, but – okay. No, you're right. I mean – Oh, listen to I mean, you. I, like you said, Cotton passed him. Well, well that – Hey. Hey. Okay. Call it like, like it is. I didn't – I missed that part, okay, but that was well, a battle. How about Weston Pike, man? He's, he's a stud. Like, you're just not going to move him either. You're just <laughs> not going to move that dude. Um, that was insane. That was uh, some good racing. Well, my point was being like, Josh Hills outscored your guy three out of the last four races. And I'm not saying that your guy is shitty. I think it's more of an indication that Josh Hill is back. No, right? no question like, about it. I, I am so proud of that kid. Yeah, Unbelievable. Man. Right. Yeah. He's just been killing it. Yeah. Um, so your you're, you're guys are going outdoors, uh, Brock Tickle? Uh, yes, sir. We're going outdoors. How's outdoor testing going? Uh, what I know, pretty good. I haven't participated quite yet. I've been mm-hmm. on the road and, you know, building bikes and whatnot. But uh, so far, so good. We've got some issues to iron out, but uh, we'll be ready for right. Hangtown. What, um, you said you heard some booze for RV? <sighs> Unbelievable. Well, after he opening clinched, ceremonies. Like, opening ceremonies. No, opening ceremonies. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what? I, I, I hate that part of this, the sport. <laughs> I mean, because he's a class act. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can see on some of the riders in the past, you know, from RJ to, you know, McGrath to, you know, to, uh, you know, Ricky to, I mean, but. Always there's a point in their career when they become dominant that people want to see him get beat. They do, yeah, so they do. So then, then that's when the boo birds come it's out. It's weird, and, huh? Yeah, I mean, maybe you can ask Villapoto if he heard it. Or I don't know if you want to ask him that. But, yeah, it, it pissed me off. I mean, Tickle and I looked at each other like, you know, you can't. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, James gets it. Man, James, James gets, gets James, it. James gets it everywhere. Uh, a lot of cheers for him. So it's not all boos. It's not like when Ricky uh, put the crown on at the U.S. Open and then he came back in Anaheim's and did, everyone was booing him then, you know, uh, although it wasn't really his his decision to put this crown on and, you know, all that. But they yeah. did it with MC, though, too. I know, but he when could he get away with it, it. But he could get away with it. Here's what's funny yeah. with RC and yeah. M- uh, MC both. MC was dominating and people wanted to see somebody else win. Yeah. And then um, then he got beat or whatever. And then he came back, and then now he's the crown prince. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. loved him. Yeah. And, and the same thing that happened to RJ. Like, uh, you mean uh, when Emig beat him? Like, now yeah. it was like, okay, someone beat him. Yeah. Now he wasn't. And he was getting up there in right. age, and then all of a yeah. sudden they, people started wrapping their arms around him yeah. again. And same thing with Ricky. Ricky went through the boo thing, and I think it's a lot of it's Honda. Some of it. <laughs> people huh? like yeah. to just boo Honda right. guys. Right. You know? yeah, that could be. Um, Bam Bam, a little bit. Maybe not so much in opening ceremonies, but there are some people that. Bam Bam is pretty divided. You like him or you don't as a fan, you know? Yeah. I don't know. The way I look at it, Berlute, is uh, you pay your money, you do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, they can boo. It doesn't make a whole sure. lot of sense. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but then again, neither do some of the tweets and emails I get either, like from fans. You're like, you're so deluded. That one I read last week, you weren't here, but um, the one I read last week was uh, basically the, the race in Minneapolis was fixed. You know? <laughs> because and, for Dungey. Yeah, and then I replied, seriously, it's not. I, I appreciate your view. Guy wrote back. No, it is. You're wrong. It's fixed. So that guy is out to lunch, and so he th- he may be one of the ones that are booing, and you just go, like, there's so many people that have no idea. Well, you know, so. it's it's not like there's betting on our sport except for the U.S. Open, okay? When there's big money involved, then, you can, then somebody can call it fixed, and whether right. you want to believe it or not, you, you know, but yeah. when there's big money involved, I think you, there's a more chance of it being fixed, okay? Right, right. I think our sport is about as pure as a sport as you're going to get, as far as that goes. I think you're right. I think it's, and also too, um, as much as you and I 
former top mechanics in the sport. Yeah. Uh, like to think that we make a difference. It's it's still hugely rider dependent. You know what I mean? Ninety percent of it is a rider. Rider makes like, a mechanic. Yeah. There's, yeah. You know, we we're there to help and whatever. You know, but uh, yeah. Um, that's how I look at it. Tits, what's going on with the GoPro uh, thing for the filming here? Did you? you what's going on? It wasn't me, but yeah. Um, are you deleting it? I'm gonna have to. I'm getting the video we just took off of there, and I'm oh, gonna format you don't need it. To do that. Hey, and I'm gonna format it. Because for some reason, yeah, it's only showing one video, but there's no free space. So I don't know what you did to it when you were pulling the video off. I did nothing off. to it. Well, maybe that's the problem. So I'm going to fix that. You just got to give me a couple <laughs> minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, did you pull that thing up yet? Did you? Did you? Yes. Uh, I right. got it locked uh, and loaded. Speaking of mechanics, um, this was a little bit of a, a kerfuffle in the pits this weekend. Uh, what? A kerfuffle. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah. Look it up. I will. Uh, David Villeman was in that chair last week. The ex, ex rider, ex factory rider, Frenchman. Um, he was a few dosekis deep, and uh, we had a question about what mechanics do uh, for nowadays at the races. And uh, this is what he said. This is what he said, Brilliant. What about the mechanics? Are they mechanics that are just horrible at testing? Steve Mathis. All of them. Or inter- inter- interpreting what, what the writers are talking what, about. Like, that's a dumb question. What you have no, to I put, don't think so. Listen, Go ahead. Listen, what, what, so. what you have to put in perspective and with this mechanic thing is who's the best mechanic, who's the best thing. Nowadays, there's, not, there's no good mechanics anymore. Good mechanics, yeah, maybe a private chair guy that you know, does everything on the road and, and struggles. Yeah, he's good. But now, even RV's guy, RV's uh, mechanic, doesn't do anything. He changed graphics. He take the motor. I give it to the engine guy. <laughs> this isn't going to end well. He take the suspension. He gave it to the suspension guy. They do grips and graphics and put grease on the freaking bearings. You know. So back in the day, it was way different. Box vans, factory mechanic doing everything on the road. My thing knows. You know it. You've been doing this. I did it. So <clears throat> factory guys, it's not the I same anymore. Suspension oil. I split the cases. It's not the same anymore. It's not top privateer, bro. Two times. It's in not, a box now. It's grips and graphics, not, and the me. guys make over a hundred grand and think you know, think they're so good. <laughs> now he's making a jerking off motion. Yeah, they all right like now. this. They all right. like this. They're all jerking off right now. Yeah, and right. grips and graphics making over a hundred grand a year. Come on, guys. Okay. Williamson is going to be so upset. <laughs> this is not going to end well. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He did not make RV, and it'll never be like the guy that made RV. I'm sorry. I think he'd beg to differ. I'm sure it will, but I'm sorry. That's I think we truth. have our GoPro footage from this week. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, Norman, you should team up with Swisscore. Uh, uh, yeah, great. you and Swisscore can talk mad that's shit on, on Williamson. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm, I, I know. I, took I know, it, DV. You know, know. I took an example of him because. A little bit. You were making a jerking off motion while talking about him. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I'm not. Uh, it's not about just him. It's the factory mechanics oh, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not the same. I remember actually at Yamaha. You we were, guys we used... were the last guys to do it. Motors and change tires. and Yeah, yeah. doing like. So, yeah, basically that's kind of it. Uh, grips and graphics over 100 grand a year. Uh, I had some mechanics that were not happy with this this weekend. Um, but, Berlut, I mean, you're one of the few guys left. Don't call you a dinosaur, but you drove the vans. You changed the tires. You did the motors. Maybe you did the suspension. I know I did as a privateer guy. Uh, now you're in the new era. Um, uh, you do your motor, right? Or no? no. Yosh does. Yeah, yeah Yosh. This, this okay, is... so 
Talk about that. Talk well, about what he's talking uh, you about. You know, he's right in one way, but okay. then he's way lost in another way. You know, <laughs> okay. I mean, I, he, he's, he's c- completely correct about suspension, motor guys now. Yeah. Two-stroke motors were a little bit different back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, four-stroke motors, especially a light guy, those things need to be put on the pump. You know, when you're competing with Mitch Payton, yeah. you know, you got to have a motor department, you know, motor program. Yeah. That, that's my feeling. But uh, I definitely think he's, you know, and, and Williamson, for one, has, he did it all in one day. You know, I mean, Williamson's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. He, he deserves it, you know. But Still, the one thing that he's not listening to is it's still a pressure cooker for Williamson to win championships. You know, it's yeah. you got to do it right, whether you're greasing it right or you're tightening that boat bolt. It's got to be tightened and everything's got to be done right. You know, mm-hmm. even though the motor was handed off to you, you bolted the suspension on. But ah, that's just I don't know. I I, I like I like David, but uh, that I don't think that was cool. <laughs> It, it is a different era, though, isn't it? And it's it? not a hundred grand. I don't know anybody that makes a hundred grand. I think the Cowie guys are close. Really? Because they get paid per hour, and they go, if they go to every race, if they have a rider that's at every race, I think they're yeah. close. Well, where did he get up with that number? Who? David. I don't know. You got me. Yeah. I know it wasn't a hundred grand at Yamaha. No, <laughs> I can vouch for that. I, I made forty-two grand at Yamaha as a factory. At the mechanic. end? Yes. Yeah, that was bad. Oh, I know. Yeah, Believe that me. That sucks. Trying to live in Orange County. I thought you guys worked by the hour two or something. No, no, no not back oh, then. Okay. Um, but yeah, so, okay. Is it easier or harder now? You know what's funny is um, maybe because I am a dinosaur and getting older, um, and we get hand our tires off to Dunlop also, yeah. you know, and that kind of thing when we did all of what he was saying. So I, I can't be in complete disagreement yeah. with what he said, but. Uh, it seems about the same to me, believe it? it or not. Yeah. A little bit. You know, I mean, he's right. It is a little bit easier where you can go in and do a job in probably one day mm-hmm. where it, uh, you know, when I was last with Suzuki and Goose and I were on the truck together, you know, we we did one day for our chassis stuff. And then it was probably a seven-hour day to do our engine. Okay, so you would do your motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, and then just put it in the fr- and drop it in the frame. Like yep. you would. You yeah, would- we'd rotate. I'd have my frame for next week ready to go, so that when uh, I'm yeah. doing the build, it all goes together smoothly. Yeah. And then the next day, I would be building my motor for next week. Hey, what at Yamaha, man? We did our own tires because McCarty did his tires with Hannah. I heard that. And then we uh, told me that we before. did our own motors, split the cases. You know, everything had a time limit. Change everything out. What a uh, guy. Lap the valves. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, every week or whatever the time limits were. You know, change everything out. Uh, press, press the bearings into new cases. You know what I mean? Prepare new cases already. Yeah. Uh, we did all that. Yamaha. So you, you even did your motor, your, your motors on the four strokes. The whole time. The, the whole, whole time, time I was there. there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I think the year after I left, they might have got a Frenchie to start doing them. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – we were one of the last guys to um, – so, hey, he's kind of abrasive sometimes, but I like David. Davey. Oh, no, he's got he's good for the show. He's got an opinion. Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, it's good. Some guys I, were pretty pissed at him. I this wonder week. if he really, really, if he's just trying to be that way or if he really, really feels that way. I think he kind of got disheartened at the end on, and towards the end of his factory deal. You know, do you think maybe? Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. maybe a little bit of that. Um, but I mean, I even remember working for uh, Tim Ferry and Nick Way as a privateer. Two-stroke days, I did their shock and fork oil. You know, I had to find a dealership with nitrogen, you know, and drive down there and put <laughs> nitrogen in it. Like, I did all that, too. Like, And then I remember when I did the – I was working for Nick Way. Then I got the job at Yamaha the next year, two-stroke to two-stroke, you know. I was doing way overkill on the privateer bike. Like, I was – I remember, they, you know, they were like, yeah, uh, split the cases, uh, I think it was eight hours or something, you know. And I'm like, 
I split the cases every second week, you know, basically four hours. Mm-hmm. I was doing double the work than the factory team was. I, wow. I mean, I just didn't know, you know, I just wanted to do the best thing, you know. Well, so. you did a lot. You, you were doing a lot. I, I remember doing Antonez's, Buddy Antonez's Forks in 1990, 91 when yeah. I went there. Um, yeah. You know, in the show, a guy would do the, the shock, but yeah. that's just how it was. You know, like what you were doing, but I didn't yeah. have to do that too long. But still, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a lot of work, Steve. Yeah, no, if you're you, doing. You know, yeah, it would do. It would be two full days. You know, Ooh, that's gnarly. Two, twelve, fourteen-hour days, or whatever. So. Yeah, it had been twelve to fourteen-hour days. You had to been humping all day long to yeah, do all no, that no, shit that yeah, you did. Yeah, no, Put the music on. Put the box van up. You know, and get going. Uh, the best part was for outdoors. We got a, for, for outdoors for Nick. We'd use pro circuit suspension, so I sent it off. So I was like very happy about that. <laughs> but super cost. We had Enzo stuff. I did it. So, anyways, uh, yeah. So that's the great DV talking about mechanics on there. Um, oh. Hey, what about a uh, lot of talk this week? Did you see in the main event Mike Williamson remove a rock from the front of the gate of RV? Didn't see it. Didn't see it. A lot of people were talking about it, but um, you know you're not allowed to do that. But Mike asked the AMA, mm-hmm. "Hey, can I get this rock?" They were like, "Yeah, no problem." He reached over and got it. Unfortunately. It was on TV, him reaching over and pulling oh, it off, really? and then, oh, God, the emails and tweets and everything else started. So, Well, the funny thing is those guys, the AMA guys are cool with that stuff. If, if, you, if you can get their attention and point it out, I, I saw yeah. them with a pick. A pick? Yeah, the guy had a pick because there was a lot of rocks this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There and was, some yeah. of them were pretty big ones, and they were buried kind of deep. So I, I saw one of the AMA guys. I didn't see – what you said Williamson did, but I seen yeah. somebody take a pick, you know, and start picking away to get this rock out of there, you know? <laughs> so if yeah. you can get the guy's attention and, and point at the rock, usually they'll grab it for you and yeah. throw it so off. What know? I'm trying to get to is uh, Mike did nothing that you've never done. Right. Hey, guys, you know. Absolutely. Hey, can I move this? Yes. And you move it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just trying to squash the story a little bit because it's really, you know, people are on edge of that kind of stuff and as if it matters. But, um you know, anyways, he w- he was in the clear for that. Um, well, a lot of Williamson haters. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's more like RV. Villeman too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy well, shit! Well, Villeman made Villeman made point there to say he didn't mean Williamson. He just was talking about the top rider. You oh, know what okay, I mean? gotcha. Yeah, there was gotcha. a point there where he said, "I don't mean Mike himself." I gotcha. Um, I missed it. But you know, if if you're Mike, uh, the fact that DV's bringing your name up I, is probably, I mean, a little bit of a ego boost, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sure. he chooses me. He didn't say Berluti. He didn't say. You know, so whatever. Um, but that was DV. Yeah, and I wanted to get your take on that. Some guys were mad. Uh, Dave Feeney at Pro Circuit, very upset at that, really? that clip, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so. I don't get too mad. It's, you got to know David, though, you know. Right, right. You got to know yeah. French people. Well, yeah, no, you do. And, he, and he's 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 been gold on the show when he starts drinking and stuff, and it's perfect. Oh, great. Yeah, I, don't mind, I don't mind it. Well, you've always loved David. I do. I do like DV. Yeah. I've always liked DV. Uh, he was a weird – I've heard a lot of weird stories about him when I was uh, not working with him, and then I went to Yamaha, and I found him to be a breath of fresh air, honest, uh, friendly. Um, you you know, know what? That's what's know. funny about so, him. I've worked with him, too. Yeah. Like, we went, uh, the Donations, you know, he was like the team manager for the Brazilian team a couple of years ago. He and, was? Yeah. And anyway, uh, I remember that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I never worked at him in that kind of capacity, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was really, really Why cool. were you working there? Uh, Brown... Um, Asked me to come oh, Alan? help. Alan, oh. Yeah, Alan asked me to come help, oh, so I helped that. with the Brazilian team. Oh, I think I do remember that. Yeah, that was I cool. That. Yeah. I had a good time. I yeah, really that's kind of cool. Right? Yeah, they made the show, so right. we were happy about that yeah. and stuff. And uh, and we hung out, and David, you know, and he's – that's what I mean. Yeah. You got to know somebody, you yeah. know. And if you work with somebody, that's when you really get to know them. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I feel. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, all right, so we covered the Supercross thing. Um 
you've seen them all. Where does RV rank? We talked about this yesterday uh, in our podcast. Three three titles in a row, only fourth guy to do it. He's marching up in the career win list. But he's doing it as silently as one might think. Like I, He's not as flashy as a James Stewart or a Jeremy McGrath. He's not as gnarly as a Ricky Carmichael, let's say. Mm-hmm. He probably you know, he doesn't have as many wins as those guys, and he, and he doesn't have as many dominant races. I don't look at him as a dominant rider, but that's just it. Maybe he is, right? I mean, Absolutely. maybe we're discounting. Like, I don't want to say he's underrated, but there's a sense where you're not like, oh, RV's going to kill him. But here we are three years later, three titles in a row, you know, the most wins. And he was down 27 points after round six. I I you know, think I you mean, can't discount any of what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, – he is silent, you know, and that's his, his personality. And that's why when I heard the booze, you know, I thought that was bullshit. I really, yeah. I don't, that's so, you know, yeah. jacked up if you ask me, you know. Right, right. And uh, no, you're going you're gonna to have to throw him out there as one of the best ever. And who knows, he could like surpass some records yeah. here Oh yeah, whatever. no, he'll get, he'll get close. He, and, those guys have 40 some wins and he's at 32 or whatever. And you know? with all due respect, you threw Stewart's name in there with those guys and I don't think he's one of those guys. Well, only because James and I and I get shit for this all the time. I just uh, he's the talent, not he's, the wins or whatever. Absolutely. I, I just he's mind blowing talent. Well, on that's a where the flashy track. part comes yes, in. Where yes, you said more yes. people will think about him and yes. talk about him. Where Poto is quiet, right? You know? And but Poto's but way very is, respectable. Yeah, Poto's he, way is wor- is working. Yeah, I mean James absolutely. is not. You know exactly. Although James exactly. has two titles, um, you know he's nothing to sneeze at. He's he's third all time in the points in the win list, but. Uh, anyway, 250 class. Wow. So, wow. Um, yeah. Did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, like I, I, came, I came on. Okay. Or, I came in, you know, about six laps in. When let we, me ask you this. So, short start straight, right? We, yeah. You knew gate pick was key. I did. I did. I mean, I'm an idiot, and I walked the track. I'm like, holy shit. If you're on the outside of the box, you're, you are effed. I knew that. Mm-hmm. You knew that. Did Roger DeCoster or anybody at KTM, did they error in not telling Roxon? never pull off like he just pulled off yeah it was uh, it was an either an error or something but yeah after the fact they, they i mean pro- you probably didn't think about it at the time but yeah that was a big faux pas there do you ever tell your guy that do you something you would say is that something absolutely uh, you, don't ever i mean I, I was blown away i i was thinking maybe his bike was jacked or something jt was saying champion don't do that it, it was a bizarre thing. Like, you knew gate pick was important. Everybody, I knew it. Everyone would think. I would think every rider who walked the track would be like, oh, man. I don't think at the mo- he was in the moment, and I don't think he thought about the start. But then the mechanic needs to be like, get back. Yeah, probably. You know? um, yeah, that's true. Instead of getting on the back of the bike, you know. Um, and I like Kelly. Kelly's his mechanic. Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. Um, I just uh, – I can't believe they did that. So then, of course, the LCQ, he falls yeah, down. Yeah, that was something. Doesn't make the main event. Looked like a bowling ball or a, a pin. And Reed or got caught in two of them. Yeah. Um, weird seeing Chad Reed lap, by the way, too, huh? <laughs> uh, so then Tomac starts second, Osborne's first. You're like, okay, there we go. He's going to go into Vegas five points up, you know, on, on Roxy. He's going to win this because mm-hmm. Osborne can't beat him and Osborne won't beat him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if Osborne was quicker. He would probably move over. Sure. Which is fine. Yeah, that's true. And okay, so whatever. Anderson, though, super fast. All right, Anderson can win. But Tomac can get second. Mm-hmm. But dude, it just didn't stop. He just, I mean, he was just. Well, first of all, I don't think his bike worked very good in the whoops. I don't think that was. Him and Osborne both looked like they struggled. And then I he was. Ent- there's an issue there. For and sure. then he was entering the whoops, you know, at two miles an hour. They were in his head. 
couldn't get through him. Well, he's crashed a few times in the last yeah. couple of years in those whoops. I'm I sure know. he's a little bit, you know. But so, okay, let me ask you this. Who's who's happier about Salt Lake City, Tomac or Roxon? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, they're both, they both have, I mean, Tomac still made up 15 points. I think when it's but, over, you got to say Roxon. For sure, Roxon's yeah, happier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's five up going into Vegas. Yep. And the way Eli rode, man, I don't know. Like, yeah. it could be over. Um, the east side, you know, they're down. It's, it's, a, down five it's, it's five on both sides. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's funny. The same two teams, but two opposites on both both sides. Right, right. Yeah. It's a very big weekend for KTM. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and then Davey can get second. They could come away from Vegas with two titles and a second place in the 450s. Mm hmm. Remember when you started with Tommy Watts? Yeah, machine gun. Right. If yeah. I ever told you KTM was going to win both coasts and then get second in the 450s? <laughs> Never. You would have laughed. I, I said, they, I think you were smoking, snorting glue or I know, high huh? on heroin. They, they, uh, they, uh, they've made quite a turnaround, man. There's no doubt. Oh, absolutely. Um, hey, um, for your team, uh, any word on Josh Hill going outdoors? Any, I mean, you had said, uh, they're talking last time you were in. I mean, is there any? You know what, Steve? I... I don't know what the deal is, and and uh, right. supposedly if they stick by the budget, no, he's not going to be out there. You know, because I keep hearing that you know he's possibly want maybe want to go to Europe or Australia or yeah. do something like that. Yeah. You know, but uh, I'm hoping they stick. Nothing against Josh. I'm hoping they stick because uh, I could use a little help out. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Nothing against Josh, but um, yeah. Hey, you haven't done outdoors for a while. Yeah. Four years. Yeah, yeah, do you remember? You remember yeah, the thirty I, minutes. I they're plus two. Oh, they're yeah. hot. It's hot too. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. all yeah. that. Okay. Um, all right, uh, let's get to our our next guest. Uh, his uh, his appearance on the show here is brought to you by Showy Helmets. Showy Helmets, fifty years of quality. Uh, one of the top helmets in the sport. Um, many guys, Michael Essie used them. Josh Grant used them. The great Kevin Windham used them. This guy may have used them at some point, um, but uh, he's retired now. But his contributions in the sport are still uh, still being felt. The great Ezra Lusk. Yogi, what's up? What's going on, Mathis? How are you? I'm doing good, bud. Just. Getting ready for bed. <laughs> First of all, I'm very surprised you texted me back. I, I, I know how you yeah. do it out there in the country. And yeah, and uh, well, we do have a signal back here, but uh, <laughs> we have some satellites. Right. But uh, no, it's cool. I mean, it. Uh, you know, we were supposed to talk earlier in the year. I think. No, we were. That just never worked out. Um, Tony Berluti's in the studio here, and. Yeah, I got that text. Ezra, up, how are buddy? you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. Steve didn't even. Steve, the guy that knows everything, doesn't even know I worked with you. I had no clue. Really? That's I didn't know. Really? Yeah, I knocked. He fell out of the chair when I told him. I was going to ask about the Huffy Yogi rivalry. Yeah. You know where Berluti worked for Huffy, and then uh, Berluti well, goes, "Yeah, I worked for Yogi." So. Well, you know, somebody actually this weekend, or not this weekend, a couple of weeks ago at the race asked me about Huffman, and uh, I'm like, you know what, he's one of the guys, like, when I went to my first, like, national as a kid, like, I may have been seven or eight years old, mm -hmm. I raced against Huffy. <laughs> oh, really? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, one of my first nationals I raced against Huffy, and then me and him both won... East Coast Championships together mm -hmm. in 94. East like West. Was, yeah, East West. East West. It was yep. pretty cool, you know. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever had that kind of career from beginning to pro, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. So, Berlue, what do you remember about working for 
for Yogi back in 92. Very quiet. Quiet guy. Yeah, always <laughs> quiet. But uh, I had a lot of hair. Yeah, you did. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just broke out that poster from 92. I had it pretty. I had it slicked over to the side. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I had it slicked over to the side. Um, mm -hmm. Berlue, you were going to tell a story about Yogi. Oh, um, no, no, just kind of that, you know, I worked with him in, yeah. in 92, and then uh, and then 93, um, G Jim Danforth worked for you, right? Yeah. So yeah, why, didn't you, why didn't you stay with Yogi? He was a, his career was uh, on the rise. What happened? We, we kind of had our odds. Oh, not, you did? Not me and Yogi, but his dad and I kind of a little bit. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But, yeah, but that's back when, you know, you don't make the decisions the parents do. Right, right, right. Uh, unfortunately, I wish I would have started making decisions a lot longer, a lot quicker than when I figured out I did need to make the decisions. Right, right, right. Things would have been a lot different, but no, but Luke always had a clean bike, that's for sure. <laughs> she was always nice and tidy. Well, thank you. Well, and then and then I told, the story is that, uh, and then um, Long Anchor was your mechanic, and then we go to Hangtown, and um, I go there in the morning, you know, to help set up and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think my rider was hurt or something, you know. And and right away they're like, "Hey, you got to work with Ezra this week." And I go, "What? Yeah, no, you got to, you got to, you got to do something with his bike. You got to work." I go, "I'm looking at these guys like, are you guys joking or yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. get off me?" You know. Right, right. Well, apparently, when uh, they're unloading the, the one of our carts, you know, the carts come out. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. smashed up against the the uh, the semi, and it blew uh long long acres hand up oh no way so then i worked oh, yeah. with ezra for what about five or six races until till he came yeah. back yeah i remember that like it, it yeah. just like exploded the bone out of his hand like it was or his finger i think yeah something yeah. like that yeah. pretty gnarly you know what those carts were runaway freight yeah, trains yeah they if, could if you were on the back tail again man you had to get out of <laughs> yeah, there yeah yeah um but we had you know but from then ezra um you know, I mean, like like your dad and I kind of maybe had our differences then, but that that the second go around when I was you know helping you out and stuff, that, that was really cool then. You know, there was there was no animosity and everything was. So, what year would Yogi? Have, what what number would Yogi have been? Thirty four. Oh, okay, so it's thirty four. All right, I got it. Yeah. Right. Thirty four. Yeah. Well, I was one seventeen the first year, With and me, then uh, what did I do? Um, let's see, the second year, ninety three. What he was? Yeah. Well, Oh, we, we worked together, and, and when I was number thirty-four, too. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. That, okay. Yeah. So that, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was ninety-six. Yeah, ninety-six. Okay. So did you yeah, work for Yogi that, when he won Southwick? Then you won a moto at Southwick in ninety-six. I don't know if it was ninety-six, uh, but I, for some reason Southwick is kind of. I'm thinking about Southwick. I was, I was there. I think Yogi won in ninety-six. I think he won a moto. I don't know. You have to ask him. Okay. Are you, are, is that right? Um, uh, I'm, I may have won one of the motos and then I know, uh, Lammy ran me down in one moto. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He got me, uh, on the, when they had the little frog pond deal coming yeah, yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. That Honda back then, man, it was, <laughs> she had some horses under the hood. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny. Which, that was Lammy's heyday. I mean, he was, just, oh, yeah. he was gnarly dude back then. Um, well, it's funny, Berlue, too, because you worked for Huffy, like throttle control, precise, calculated rider, and then you worked for Yogi, pin it, crash, get up, <laughs> win. You know what I mean? Like two different yeah. styles of guys. Yeah, there's, for sure. There's no doubt. And even, well, I guess they're both kind of quiet, but, yeah, uh, you yeah. know. Yogi got smoother as yeah. we got along, though. And he I was smooth. quiet as Huffy. Huffy was pretty quiet forever. I mean, probably still now. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah. Just, you know, pretty reserved. How well, about uh, uh, how about Pontiac? One seventeen days when when you and I first were out there, you had a great battle with Swink. Do you remember that? I remember. You know, the you remember our first race in Orlando. In Orlando. That's what I was telling know, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, Swink got me. I was a little uh, unprepared going to that one. <laughs> remember, I, I well, I had a broke leg ever since Loretta's, and I really didn't start riding until the month before mm-hmm. Orlando. And uh, and Swink got me with a couple laps to go. He was just a lot stronger. But, yeah, by the time we went to Pontiac, though, I was pretty good. And he just beat me straight up. Huh. But, uh, was that yeah, a, that was pretty good. Was that a two-nighter back then? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember one night, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, you might have got a third or something. And then the, the, the I think I want to think the second night, you and him, it was it was kind of gnarly. It was a battle. You guys were going in back swings, and forth in Swing's hometown. In Swing's hometown, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. We went back and forth the whole whole thing. But you know, his experience just got me uh, every time we were together that year. Can can we all agree that Swink probably was the most talented guy to never really do anything? He was pretty good in the heyday. Yeah, he was good. Like, he was pretty good. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's kind of like the situation that uh, I, I ran into with Davey when we first started working together a couple years ago. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all about who you surround yourself with. You know, everybody kind of having the same goal. And I just don't know if Brian ever really had that, you know. Right. I mean, he had the team, you know. had All the guys on the team were really good back then, Suzuki days. But yeah. You know, I mean, even now, if you don't really have that support group that's really there for you, making sure you do the right things day in and day out, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Brian really had that, you know. Um, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Yeah, yeah, probably a good point. Um, all right, let's 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 talk about Davy a little bit. We're done with the old days. Well, no, <laughs> we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk about Red Dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was watching. Hey, I was watching a '93 Daytona. Uh, yeah. Henry won. Yogi, you got second, ninety three. So you would have been forty three, I think. Yeah. Red Dog yeah. got Red Dog was on the um, Yamaha, the RRP Yamaha. And in yeah. the in the interview, Timmy's like, Ezra and I got tired. <laughs> he was cl- he was already claiming what happened to you. He's like, Doug's <laughs> D- Doug's in better shape. Ezra and I got tired. <laughs> I thought that was, like, can yeah, you can you imagine sure. like Dungey going, Hey, Millsaps and I, man, we got tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think all those guys would have admitted to being a little bit tired this past Saturday night, though. That's for sure. No, they were. Hey, they were winded. Uh, yeah. You could see on the podium, Berlut. Did you find that? Like you were? No, I, I don't guys, know the but... podium, but reading a little interview with uh, Davey he said he didn't have another lap in him. I mean, those guys were he did. going. He for did say it. that. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Well, he said that on the podium, yeah. and I mean, he he told me that. I mean, you know, it's. But, you know, you can be in the most awesome shape in the world, but, you know, to leave it out there, 20 laps, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. Uh, put every single ounce of energy in it for 20 laps, you know, and especially that altitude, you know, those guys aren't, they don't train in it all year long. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a shock to your body. But anyways, we won't talk about Red Dog much, but, but, <laughs> but, Mathis, since I know you're a fan. I am. So what? What's up? Were you and was it you and Red? No, no, no. He was with Trey. One of the races a few weeks ago, he called me out. He said that I think it was Indianapolis. Uh-huh. You and him were talking about it. Was it ninety eight or ninety nine? We were on the podium, 
Oh and yeah, he, yes, and he yes. Said that I asked him, what is he doing up here? Yes, we did. A, like, we, we did a Pulpamex classic commentary from Indy '99, and the uh-huh. funny, the funniest part of that, Timmy was telling me the story, and the funniest part, Timmy said that when he went up to the podium, he got third. You won. You were like, "What are you doing here?" He's <laughs> like, "I got, I got third. You're like, "You did?" <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I didn't know what to say. He said it right in front of Trey. You know, like, yeah. I don't really know Trey that well. Right. I mean, I would have really made it a joke with Red, but like, I didn't really know how to act in front of Trey. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, and I, like, I didn't want to be embarrassing, but. Yeah. I don't remember that. I'm sure I said it because right. me and Timmy were such good friends. But, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> you know, and, and it's funny. Cause Whatever, what a prick. I do these interviews with Timmy, and, dude, he's clueless. Like, he doesn't know anything about his career. Like, honestly, I know more than he does about his career. Half yeah. the time, he, I'm like, what happened here? I don't know. What would you get paid? I don't know. How was the bike? I think it was good. You know, like, that, <laughs> that's the stuff he says. But for some yeah. reason, he goes, what I remember from that race was I went up to the podium and Yogi was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's what he remembers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he must have surprised you, Ezra, that he was up there. Well, I yeah. think it was a night where me and Pashon, I think, it, I don't remember what year it was, maybe, was Nin- it 99? 99, yeah, 90, 99, we were on Nolene, yeah. Yeah, because me and Pashon were kind of like gone and like battling with each other just within a couple seconds, like the whole race. And so it was like... I, I, you know, I didn't know where third was, mm-hmm. but, and then I knew Timmy was on the whole lane bike and, you know, right. it wasn't maybe the best thing <laughs> back then. So, well, especially I tuned it. Uh, so, it was, well, <laughs> it was a little surprising, but as far as Timmy being up there, that wasn't surprising at all. <laughs> hey, uh, 96 Suzuki, you're really coming on. I think you moved to 250 class supercross full time yep. by then. You were fast mm-hmm. when we have nationals. Did you want to stay at Suzuki, or did Yamaha throw a bunch of money at you? Oh, no. Yamaha didn't throw hardly any money at me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I remember the dollar amount, like 100 or 150 grand, maybe. But it was – I don't think Suzuki had room for me anymore, maybe. Really? Uh, let me think about it. 95, 96. Because you were – definitely, like, for 97, you were one of the guys. I remember, like, hey, this kid's coming on. Like, he's figuring it out, you know? Um, you know what? I think I think I actually just wanted to go to Yamaha because at that point they were really a really good team. You know, they had Doug, JD, mm-hmm. John Dowd, and Kevin, right, and uh, and myself. And I just kind of felt like it was going to be a stepping stone, you know, because ninety five ninety five Suzuki uh, was pretty a pretty good handful. Ninety six was mm-hmm. better. All right. You know, but at that point, the Yamaha was a pretty established bike, right. you know, and so I just, I went there, and I, I only stayed there for a year, and then, yeah. you know, Honda was pretty desperate to get somebody, and uh, I went there for 98, and, mm. you, know, you know, from there. Right. Um, hey, I wanted to talk to you about Davey. Uh, do you remember the conversation that you and I and Coy Gibbs had while he was at JGR like two years ago? Yes. Uh, I sure do. Hey, am I am I wrong to say that there was a chance he was going to get fired? That Davey was going to get fired? Yeah. Um, the chance would have been because of me at that point. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, 
I, here's you the know, thing. I'm, like, there for, yeah. I'm there for Davey. Right. I mean, I'm Davey's friend, and I'm supporting Davey no matter what. I was supporting Davey when he was fading back to 14th and 15th place. You know, right, like, right. and I was, I'm just, a, I was a firm believer in his talent, and I knew what was right and what was wrong, and those guys, at that point, it was leading him down the wrong way, and yeah. I just kind of had enough. <laughs> Corey kind of made a smart comment. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? And I just started running my mouth. And you were there. You heard it. But yeah, yeah. No, you yeah. know, I, yeah. I mean, they did. They really wanted to let him go. But, you know, Corey's a little bit up and down with that. I mean, he gets he gets pretty emotionally attached. Like, right. He, he just, uh, you know, one minute he wants to knock Davy in the teeth. And one minute he's a big supporter and, right. you know, uh, but yeah, that was probably one of those weekends of where they wanted to, well, I mean, he would have never let him go because he knew he couldn't get anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know how that goes. Well, you know, they were trying to train him one way. You were saying, look, it, it's not working. And by the way, they've scrapped that idea now. Yeah. Um, they so, scrapped that last year when Bubba right. came into the picture. Right. So they, they've, gone that way and you were saying um i don't think your way is working with your guy and you know and i want to do this and and davy was struggling yeah. and though anyway the whole point of this story was wow look where we are now um he killed it last year on the jgr bike he rode well i mean the field was depleted but if you were going to the races you could see he was jumping things others weren't he was charging from the back regardless of who was there he was a much improved guy last year and uh, and now this year, of course, um, second in the points right now. Uh, yeah, you know, two wins. Uh, you know, the guy's just just been he's just been phenomenal this year. What a turnaround! Yeah, well, you know, the deal with the end of last year's Supercross season was, I mean, I feel like he was riding good. He felt like he was riding good, but he really wasn't going that fast. <laughs> we really didn't feel like he was going to his potential. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. He didn't. Right. I kept making sure he realized that that's not the Davy that I think we could see. If he he just didn't ever really jive with the Yamaha, right. you know, I think it was a good bike, but he just never really jived with it. And um, but for Davy at the end of the Supercross season, it, it was more mental. It was like mentally preparing. You know, those last few weeks, I think maybe the four or five races, like going to the race for a purpose all day long for a purpose, every single time practice a purpose, and, like, mm-hmm. just trying to find a, a good structured way for Davey to kind of, because, you know, everybody knows Davey. I mean, it's low-da-da-da-da. Like, you don't really, <laughs> right. you know, you don't really process things like we do. He, he's just, you know, he kind of wants you to tell him the way it should be. Yeah. And, and like, and he does it. And, so getting him to understand the process and what he needed to do and, and understand no matter even if those guys weren't there, he had to put himself in position and like so anyways, we kinda of started learning those things mm-hmm. as we went into the last few rounds, almost went in Salt Lake, you know, yeah. that dungeon would just rode better at the end. Um and in Vegas, he fought real hard at Vegas and so, you know, we scratched the rest of the outdoor season and then just over the off season, it was just kind of focusing on those last few weeks of Supercross, like what we did then and where we need to start at Anaheim. And, you know, he had a super gnarly off season and it just went from there. 
Yeah, it, it, it did it ever, you know. I mean, obviously the bike is working for him, and he's been careful not to trash a Yamaha. Let's face it, Yamaha's got a bad rep. Um, not all of it yeah. deserved, um, but, uh, you know, he, he, he does feel more home at home on the Suzuki. There's no doubt. Um, yeah. Did you, did you come close to, you know, you, like you said, you've always been his friend, you've always been there for him, but were there times where you were like, I, I'm, this isn't working out, he's not doing what I said, I'm out? Oh yeah. yeah, a million times. Okay, like, yeah, because yeah. he he kind of yeah. told me that. He kind of told me that a little bit. He's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we have it out every few weeks. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still mad at him now, really. But you know, it's like, right, it's a love hate relationship. You know, I'd do anything I could for Davey, and there's there's a couple guys out there that I would do that for, mm-hmm. or I'd say that too. But it's and Davey's one of them. You know, I mean, he's he's the most tender-hearted person, and he would do anything for you, you know. It's mm-hmm. But, you know, to go back to that, but, yeah, I mean, I expect excellence out of Davey, mm-hmm. you know, and he he all year long didn't expect that out of himself, and that really made me pretty pissed off. Yeah, yeah. You know, and to settle or to start to think that maybe I'm not deserving of being up here, you know, like I don't know. I mean, yeah, we we fought we fought all yeah. year, but you know, once Daytona happened and he hurt his knee, it's just kind of been really tough to be too hard on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, it's still it's still an obstacle for David to get over, like right. being able to ride hurt, being able to still stay focused and not really do the training during the week like he needs to be doing, you know, but still be able to mm-hmm. lay it out there on the weekend, you know. And right. as you guys have seen the last six or seven weeks, he's kind of been hot and cold, hot and cold, you know. It's like he feels good with it, we go good. He don't feel good with it, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, but uh, hopefully uh, we'll take care of that after Vegas. Is it – you know, obviously he showed up at Anaheim. Uh, he's ripped. He looks in much better physical shape than he's been in. Yep. But is Davey Millsaps' biggest uh, thing you work on, is it physical or is it mental, if you had, if you had to pick? Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, for for Davey, I would have to say 50-50. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, because it all, like, if, if you're not, you're nothing with, with one without the other. Yeah, yeah. You know, and True. I mean, look at Poto. I mean, I mean, look at Poto. Look at Dungey. You, you, those are the two guys that you think are the most fit guys out there. Mm-hmm. Well, then again, they are the two most mentally strong guys out there, also. Right. You know, and as you've seen this year with Davey, I mean, he's been um, definitely not the fittest, which is something that we're going to work on even more this off season. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Because I don't think you can get in elite fitness like those two guys are in one off season. Yeah, I just don't think it's it's just not happening. Um, but for Davey, he was there mentally, you know. And so even though you know Davey re- did really good all year long, all supercross, like I still think that there's way more room for improvement. Right, right. Um, and, oh, go ahead. Did I answer your question, Mathis? Yeah, was it? yeah, it yeah. does. It does. Uh, you know, Davey and I didn't. Well, I, I had no problem with Davey, but he didn't like me for a long time, and yeah. it was just I was just writing things that I saw on the track that I 
spoke to the Honda guys about, that I spoke to the JGR guys about, then they all were like, this kid is so good, but he doesn't work. He doesn't, you know, he, he grabs the first excuse yeah. he can grab. You know, the, oh, yeah. the Honda guys yeah. would say he would show up and they'd go, how you doing, Davey? He'd be like, oh, I fell this week and hurt my elbow. And they were like, okay, well, it's going to be an elbow tonight, today. You know, like, yeah. and look, it's not, I mean, it's just stuff that, you know, and you can see it on the track. He just wasn't, but let's give yeah. credit where credit is due for two years now. He's been a changed guy and he's riding great. So, well, that that's, that's the Davey that I, I deal with. I mean, for sure. But. Mm-hmm. That was a Davy that I started with a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. um, and like you are saying, he, he's gradually gotten out of that. I mean, you still see some of it, like this year or through the off season, but you know, basically it's like this, Mathis. Whenever you know we had the meeting with Rockstar and mm-hmm. back, I, I can remember. I think it was at maybe Mount Morris. We talked to him and trying to do the Suzuki deal, trying to get it together. Oh, not Suzuki, but yeah. the Rockstar. Rockstar, right. I really mentioned the Suzuki and the Rockstar. But, um, you know, it's like, Davey, you know, if you're going to do this, you're going to change again. It's like, come October 1st, because that was legally when he could ride the bike. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it can't be no more bull crap. Like, <laughs> this is the way it's going to be. Like, no excuses. You know, no excuses. Yeah. And at least for me, not for Pete, his trainer, <laughs> but for me, like, I haven't gotten hardly any, you know, just, I haven't gotten really any complaints. Right. Like, right. I mean, when he was doing, during the off season, I mean, for six weeks he did, he was doing three and four 20 lap motors a day, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, I, I kind of started feeling like I created an animal, you know? Right. And when you start doing that stuff, I mean, it, it changes you, you know? It's like, you think, man, I mean, going to a race is going to be easy. And, like, why should I even not shoot for winning? Because as much work as I've done, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, why not? Right, right. And, uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's Davey, and that was him back then. But like I said about, like, a support group, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys at Honda, I mean, he had the best bike in the world. You know, I, I'm not a big Honda fan. I mean, he had the, the best bike in the world back then. But, I mean, was there really guys there, and I know there wasn't, that was making him answer to them every single day? No. Call me when you leave the track. Nope. Tell me what your lap times were. You know, like, yep. and why was your lap times slow? Was the track dry? Like, maybe right. have somebody he has to answer to every single day. If it's physically biking, which he has somebody that he does that with, or if it's riding and doing his motos, you know, like just being responsible, you uh, know, and, and yeah. that's where he's matured. And, you know, I, I can kind of let him go a little bit because I know he's going to do this stuff. But with Davey, I just try to stay on top of him because it's, you know, for sometimes, and I'm trying to get him to understand this also, it's when he's doing his laps, it's the quality of the laps and <clears throat> not just the quantity. Right, right. You know? And, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's been good. A lot of work. I've always said, Berlut, like I did a podcast with Antonis, your old guy, and he was the hottest thing out of amateurs. And he told me his mom and dad had a job and Suzuki just see at the races, kid. Got to rent cars, had to drive to tracks, had to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, and I've always said our sport is so weird. They give you all this money and a lot of teams are like, 
see you at the race. And yeah. I mean, that's kind of, and even, you know, it takes a pretty disciplined, determined person to not slack off when you're younger. Especially at, yeah, at yeah. that age. Yeah, yeah at that age, sure. you know, like it's, it's crazy that some teams do that. And we still do it today. A lot of guys do yeah. that, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you invest half a million dollars in a guy and literally, you know, between a mechanic and a bike and salary and all, like, you know, you, you still, you're just like, you see at the races. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I ask uh, Ezra a question? No. Yeah, okay. yeah go ahead. Hey, uh, so you touched on, uh, well, I, well, you I, can ask any question you want well, believe I, I, at any time. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> you, you touched on, Sound like you're gonna maybe he's gonna get his leg worked on or scoped. So are you guys doing outdoors or should oh, you, I even no, ask that? No, you can't ask that. I can't. No, because see, you just told me I could ask on, whatever. I, I know, no, no. Listen, it's, come he's, on, you're, he's, you should know better. He's not gonna do outdoors, but Yogi can't say and Davey can't say, and there'll be an announcement soon. But he, he's not doing outdoors. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can't answer it. I mean, I can answer it for sure, but the, actually, the answer is still up in the air because, I mean, he actually saw a doctor this morning. Um, another doctor, and he's just really trying to get all the opinions. But, I mean, the fact is for sure he's getting something done because he's got, you know, a bunch of torn cartilage and stuff from before Daytona. Mm -hmm. But what he's going to have done is still up in the air. I mean, it could be option A, which is pretty gnarly, um, and then option B, which is not gnarly and get back to going pretty quick. But. I can tell you this: we we want we want Davey to make the decision, or at least me, Davey, and his trainer and his team that is going to keep this new Davey going and <laughs> like not not have to deal with all these issues with his knee every single either end of Supercross or beginning of outdoors, like right. We want him to be at a point to where physically no kind of ailment like that is going to keep him from finishing seasons like it's, you know, has been his record. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what we're going to try to do. But he's definitely 100% going to have the decision by Vegas what he's going to do. And uh, right. But basically he's just trying to get all the right, you know, everybody's advice and all the doctors to see what he should do. So. Hey, sorry I asked that question. But anyway, um, let me ask you no. this one. You just said uh, that you're not – did I hear you right when you said you're not a big fan of Honda? No, 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 no. I said I was. Oh, you were I a was. big fan. My, my yeah. bad. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to touch yeah, on I was. that. Um, no, I, you know what? I'm a pretty big fan of every team I rode for. I mean, they – everybody – everybody did all that they could possibly do for me. You know, I was – and at every team I was at, I was just probably at a different point in my life, you know, and that that, that made more of a difference than anything else. But no, a big fan of Honda for sure. Yeah, well, you you got a great personality, and and you're a very likable person. That's how I look at it. I mean, your 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 personality as well that I could see where everybody'd want to help you. Well, thanks, brother. <laughs> um, question: uh, This guy's been waiting for a while. It's a question about Josh Hill, but this. Uh... Caller does want your opinion, uh, Yogi. is no secret. Josh Hill has been uh, much improved lately. Tyson, thanks for holding, man. What's your question? Actually, my question was kind of answered earlier, but it kind of relates to Millsaps and Hill. Okay. But my question is in regards to just like the mental versus the physical. We saw with with Millsaps, obviously, no one was really picking him to be what he was this season. He was phenomenal. So my question was, you know, how much of that is mental versus physical? And even looking at Josh Hill lately, I mean. I'm sure his 
physical is, is getting a lot better with his foot or with, with his cardio and whatnot. But how much of that is once he did well, and I believe it was what Minneapolis or uh, Houston, Toronto, Houston, Houston, he was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Well, once, once he got that momentum at Houston, does that mentally help him to get to the next level like he has been in the heat races and whatnot lately? So maybe Berlut want to, or somebody want to comment on that. Go ahead, Yogi. Well, I think that'd yeah, be a good one. I mean, you know, anytime you you can go out and do good against the guys that are out there now is, I mean, which is like the most backfield that I've ever seen. Like, yeah, it definitely gives you confidence. Um, I don't know Josh's situation uh, 100%, but I just know he was hurt at the beginning of the year. So I'm sure that it's probably really taken him until now before he's gotten, you know, back into shape. And uh, because I know he came back pretty quick as soon as he could ride, he, he started racing. So, you know, he's been racing himself back into shape, which is real hard because you, you can't just go out there and just go fast, like, because you know you're going to blow <laughs> within a handful of laps, you know. So I'm sure that the more races he's done, he's gotten fitter, you know, and he's and he's probably just started to think that he, he belongs. You know, and that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing. He had the good heat race, and it's like, oh, man, I can do this, you know. Because right. I remember that heat race, and he started up front, and, I mean, he he led it the whole way. No, he passed Chad, um, I think, didn't he? Or did Chad come up on him? I think, didn't he yeah, come? I think Chad caught him, but, you know, I think Chad was there for, like, the last three or four laps, and Josh rode pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, he won you that know, and, race. Yeah, and no, yeah, when you do that, that's like, Super duper confidence builder. That, yeah. that wasn't a gimme by no means. That was great. Yeah, not at yeah, all. Kind of along that same lines. I mean, you kind of came up with the McGrath era, and you were one of those guys that on any given weekend could beat McGrath. At what point within your career did you realize going to the starting line? Hey, I'm here to beat McGrath. Versus, so many times it seemed like you talked to people and like, yeah, we're racing for second because of McGrath. But for you, it seemed like it was different. Well, in 97, I went to Yamaha, like we were talking about earlier, and I, at that point, I was still kind of nervous of the class. Like, you know, there were so many guys in there that I had been watching on TV, you know, right. like MC, LaRocco, you know, guys like that. And uh, I won two races. One, I won straight up. The other, Jeremy fell with a few corners to go, and uh, I was in second. I ended up winning that one. Um, but... You know, at that point, I kind of started training a lot more. I started training with Johnny O a little bit, and I was training with Ricky a good bit every day, actually. And uh, But after that off season, when I went to Honda, you know, and like like I was talking about, about a support group, you know, like I had a, I had a support group, but I kind of had to answer to, you know, and like that just kind of took me to the next level, like, you know, just... I don't know, the motos every single day, having people there, making sure I was doing what I was supposed to do. And But really to answer your question, though, I think going into the first race, like I wanted to win, but I really didn't think I could win. But 1998 Phoenix Supercross, I reeled in Jeremy and passed him with like a lap to go. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much what turned the stone over right there. Yeah, you're like, this guy is human. I can beat him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks, Tyson. Thank you. Um, Yogi, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, 
No good, worries, good man. times. You've done uh, you've done a great job with Davey, and it's good having you around the sport again. Um, you were gone for God. Seemed like fifteen years. Yeah, for sure. Right? There was rumors he died. There was rumors, he, you know. There was rumors he. There was rumors he would move to another country under an assumed name. Is it witness so protection doing, program? Going around the world in a hot air balloon. Right, right. The rumors about you were crazy there for a while. Um, but it's good to have you around. And yeah, great work with Davey. And uh, great thanks work. for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Good, good stuff. All right, we'll good, see you. Good th- to talk to you too, Baloo. Yeah, you too, Yogi. Like always. You coming this weekend? Well, yeah, I'll be okay. in Vegas All right. for sure. We'll see you this weekend. Yeah. yeah, there's some good racing this weekend, man. Two, <laughs> two championships, and then the four uh, fifties battle for second. Good. Yeah, three points. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. All right, man. Thank you. Okay, you're All welcome. Right, see you. The great Ezra Yogi Lasko, one of my favorite people in the sport. Very, like I said, always he's very likable. Yeah, yeah. Very, always a good guy. Even when he was. Um, well, I've known him a little bit at Yamaha when he was there, but I got to know him at Honda through Red Dog, you know, when he was there. Never changed, and always nice guy. Always. Always friendly, wife yeah. great. Um, BTOsports.com, fly racing, race tech suspension, X-brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, works connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels. Hey, did you know W Wheels is the wheel of choice I'm of jealous. Jason Anderson? And Cole Seeley, who went 1-2 this weekend. Oh, wow. Did you know that? And you, no, I didn't, but I see that you got a shirt on, and yeah, John, John got, hasn't given me one yep, of those. I got, I got a shipment of shirts from W. My, you got my, a shipment? Three shirts, bro. I'm going to get on John this weekend. Uh, I know I see him. W Wheels, man. They're the best out there. And um, uh, definitely check them out. And also, Dungey, Roxon, Muscan, all use W, among others. Wow. Will, wow. Will Stacey Anderson. Very good program. You guys on Josh Hill? Yes, use absolutely. W. Yep. And John Anderson, great guy in the sport, so thanks, W Wheels. Uh, 810 uh, Solutions, uh, how are those things going, Tits? Can you report on the 810 Solutions supplement package? I'm hoping to have something by this weekend. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that yep. update. Yep. Uh, and Black Ops Moto, hey, did you know Black Ops Moto? Do you want better throttle response, Tits? I absolutely do. Do you want better starting? Yep. Do you want uh, a better running yes. – <laughs> Better running motorcycle. I want all of it. You give it all to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those brat bars, by the way, are unbelievable. They the, are. The guy came and gave. Uh, I forget his name. Todd. I, Todd came yeah. and his wife, I believe. Yeah. They came and gave me uh, after the show that week up in Seattle. They brought me a couple bars. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, good, good people. Good taste in uh, bars. They are. Yeah, um, uh, yeah brat bars are, are, are on. They're uh, they're a great sponsor of ours and. Uh, they're a good, like, meal replacement, too. I think you so. They, so. They were wonderful. Uh, Black Ops Moto, though, Tits. You want more information? Yep. They're going to give another 10% off. They're already discounted price for Pulp really? Show listeners. Yes. 25% off retail price. Um, so just that. go to blackopsmoto.com and type in um, the, the code when you order, uh-huh. and um, you will find out what Black Ops is all about. Is yeah. that his company? No. <laughs> oh. Where's your shirt? Huh? All right. Oh, okay. We're gonna go to commercial. We're gonna go to commercial break. Uh, we're gonna come back with Jason Thomas. Perhaps you know him, and he's gonna give away a Fly USA Formula helmet when awesome. we, when we come back. Uh, it's been a trivia contest. We still have two tickets to Thunder Valley coming out, and three Atlas neck braces to give away this That's week. Insane. Uh, Ryan Villapoto is gonna help us with that, and he's coming up in a little bit. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you after this commercial break. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villapoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. 
You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kurt Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. 
Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Drop the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Drop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Drop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pincree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Drop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition Now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Yeah, coming at you! Some Van Halen, David Lee Roth Van Halen. Uh, Surprising. Uh, I'll tell you what, Berlin. What? But I don't even want to admit this, but I've been listing some more DLR lately. Yeah. I just... I love them both, but I'm definitely no, no, Sammy. No, yeah. Sammy's way better. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. I may or may not have bought about five DLR songs in the last uh, couple weeks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what got me into it was um, the movie Argo. Oh, yeah. Um, uh -huh. They play Dance the Night Away uh, for a little part of the movie. And I'm like, that's, that's awesome. And I knew the song, obviously. It wasn't like I just discovered it, but I like, rediscovered it. Sure. And then I was like, hey, Unchained, another good one. You're retro and back. Yeah, I'm going back. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, joining us uh, on the show now for the uh, second hour, none other than the Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Hey, everybody. What's happening? Hey, Jason. What's happening? What's up, bro, Woody? How are you, buddy? Wonderful. Um, Having a Guinness right now? Drinking a Guinea right now, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Jason Thomas's appearance on the show, brought to you by Fly Racing USA. Fly Racing USA, the uh, gear of choice for Andrew Short, Trey Kennard. They have three different lines of gear that you can choose from, among others. Um, the altered lightweight stuff, the uh, top of the line stuff, and there's a middle of the road. Fantastic colors, fantastic options. You name it, Fly Racing USA. I put that, that intro along with my mortgage payment, that whole deal. <laughs> this mortgage payment brought to you by right, Fly right, Racing. Right. Um, you own a house up there in Idaho? Uh, no, I have a condo, but I, I didn't buy it. I just lease it. So you have a house back east, then? Yes, I do. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, uh, for the ninth year in a row, the Rocky Mountain region greets the summer season with a rousing blend of horsepower and cheers when the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships roars into Thunder Valley Motocross Park in Lakewood, Colorado. Round two of the 12-round series, Berlute. It's uh, May 25th. Uh, a real cool track. You, you, I don't know if you remember, Berlute, what Fit Lakewood Come on, was Steve. like. But Come on, Great viewing. Uh, I've seen it at night twice. Okay, great All viewing. Right. Uh, great uh, great, viewing, uh, great sure. vendor's row. Fantastic corn dogs up on top. Um, uh, host of the Motocross of Nations. Lakewood, uh, one of the best tracks on the circuit. And uh, close to Denver, so easy to fly into. Great place. Um, and thanks to uh, Thunder Valley guys for coming on the show. Here's where we give out two tickets to Thunder Valley right now. Um, I don't know, Tits. Third caller, fifth caller, 18th caller. What can you handle tonight, Tits? What can you handle, Tits? What can you um, handle? I think I can handle the second and the fifth caller. No. Can we do that? No, please? we're only we're giving away two tickets. Okay, so you want to give one? Like... The second and the fifth caller, you have to go together. <laughs> My bad. Second caller. Second we caller, right now. We got to. You got to be able to go to Thunder Valley, though. Yes, please. That's very key. Um, JT, uh, Salt Lake City is coming, gone, huh? Uh, yes, that's very give, observant. Give me. <laughs> we just had Ezra Yogi Lusk on. Okay. Give me your favorite Ezra Lusk moment. Oh and man! What right on sticks the spot. out? Yes. What sticks out for you when when I say the word Ezra Lusk? Uh, one of the only people that was ever able to just straight up beat Jeremy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, just on on any given night, if Ezra was feeling it, he could just beat him. There wasn't really anybody else that really comes to mind immediately that could do it. Well, Ricky. Uh, yeah, but, but, but I'm the, talking about the like in Jeremy, yeah, yeah. Jeremy's yeah. prime, you know. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. You know, Huffy gave him a run I in think, Seattle. I think Jeremy would time. probably agree with that. Maybe DV yeah. a couple times, but right. there were times when Ezra was just better. Like, there were nights yeah. where Ezra was just better. Actually, that's a good point. DV and Yogi, that's about it. 
Yeah. Come on, you just said Huffman. You saw that. No, Huffy. I, you know, Huffy gave him a run at Seattle or whatever. But, yeah. You well, know. Yeah, he didn't I, come out on top though. No, he didn't. No. Okay, he, but he did win uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, there. Huff said he was a bad dude. Don't get me. I'm not trying to put Huffy down. No, no not you, Steve. I, I'm, I'm getting on Steve's ass. Look, we're, he, we're not he, talking about Robbie Renard here, Berlute. Hey, Huffy <laughs> was my Huffy was my guy. I thought Renard was your guy. No, all my guys were my guys. Oh Jesus Christ! Listen what you only had? What grips three? and graphics, bro? Hundred grand a year. <laughs> Whatever. Um, That's good money. <laughs> it's good money. He said. Um, <laughs> you know, when Watson was three, four years ago. When I first moved to Vegas, Watson was trying to get me to wrench for the team. Yeah? Like the Muth Adams days or whatever. Okay. And his offer was good money for a mechanic. Like, I was pretty pumped. I hey, I'm not it. saying they don't take care so of I me. I know you make a ton of money because you're Tony Berlutti. Bullshit. So. Come on now, dude. No, that the problem, the deal is, is I'm realistic. You're what? I, realistic. I would love to, to, to throw. You're, realistic? Realistic. Yeah, realistic. Okay. Yeah. Huh? hundred uh, grand, really? No, uh, I wish. Yeah, Yogi, feeling it. Um, Yogi DV. What did they offer you, Steve? What did Watson offer you? Maybe, maybe should I need I, to... Should I say that on the air? Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe I should hit him for more. 65. Wow. It was a Supercross-only deal, too. And Ooh. X Games. I almost did it. Yeah. That's then good. I remember I, like, then I had money. to like, work for Wakani, and I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> you know? Uh, JT. Steve. Are we going to give away a Fly USA Formula helmet? Absolutely, we are. Okay, so the rules are you can't pick flat black. Why? It's one of the best-looking ones. <laughs> Why are you going to limit it to somebody like that? Where do you stand Just on flat black helmets? Like Where it. do you stand on flat black helmets, Berlute? I'm not really a fan of flat, period. They got flat blue. You know, I'm not really. Yeah, no. okay, well, me and Berlute. And I think that's on its way out. It was kind of. No, these guys tell me it sells out like mad. Really? As the fly representative of this show, yeah. they can certainly pick a matte black helmet if they want to. <laughs> they, okay, we got our winner for the Lakewood ticket, so no, everyone stop calling. Congratulations to Eric Lorca. Eric, please go to the race. All right. Um, okay, so what are we doing for the, for the contest? I'm excited. Uh, what are some of the features and benefits of the Formula Helmet, JT? Uh, Formula is basically our top-of-the-line helmet. Like It's the best one we offer. Uh, full, full carbon Kevlar shell. Um, yeah, suede liner. Yeah, um, you know, there's a bunch of different uh, graphics you can choose from. Striper. Uh, can you pick? Oh, the, can you pick the shorty replica? No, because that's a. Uh, oh. Those are in the uh, F2. Okay. Okay. So, so. Um, just checking. Yeah, it's uh, the formula striper is probably what you're going to end up getting. Which, like, shorty wore it this past weekend. I oh, think. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so they, these guys all wear it. Um, right. Yeah, like I said, it's the uh, highest price point, top of the line. You know, basically the best helmet we offer. So. And Definitely Ad- not not getting off cheap for here for sure. What does Ab Adam Ectinap wear? Antignap. Ectinap. Uh, I would assume he probably mixes it up between the F two and that. They kind of bounce around and because pi- it's the same shell. And so. Pike and Pike. Uh, I, they both probably wear. Like I said, all of our athletes kind of bounce around between our F two carbon and the okay. formula. Okay. All right. So like I was the same way. I had a mixture of both. Well, we want to thank Fly USA for coming on the show, and this is really cool. They're giving away a helmet. Yeah, and like I said, it's so our best one. So. What we want to do, we've been getting some complaints in the complaint department lately. HR reached down to us and uh, <laughs> and basically said that uh, our live listeners are, you know, winning everything. If and you know, we have ninety percent of our listeners come from archives. This show is four hours long. It drags on during the week. Uh, people listen to it on you know Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or whatever. So we don't want to limit. And and you know, I guess I guess basically we're gonna give the middle finger to our live listeners right now. 
you know what? Basically. I'm okay with it. Yeah, for okay. sure. Right. If they're only 10%. That's interesting you know. what you just said. Yeah, there. no, archives yeah. are huge, man. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's just do a random draw. But the, it's a trivia question. Okay. But it's the, we, all the right answers we, go into it. We will it. pool yes. the correct answers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, what is the question, JT? Uh, who was the first, uh, basically, I don't want to say paid rider, but basically the first rider we ever hired to wear that helmet? Mm-hmm. Fly helmets. Yep. The very first rider to ever draw a paycheck for wearing a fly helmet. Exactly. Um, and that, hel- that helmet comes with a, uh, a badass uh, helmet bag and an extra visor, too, so just to add that in there so they'll know what they're getting. Yeah, fantastic. Um, does it have any Dalmatian spots on it? It does not and okay. will not. Okay, fantastic. As long as I work there. Pulpmxshow at gmail.com. Pulpmxshow at gmail.com. The, f- the uh, answer, the, t- the question is, the first fly rider to ever draw a paycheck for wearing a fly helmet um, the first rider to ever wear a fly helmet and get paid. So trying to think back to like a premier rider that maybe just wore fly helmets. Um, wins a, a, a formula helmet, uh, courtesy of Fly Racing. And we're going to put all the right answers into a bucket. Tits is going to dive into the bucket, nude, and <laughs> yeah. shovel around and pull out one answer. Correct? That is correct. Okay. Would, it, would it be given too much of a clue if you – I'm just curious on myself how long ago – does that go back? Nope. Nope. Can't. nope I'll okay. tell you during the commercial, but All right. I'm not going to tell you now. No, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, and Steve had made the point that it was kind of a hard question, but I felt like to get a helmet that retails for $400, it should be kind of difficult. You know, sure, I don't, don't yeah. want to make it like, what's Steve's last name? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I want it yeah. to be kind of tough. That's, right. a, that's, a great, that's a great gift or a great something to win, I would think. Hey, Baluti. Yeah. Tits is not even seeing that the phone's been ringing for like five minutes. Tits. So I was trying to tweet out the the thing, and it's yeah, yeah, a little slow. Still ringing, tits. While you're saying it's a little slow, it's still ringing. Hey, JT, do you think he's all pumped because he went riding this weekend? Uh, I would be yeah. if I was him on his subway Honda. What subway Honda replica? Oh yeah, dude, that bike's so clapped out. All the graphics are all falling. Whose apart bike and... was it? Was it JT? It was JT. Yeah. yeah, legit. Oh. There's no way to prove that. <laughs> I guess that is true. I mean, I don't know. We, yeah. we were told that it was his. Oh, I'm sure you were. Yeah. I'm sure you were. Shorts, uh, uh, cut down seat or short subframe, anything that would give it away like that? Tall foot pegs? It has the number 33. That, is on the side. that definitely doesn't mean uh, On the handlebars, Jason Steve, Thomas. Steve, as a, as a former team mechanic, how many bikes did you build that all could have been who knows whose bikes they were? Oh, no, yeah. Let's not no. rain on my no. parade, all right? Yeah. Let, let's not go there. Yeah. Well, where, just, where'd you get it? We bought it from uh, his team. Who's we? You and you, you and your yeah. buddy going on it. Me and uh, my brothers actually were poor and you know all teamed up to. Oh, that's cool. Chip in on this. You thing. guys gang banged my bike. Yeah, we oh. did. Where'd you go ride? Apex. Amargosa. Oh, nice. Sand dunes. Yeah. Did you put a paddle on that? Sure did. Where yeah. is this dunes? That's a cool place. About an hour and a half north. On really? Ninety-five. Yeah. It's, it's good cool. times. It is. It's a good place. I just like in that the middle place. of middle of nowhere. Oh, I, just, why didn't I know this when I had a bike? I don't know. Sounds like fun. It was a lot of fun. Have you ever gone to the dunes? Oh, yeah. I went to well, I went to Ocotillo a couple times, and I went to uh, Glamis way back in the day. Yeah, with a bunch of million people there? Yeah, Glamis was yeah, pretty busy. Ocotillo was, was good, though. Um, I ate shit at Ocotillo when I like threw some hand whoops, and then they were super deep sand, and I just bike stuck. I went over the bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah, was not good. Red Dog was that, with me. Did it leave a mark? thought it was hilarious. Timmy laughed. Red Dog was with you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, all right, let's do the, um, let's do the, uh, uh, where are you going with this? Tweets or tits? 
Tweet a tit segment. BTOsports.com. Tweet a tit segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Uh, these are real questions by real live listeners sent in. Uh, I, I can verify that is correct. Tits, uh, there was one I wanted you to ask that I might pull up. I forgot to tell you before If the show. I don't already get to it? Yeah, most it was, chances it was, it was most to likely him. I won't. It was to him. Um, okay. Tony Berluti. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com. Don't forget, you can save at BTOsports.com. You can save on all our sponsors, but you can definitely save at BTO uh, by punching in the code PULPAMEX on your next order on selected items. You can save big. Uh, tits, you could have got a paddle tire from them. Next time I need one, yep. that's where I will go. Yep. I've actually right. talked to a couple people, told them to do that. Oh, you're you wel- did? You're welcome. Sure oh, did. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you go riding with your Optrix shit? I did. All strapped to you like some All sort of weirdo? All strapped to it, yep. Okay. Had, had my chesty on, the whole deal. I bet Tits, you had... you'll have to let me know next time you go. I want to go. I'd, I'd love to go. I've I never rode that. a 450 out there. Dude, this is the first time he's ridden in four years. This is true, actually. This so, is the first, first time, time you don't, have? First yeah. time I've actually ridden a bike, a motorcycle, in a little over three years. Did you yeah, so like... don't think he's motoring down. Yeah, Did you yeah. look like a dish rag in a Doberman's mouth? I was lucky to fit into my old riding clothes, to be honest with you. It was uh, gained a few LBs. I'm over sure the last you can get some years. new fly gear, can't you? I've actually, I'm looking into it. If, oh. if this oh, becomes more, my habit, God. What? Please don't get more free stuff from the show. What are you talking about? I, I have a, a pre existing discount through fly that if I choose to go that route, <laughs> if I choose to get anything, that's what I will be getting. Are you listening to this, JT? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I even asked him about the different lines and whatnot. I have a pre-existing discount. Yeah, I like yep. that because of the show, though. Yeah, because you're. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Then, right. Right. what else would it be? Why are you trying to hold tits down? I'm not yeah. trying to hold them down. <laughs> I just. What's the big deal? You know, there's no, there's, there's only one way gratitude. A lot of times, is they always get free do you want discounts on concrete? Is no, that what just, you want? No, I just feel like you. This show is a burden to you, but we do so much for you. But it's just a burden for you to I'm come sorry, here and I'm do the show. I'm sorry that you feel that way. You, you haven't done one drop today. You haven't done any drops. Still early. You want me to do drops during Ezra Lusk? We talked a lot for, for Yogi. Yeah, well. Okay. All right. Crap. Your, your performance can always improve. Let's remember that. Wayne Gretzky said, I, I, never stop improving. I've never debated that okay. one bit. Um, let's go. These are questions from real, real right. live listeners for, Berlu- for Berluti, for JT, for myself. All right. Is an open question from Jesse. He wants to know how much, if at all, did Tomac's ride at Salt Lake City affect his next year ride, or could it have, or whatever? What do you think, Berlute? Um, I think he's already figured out what he's going to do. So no, I don't think it affected it. RCH done deal. I don't know. Wait, wait for the uh, press release. Well, if if Shmoni Shmoludi says it <laughs> over there. Um, what do you think, JT? I didn't say that, though. Uh, no, see, you didn't say you're, that. You're, you're you did just, not say see that. that? No, nope, you did not you, say you're, that. You're trying to get me in Look, trouble. It, that's what it, Steve does. Steve, you, I you, don't try to – my job in this sport <laughs> is to is to spread information, spray the field with pump, as oh, it were. Steve, I enjoy coming <laughs> on your show, you know, right, and thank uh, you. I, would lo- I would love to continue, I would, but do you want me not to come on your show? No, I do not want to get you in trouble So I'm, I'm going right. to be that guy that when you right. need somebody to come on your show and Berluti comes in and yeah, helps and, you and out, And he's right? clutch, clutch. I'm clutch, okay? Yeah, you are. Well, you're going to blow that for me, dude. You're right. Come I'm on. so stupid. He, no, he <laughs> loves to do this, Berluti. you got to realize that. Okay. 
He, try, he likes to create controversy. He's he feels Geraldo, like he's no, for sure. I don't oh, yes. like to create controversy. I like to inform. Yes, you do. I like to inform. No, you do exactly what I said no. you like to do. No, I like did, I, did I only say that he's probably already got his deal done? I didn't say nothing about our team. You didn't. Okay. You didn't. But you kind of eluded Yo, that. He wants to infer that. That's the yeah, whole exactly thing. That's what I'm well, here's, to Well, here's what I'm thinking. We know RCH is one of them. We know. How do you know that? Oh, I know. I know. How do we know that, though? You say you know that. Oh, uh, you're just going to have to trust me on that. Oh, by the way, just got the first email about the fly helmet to the wrong email inbox. So fantastic on that. Um, I know you're going to have to both trust me along with the listeners that I know RCH is an option. That's all. Okay. So by Berluti saying I think he's already made his choice makes me think that Berluti knows that RCH knows. But you can't. You can't. Uh, I'm on Berluti's side on this because you do this to me all the time, too. Thanks, Jason. Right. Just trying to be humble, man. Just trying to be humble. Well, it's not about course. being humble. You just have to. There, there, are, there are limits. Like, there's lines you can't cross. This, this isn't, isn't NOM. <laughs> yeah, this ain't NOM. This I want to come back no, on your show. This isn't NOM. I'm going to probably get a call from, from Hart this week and say, Berluti, you got to get off that show. You this know, isn't you, NOM. Steve's spreading shit. Do you and think we're going to get in trouble. Do you think Our sponsors, it costs? We're going to lose money. We're going to, you know, so come on. Now I feel poor. Now I feel bad. Now I feel shame. <laughs> now I'm not. I'm not. As you should. I'm now humbled, Steve. Oh, shit. Uh, what do you think, JT? Uh, well, if it was still in a big negotiation time, which I don't know that it is or not, I have no really no idea what's going on with him. I don't think that could help him. You know what I mean? It's got. It really could only help you or hurt you, right? Every situation can only help you or hurt you. Uh huh. And there's no way that helped him. Right. So. Okay. Great. Michael Jones, he says, with three points separating Dungy and Millsaps, how much money is on the line for second in the series? Uh, we, we had talked about this on Twitter. Um, but well, actually, This, this uh, isn't Twitter, by the way. Um, hold on. Hold, please. Uh, I got a series payout since, since I spoke about it on um, Twitter. It's uh, $10,000 between first and second. <laughs> Ten grand. That's that series, but come yeah, on. Yeah, series money. There might yeah. be some bonuses with other things. I was talking to an agent today, and he said he doubts Dungy has anything besides a championship bonus. Yeah, it depends. Uh, when, you're that, when you're that yeah. good. On Dungy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Millsaps, but, but Millsaps Yeah, I would think Millsaps would have a top three. Yeah. So $10,000 in series money, maybe twenty to thirty k in a OEM bonus or insurance bonus, you know, not OEM through Davey. But, so this could be a $50,000 difference. First, between, pl- first place loser. Yeah, between second and third. Fifty grand, or otherwise known as what what tits makes for the show. (laughs) It just really just depends. It really does depend. Like I think when Chad was at Yamaha years ago, he only got win bonuses, so I don't think it mattered, and he only got championship bonuses. Yeah. So it's ten grand. I think it's per rider. Yeah. Ten grand would be the difference, basically. What you're saying for sure. Ten, either guy. Yeah, but does Dunge care about ten grand? No. Does does any of those guys? Yeah, uh, I care about ten grand. Uh, I would. Yeah, I know for sure. But I think they'll be more mad about losing that particular race than they would about that. JT but. would. You, you would. You ten grand ten is grand? big for you. Oh, I'll ride naked for ten grand. Not the whole naked. Main event. Did you do that over there in uh, JT Germany? Will, JT will kill a fan for ten grand. <laughs> I rode my balls off, but I was not naked. <laughs> he, J, JT will will do a snuff film with a fan for ten grand. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, next next up. <laughs> all right, uh, Ryan Tanner. He says, how good has the Rockstar Energy Racing team looked this year? You think they'd be up for the team of the year, maybe just manager of the year? 
Uh, well, first of all, the, the awards at the banquet are cheese ball. But, uh, that yes, I would say Dave Gowan will be manager of the year, and that team will be team of the year. Is that how it works? Sure. I mean, I think they just rotate it. They've got to be in the running. for If it's a legit contest, they yeah, have yeah. to be oh, for sure. Yeah, as far as the manager. I mean, they've been awesome. To say the manager and the team, it goes hand in hand? No, 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 not always. No. For sure, they, they I, I mean, nothing against Dave. I know he's from Canada. He used not, to work for Rollerball. Yeah. Oh, he did. What? Yeah. yeah. Mechanic for Rollerball, bro. I didn't know that. Before, uh, after Before Marshall. Marshall. After Marshall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they're for sure, they've done a great job. Yeah. Uh, no, fantastic. They got that Suzuki working really good, like. Way, All the Suzukis. Well, I mean, you know, they're beating the, the Yoshimura team. They're beating the ERCH team. I mean, just really, really, hey, come really on, doing Steve. a good job. Right. On that See, Suzuki. now why do you have to go there? Their light spikes <laughs> are doing, they're, they're, or whatever. Yeah, the 250 bikes yeah. are working really well. Yeah. They've yeah. won a couple races in that. Uh, yeah, you know? Wharton and Anderson have both Matter won. Matter of fact, I thought Anderson rode phenomenal. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah. Great job. I, I, coming Only coming a year after he almost killed Sipes in the parade lap. <laughs> oh, that was Remember? gnarly. <laughs> Daytona? Uh, no, it's Salt Lake last year. Oh, Salt Remember, Lake. Well, he didn't practice starts, and he just well, it happened at Daytona too. That same deal. So he did I, not him. Oh, but oh, do you remember? Oh. Maybe JT can reflect on this. Something happened at J- at, at Daytona a couple of years back that somebody hit somebody. Oh, I on remember the, that. Oh, okay, I do just remember Salt Lake on the Parada. Uh, yeah, on the lights class at at, at hmm. Daytona a couple of years ago. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I was. Uh, it was honestly, if I was racing for a video, it's hard for me to catch the beginning of the lights stuff. On TV is when I saw it. Though. Oh, okay, okay. Huh. Uh, Doesn't surprise me. Next question. All right. Those guys don't even turn going into the first turn. They just go straight. So <laughs> nothing surprises me. Hey, there you go. All right. Frederick Olson, uh, this question is for you, Berludi. He says, if you were forced to work for one year as a mechanic in the, the GPs, what team would you want to work for? Well, I have a relationship with Gabor's, and that would probably be the team I would work for because uh, I know him, and he's a quality guy. So, and they got which, good equipment. Which one, Sylvan or Eric? Sylvan, okay. Sylvan Gabor's. Yeah, I know Eric's the team manager. I don't know him as well as I do, Mister Eight Seventy Five. Huh? Mister Eight Seventy Five. Eight Seventy Five. Yeah, he won world titles all three brands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Five hundred, two fifty, one twenty-five adds up to eight seventy five. Eric's badass. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Gabor's. Gabor's. Great. Jason. Great. I love how yeah. Tits comments everything. Great. Yeah. Great. I can't tell if he's ever kidding or sarcastic know, right? or if he's really <laughs> enthused. It's, it, it's more of just a got me, got moving me fooled. on type thing. <laughs> oh, you fooled JT. Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, JT, this next question is for you. It's from Jason Polson. Um, he says, do they need to make the LCQs longer, more particularly the 250 LCQs? Uh, I can see them moving it to six like the 450. I don't think they need to. Uh, if I mean Roxon almost still qualified and he crashed on the start, you know, uh, yeah, they, they did. I don't think it's necessary. I would, I don't, I wouldn't complain if they did, but they whatever. Did, it's been uh, four forever. They increased the laps of the four fifties. No, it's always been six. As it's long like, as I've been racing, it's, it's eight been six. It's eight now, I think. No, it's six. not it's six. It's six. six. Hold on a second. It's, been, See, it's six, and it always has been six, and it will be six until they make until fundamental they change changes. It. Trust me, I've raised yeah, more of these they're, than anybody bo- in history. They're both two laps yeah. less. Who picks these questions? <laughs> Just because you don't know the answer. Who picks these questions? All right. Jason would know, though, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like right? I, I would consider myself an L- LCQ expert. Yes. F you, dude. <laughs> All right. Um, this question is for everyone. It's from Andy Tyler, and he wants to know, if you had to dock one rider, who would it be? 
kind of a personal question. I am not answering that. Why not? I don't. I don't know. You, you're no. not. You're not afraid to, you know, throw out who, who's a good-looking writer. So why not say who you'd want to dock? Dock, Jason. Uh, Go ahead. I don't really swing that way. Doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> so I'm just. I just have to pick a good-looking writer. Uh, what? It doesn't matter. Doc. It's, it's the, no, I was trying no, to have a fun on. question, it's, but it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Document points? It's a long it's, story. Yeah, okay, I forget it. All right. Um, Stephen Grenier, this question is for you, Tony. Um, he says, is Carmichael's bike full factory? If it is, why not let Hill ride it instead of <laughs> All these his fans. semi-factory machine? Such a fan question. No. Just give not, it to him. It's not full <laughs> factory. It's probably um, – I'll probably 60%. It's got the engine and some components and, you know, triple clamps and forks and shock and stuff because he's testing it, so he's helping us out. He's helping the riders out. So it's not – I wouldn't say it's completely factory. And it's not – the deal with Hill riding it, they made a budget. We got to go race in 12, 12 races, so it costs money to do that. It's always like whenever a rider gets hurt, well, give give Ryan Clark the bike or give Weston Pike the bike. It's yeah. so much harder than – just that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, let's take a little break here. Don, Don, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, listen, you know, these, these poor kids, they, they're, 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 they're not making it. And no matter what happens, most of them aren't going to make it. And, and, and the odds are they're probably going to get hurt. And, you know, just I, they, they need a writer's union. This is just crazy. These kids need to, you know, here's the thing. If they're not, they love this so much. And they're not going to ask for a raise. They're not going to get one. It's time they start stepping up and looking out for themselves instead of the, everybody else who's making the money. Somebody's making the money. Uh, uh, yeah, we've covered this before on the show, Don. We all agree with you. Okay, now what? Yeah, listen, they're charging 30 bucks to do a, a head test before you go race. Okay. We may raise the outdoor race $50 more for a license, so it's 300 bucks now. Okay. So, look, we just got to find a rich... Play the NBA lawyer to get a union going. What do we have to do? Um, Whose door we got to knock on? You got to get the top riders to not race or to, um, um, you know, not not sort of sign up until they form a organization and they form a uh, uh, riders union, and um, you know, then then that can happen. We know that won't happen. Well, I think we need to take the the, the riders from tenth down. Get those guys to step in there and okay. say, hey, we're not racing, so those top riders will have nobody to race against. Maybe some bunch of spos that'll step in there and get to go in because nobody else is there to race. Look, there's no there's no doubt that conditions can improve and should improve, and the riders probably should get together and try to work on stuff. Um, Jason Thomas here, uh, what do you think, JT? I mean, uh, where do you start, I guess? I mean, Yeah, I mean, I can understand and completely agree with the need for it but do i think it will happen probably not no it probably, it probably won't happen but when they start seeing a big banner out front writer.com union yeah well something might who knows all right yeah i support you it arms, get something going. i know I, I, I was sitting on the side and i yelled at a lefty's dad and he said yeah i mean let's get it rolling so you know we just need a few other people and right. it can happen yeah i mean look at yeah when if it does happen, we'll put you on the show and and we'll talk about it and and all that. It's it's definitely it's definitely needed, but uh, you know, eventually action's gotta gotta start somewhere. 
Yeah, they got to start somewhere. So I think I'm just going to start sticking a banner out there, and they got to find somebody to build me a website, and then I'm going to go find me a greedy lawyer who wants to, you know, make some money here or change things. Who knows? Anything can happen. All right, Don. We'll be there for you. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Thank you. Don's upset. <laughs> I, mean, I, I completely understand what he's getting yeah, at. Yeah, no, but I do too, but, the, yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Yeah, installing it and operating it and, yeah, it's, huh. Not yeah. something I want my name attached to. Uh, it's got to be Villo and Dungy and Chad, and they say this is what we're doing or we don't show up, and that'll never happen because, you know, everything's good for those guys. It's got to be everybody. Yeah, and, that, and that's the problem, right, Berlue? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Stanton tried, I thought, yeah, one yeah, time. Yeah, Stanton did. James Eichel did. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? I, yeah, it, it, these guys need to have more say in things. They need more money. They need to work closer with the promoters. They need to stand up for their rights, but it'll never happen. I hate it. Until it doesn't. Until it does, uh, it's a fact of life that things will not go their way. I can't so. believe we're even racing outdoors. <laughs> Why? No, the money. The money oh. is, is terrible for these. I mean, Supercross, at least you make a little bit of money. Yeah. I mean, and your bike isn't as hammered, you know. So, right. I mean, it just... I just think it's bad for, like, the privateer that's right. going to try to do all the nationals. That's really Here. expensive. Oh, man. Last year at Unadilla, I got 20th or 21st or something like that, and I made 490 bucks. Then it was 250 to sign up, so that left me with 240 and then they docked me 100 bucks because Weimer cut the track. So I made 140 <laughs> So Butler Brothers didn't pay for your entry fee? Well, I mean – Yes, they did, but if you want to look at oh, privateers, okay. most privateers, they're paying for it, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. I understand I'm fortunate that I didn't have to pay for my entry. Yes, you are correct. Oh, no, I didn't know. I was just No, 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 I, I understand. what. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely so right. That, yeah, so that's, I, my, that's my whole in, point. In real, in real life, I made $340 or whatever it is, whatever the number is, 390 or whatever. Right. But for most privateers like you're talking about out there, I mean, it's rough. It's, it's really rough. It sucks. And here's the thing, though. Um, every weekend at Nationals... There's over 40 guys trying to get in. Uh, pits are full. Um, you know? Right. Yeah. That's my whole point. Yeah. If you're if you're the promoter, you're like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. Lots of racers here. Sucks. Lots of guys I that take it. the gate spots. So, yeah. um, if you're not doing it for a dream, you are probably shouldn't be out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, good luck, riders, with everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, anyways, uh, what's up, Tits? What else we got? We got to hurry this thing along. We got Ryan Villapoto coming up. All right, uh, Nathan Sherratt, Um This question is for you, Steve. Yep. He says, "Do you have any more info on the secret new technology that Alessi <laughs> is working on?" I do not, but I'm anxious to find out. Like all of us, I think. Anybody else? JT, Berludi, you know what they're talking about? JT thinks it's a hot tub. <laughs> I think he's got some kind of a uh, hot tub jet mounted in that in that uh, MCR bike. It's not even a Suzuki. So there's no telling. When you, when you don't run even one of the big five, there's no telling what you got on that thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the AMA ain't checking. You got to get that thing homologated, whatever it is. Yep. That's true. That's that's true right there. You know, but his dad is so out there that I could see him finding something. And I'm sure he looks at the rules and everything. So it, it'll be something. We'll be talking Listen, about it Listen, I got a bet with another goggle guy yeah. who may or may not goes by the, by the first name of John. <laughs> that I say Alessi will get top five at Hangtown. I got 50 bucks on the line. Oh, I say it too. I'll take he that. Sa- he yeah, says I'd no. Okay, right. Where's, I'll what's the home out tech okay. calls right now? I and, want in. No, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, I want in too. Um, 
he told me, oh, Mathis, you're done. I've been asking people. They're all on my side. And I'm like, I'm literally texting him right now. Right. Um, yeah. And all, even Ryan Villapoto said, oh, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't take I, that. He'll be top five. Yeah, he's, you know absolutely. What I mean? Weimer's like, yeah, he will. He'll be top five. Really? Yeah. Like, Especially that track. Right. John, you're smoking something. Yeah. Uh, no, he might. John, you might get it, but I don't think so. And then he was like, oh, dude, well, I don't know. I, didn't, I just heard Millsaps might not race. And I'm like, okay, that's one guy. You know? Oh, so he's going to renege? No, but he oh. was you know, saying he didn't know. He's from Pennsylvania. Steve, what was the question that you wanted? Did I already ask it already? I don't remember. You want to look it up or no? No, we got to go. Okay. Because we got to get Ryan Villapoto on. All right. So let's go to our, another commercial break. Mm-hmm. We're going to shorten up our commercial breaks here. JT, we'll, we'll get you on after RV. All right. No worries. All right. See you. See uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear. Are you rocking your free guns? Uh, I did just, yesterday just, when just, I was on my bicycle ride. Just, just yes. On my bicycle ride. He did. Uh, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brought Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Save money on Black Ops Moto uh, even more. We're going to come back uh, and tell you how to win. We're giving away three Atlas neck braces, courtesy of Atlas Braces. And uh, Ryan Villapoto and I and Tony Baluti will tell you how to do it once we go to commercial. Thanks for listening. See you in a little bit. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself Gold Valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. 
Web is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www 
www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you were wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So, that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the uh, the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some... Probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th, for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro. And I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off.
Welcome back. Paul Mesh Show presented by BTOsports.com. Berluti, that's your music. I love that song. What, uh, what is it? What, what do you mean? It's Chevelle. I don't think I've ever Face heard it. Face to the floor. You're serious? I don't think I've ever heard that. No. What? What? Okay. No bueno. I, I guarantee you're 90% of your listeners know really? that song. Really? Well, it's not Halen. I, I'm going to ask J, J, JT. I'm sure he's it. <laughs> okay. Maybe not. Tits didn't like it. No. I know. Right out of the box. I liked like it. it. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. Did no, it, no. Did I like it. I just never heard of it. It does sound toolish. Like tool. A little bit. Yeah, little very, tool. Very, very tool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. I like it, though. Good job. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, bud. everybody, for listening to uh, the BTOsports.com Pulpomex Show. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We gave away our fly helmet. The answers are coming. They're pouring in, Tits. Yeah, they are, yeah. actually. Uh, fly formula helmet. We gave that away. We gave away two tickets to Thunder Valley. And now uh, our next guest, um, he just uh, he just won a Supercross title on the weekend, Berlude. Three in a row for him. Um, Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto. RV. What's going on, guys? Tony Berluti's in studio. I don't know if I told you that before. Or RV, not, how are you? Congratulations. All right, good. Yeah, thank you. You're a bad dude. Just because he beat your guy, Berlute. What? <laughs> I mean, you don't got to be all bitter. He beat all my guys. What do you He's beaten all guys? your guys ever? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but could he beat a, a Tommy Watts in 1988? Oh, I, well, he, he probably wasn't even born then, so I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Berluti's been a mechanic for over 20 years, RV, on the circuit. Can you imagine? Um, well, not really. I'm sure he's a better mechanic than you were, though. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Ryan Villapoto's appearance on the show here is brought to you by Atlas Brace, born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts. Innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. AtlasBrace.com. RV wears one. Weimer wears one. Evan Ferry wears one. What a... Um, what else can you, what else do you need? Really? Um, I don't know. Maybe put a little more like, um, you know, like emphasis on, on the Atlas. You know, you kind of seems like you're just rambling on. Like everybody says we do up on the podium. You're just like rambling <laughs> through the, the, the Atlas commercial. Right. Like, I called like, you out. At it, huh? man. Like really be pumped up with it. The <laughs> Atlas brace was born and fueled from a racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts. Tested by some of the top professional riders in the world. AtlasBrace.com, Filippoto, Weimer, Evan Ferry. Get it now. Maybe, maybe a little slower also, but yeah, you can move on now. <laughs> okay, thank you. Hey, um, uh, we're going to give away three braces this week. Atlas is. They're crazy. They've lost their mind down there. Um, what we're going to do, give away three braces this week. Uh, the Tyke, the Prodigy, or the original brace, depending on the size, uh, will fit you to the best one that, that works. Um, what you got to do. Is uh, you got to send Ryan at Ryan underscore Villapoto two and at Pulpamex a tweet that says I want an Atlas brace. I want an at Atlas brace. Hook me up. Some sort of form of I want an Atlas brace at Atlas brace. Hook me up at Ryan Villapoto. Ryan underscore Villapoto two and at Pulpamex hashtag Atlas Atlas three time contest. That's what you got to do. Send those tweets. Uh, send them in all week long as many times as you want. Andrews will be thrown into a hat, and we'll draw it out. And uh, if you're one of the three winners, RV, you're gonna set, you're gonna tweet these people yourself back. Uh, these random three people, three braces though, and and that's a high dollar neck brace. Yeah, you know that's no cheap thing we're giving away. It's like that. No, helmet. those are uh, those are very protective pieces of equipment too. Yeah, uh, they do their job well. And hey, listen, you wore another brand of brace. You chose to go with Atlas, so that, that I mean, it tells you all. You won a Supercross title that's with right. one. Yeah, you won a Supercross title that's with one. That's right. That's Atlas's first title. 
when that when that air fork was causing you to crash uh, early in the year, <laughs> you had no problems because you had an Atlas neck brace on. That's right. I saw it on TV. I just saw that on TV. I didn't know for sure if that happened. All right. Yeah. Um. Mm. Uh. So yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks to Atlas Brace for doing this, and um, I want an Atlas Brace at Atlas Brace. Hook me up at Ryan Villapoto two at, at Pulpamex hashtag Atlas three time contest. Do you need this tits for your? We're going to tweet it out to the instructions. But uh, anyways, RV, back to back to the interview here. Um, you you got this one. You earned this one, man. Uh, what a race in Salt Lake City. Those guys were on you. And um, let me ask you this. This is a theory I had for my observations column. I know you're a big reader of it. Uh, yes or no, the tracks in the second half of the series have gotten tougher. Yeah, I mean, they. I think they have. They got I think they were better tracks for racing. Um, but, yeah, I think, obviously, they started off with kind of smaller whoops and, and then kind of built up, and we definitely had some big whoops um, the last half of the, the season here. We had some, some really big ones, and this last weekend weren't necessarily huge whoops, but they were kind of a long set, and they, you know, not a whole lot of traction, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, they were tough, uh, you know, so. Um, but yeah, the tracks were they got a little tougher um, from from the beginning of the year. Do you think that was because of some of the rider criticism and and media criticism of them? Do you think they purposely did that? Do you think they re- reacted uh, I wouldn't to say it was that. I think okay. they had a plan. Yeah, you know, kind of ramp up. Right. It was a, you know, I wouldn't say that they, you know, listened to the riders or you know something like that. You mm-hmm. know, but I think that yeah, they had a plan. Start a little easier and then get tougher as the, as the year goes on. Right. Right. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call in if you have a question uh, for uh, three-time Supercross champion Ryan Villapoto. His sixth career title altogether. Um, I think your third all-time. Wardy's got seven. Of course, Carmichael's got 15. So you're moving up there, RV. Not that you care. Not that you care at all. But uh, uh, Yeah, I mean, it's good for right. sure. You just take it year by year. And that's it. Year by year, race by race. I mean, you know me like a book, man. <laughs> I know. Huh? Um, uh, yeah, so listen, I was doing some math today on your series. You're 27 points down after San Diego uh, when Millsaps won. And uh, that was after round uh, six. Uh, the 10 rounds since, you've averaged 24 points in the 10 rounds since. So basically, do you equate the, moving to the East Coast? Like, is it the dirt? We touched. We just talked about how the tracks got tougher. No, uh, I wouldn't say it's that. Okay. I'd say we made some good changes with the bike, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know that. But that was that was a lot of it. You know, we we started off just our, our coming into NIM one. We were we were off on our just you know normal suspension settings. Um, we got that under control, and then we made some changes with the bike. Um, and you know, that was, uh, much needed changes and, mm-hmm. and we're able to string off five wins in a row. Yeah. That was kind of the, definitely the turning point right there. For Ludi, you know that, you know that they were talking, he's talking about triple clamps, right? They made a triple clamp change. No, I heard that. Why before. didn't you change your triple clamps? Well, I should have. Then my denticle could have won. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I know. Why didn't you do triple clamps, Berlude? <laughs> I blew it. <laughs> I blew oh, it. Oh, man. <laughs> um, no, it, it is. It is. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything, I guess. Right? I mean, um, twenty-four points average. Um, that's almost a win. So, it's funny. Like we were talking the other day about how every year we say the Supercross series is wide open, and here you go. You got nine wins now. Uh, maybe it's not so wide open. Us morons in the in the media, you know. 
Where's it, where's that rank in your wins for for a series? All time? For no no oh. for Villapoto's. Might be I the, think that's my. I think yeah. that's either it's either one. I have one more than 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 my. Mm-hmm. I guess the most I've had, or it's tied. Yeah, I think it's one Not more. Sure. I think you won seven. Yeah, that's awesome. I think you won eight last year, and I want to say six or seven the year before. Yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yep. Um. Yeah. Definitely. I think uh, it's it's uh, something else, and uh, I guess out, how's next up though with for you guys? You never stop and breathe and relax, and so you got outdoors coming up. Uh, how's the testing going? Ah, uh, it's good. We'll be there. We'll be doing some testing tomorrow, and. And working on the bike and just getting it, you know, set up for uh, the best we can in a short amount of time and, and move on to outdoors. Um, you know, we start at Hangtown and, and, and then we'll we'll move from there. We'll kind of get a baseline of there, where we're at and, and what we need to work on. And then mm-hmm. and then I think we do, you know, we do a quite, quite a few rounds in a row. So right. um, we'll just try to, you know, be consistent and, and start off the season well. You actually have seven titles. I said six. I, I, I think it's actually. I think it's eight. Well, not not including. <laughs> I don't know your, not, what you're. Not I don't know what you're counting. I don't we, know what we don't what. count. We do not count the 125 or 250 supercross okay. titles. So you have seven. Okay. Uh, my bad. Okay. Call, a caller called in to uh, to remind me of that. Um, just once again, getting my facts incorrect. Um, Maybe hire in. a fact checker. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, and spell check for you. It's supposed to be Tiss's job, but clearly he's. I'm sorry, surprised you didn't jump all over his shit right away. I know. Um, well, hell, I don't. Hell, I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> you know, that's because you're humble. That's awesome. Um, hey, do you like uh, the whole? And Bluey, I'm going to ask you the same question. The whole uh, Paula Comp Edge, Glenn Helen, go out, test, get your bike. Everyone's out there. You know, everyone's timing Ryan Villapoto. Uh, and you know, if a quad gets in the way, or you know, a sea rider, uh, your lap time is mixed up. Like, do you like that? I, I can't imagine you do. I mean, it doesn't. I, it is what it is, you know. Like it, you can go and 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 go out and and have, blow everybody away, and then show up at a race and and you know get mm-hmm. get your get waxed. So um, I think you're there just to do your testing, and it really really doesn't matter. It is it is going to be the stopwatch nationals for sure. But yes, yes, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I mean, I think I won a couple races this year with barely making it onto the the board in practice, right. fifth, sixth passes, you know, so yep. it means nothing, it, it, you know, and you're out there riding public tracks with people, like you said, quads and, and people that are slow, so it makes it tough, you know, you're out there just trying to, just trying to test and get your stuff set up and then, yeah. and then move on. But it, it's not, yeah, it, what do you think, Berlut? I mean, do you like that part of it as a mechanic? I hated it because Jimmy Perry would be there with the stopwatch and then after we got back to the shop, that's just normal. That, but yeah, but that's just normal, and you have to do it because the teams are so close. You have all the resources are right here. You can make stuff happen right away. And yeah, and you know, even if you yeah, we can test in Florida, but you know, the shop isn't close. It's not like you know if we right. run out of something or need this or need that or whatever. It's not like you can just get it. Well, what in, in your defense, Steve? I agree with you. Your team managers, they, they it's like they base the. Everything on that. Well, you know, we used to like and make it, make that's bike the part. I don't like. We would make decisions on the bike setup, triple clamps, front tires, rim sizes, on a Glen Helen yeah. lap time, and I'm like, what? Ooh, you know, like that's good. Like, who cares, Jimmy? I used to be like, I don't, uh, I don't know what happened to Red Dog. 
you know, on lap four at Glen Helen yesterday. I don't know, and that doesn't mean that our triple clamp change is no good. You know what I mean? I, I agree. I, I it know just used to be going. like, oh, what are we doing? You know? And 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 every, and every yeah, I mean, even you were out um, last week, right, at Comp Edge. Did you go? Yeah, I was there. Oh, I got yeah, full, I was I got, there. I got full reports from like two different people. Oh, he's doing this. James was doing this. This guy was doing that. Seen Cirillo was doing this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, and I'm just like, great. You know, like, <laughs> it's just it's so silly. But I guess you got to you know, do it. What's great is the rider. The rider. The rider knows if you got a good rider that knows how to test and obviously experience. Like Ryan's got plenty of experience. You know, you don't feed into all that. You know. You, you, yeah. He's, what was what? What was your report, Matt? What did you get? Was it good? Was it bad? No, it was good. Yeah, my report was that when you were at Comp Edge, you were uh, the fastest guy. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the report I got, uh, you know, the other day from about seeing Cirillo was that he was just a slight tick off of the rest of the guys. Uh, I got a report that James didn't look that good. I got a, I got a report that. Uh, um, was it Barsha maybe was flying or Canard? Was somebody out there, one of the Honda guys? No, they weren't out there. You don't know nothing. So wow. facts are wrong. No, <laughs> no. Well, maybe they weren't at the time that you were there. I'm just saying I had different reports on different days. Oh. And I'm just uh, – I mean, I don't put a right. lot of stock in them. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Anyway, so are you changing much to your to your bike? No. I mean, no. We're getting, we're getting the show of stuff set up. Um. And that's, you know, that's really it. We're just trying to get that stuff working, working well. And, mm-hmm. and then, and then we'll, we'll move on. You know, it's not, it's not like we want reinventing the wheel. Um, right. I seen a, I seen a post from Ricky says reinventing the wheel <laughs> out there, at, out there at milestone. Who said that? I think at Ricky, you did a tweet or something. Said oh, reinventing yeah, yeah. the wheel, joking. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I always find too, like the, the team guys, like your suspension guy and your motor guy and the mechanic, they all want to like make the difference or be the, the the guy that looks super smart. Sometimes you just need to leave the bike alone. Berlu? Yeah, I, I'm. You know, you definitely ain't. You're not reinventing the wheel for sure. No, you're not. You're not. And maybe some of us, uh, uh, you know, take too much um, take too much stock in that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan, now that you've uh, Obviously, done very well with Supercross. I mean, what do you still love doing outdoors? I mean, I think myself, most people probably consider you an outdoor rider. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I enjoy both, and I, I get, I get tired of both, you know. So like, we're, I'm, I'm over, I'm over Supercross now, you know. That we're to the end of it, and I'm, I'm ready to move to outdoors. And then by the time you're, you know, over outdoors, you're ready to move to Supercross. It's, an, you know, it's a, it's a never ending you know, thing that we just yeah. keep going from season to season to season. There might as well just be one long season. Well, yeah. I, I uh, understand that, but do you love outdoors compared to Supercross, or would you prefer Supercross if you were to cho- choose? Yeah, it's a hard question because, like you said, I I do well outdoors. and Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got to be a man to race outdoors. I mean, it's hot and, and, oh, it's, and rough and, and long motos and things like that, but I, I enjoy it. I I think it's easier to do outdoors than it necessarily is Supercross, and I think it's a little easier for me um, to do outdoors uh-huh. um, than Supercross, yeah. Uh, question here. Uh, Chris, what's up, man? You've been on hold the longest. Uh, what's your question yes, for, for uh, Ryan Villapoto? 
Yeah, um, Ryan, um, you know, I've watched you um, at Millville, Ben Townley, and Pro Circuit days and battled. You swapped wins. Um, and the aggression that the two of you showed was just phenomenal. Great racing. And currently, you know, Supercross, you're, you're killing it. Um, and, then, you know, I don't know where you stand on this little writer's union thing, um, whether it's a good idea, bad idea, or or you're really not concerned about it. But, I mean, I guess I kind of know where the top five guys would probably fall in that. But is there anything you would add or you know, want to offer up? Like what would he change? What would he change? Well, would you, would you, would you think the union, writers' union is a good idea for everyone or a bad idea for everyone or a good idea for some? No, I, mean, I think they're, I think they're, number one, number one, there, there needs to be a writers' union. Um, but there is not one. And to get us all into one room and sort this thing out and, and, and do all that, it's, pretty hard to do yeah um, we've talked about it and and hey let's let's all meet up after vegas let's get this writer's union thing <laughs> sorted out and we all meet there and we sit there and twiddle our thumbs right so you know it needs to happen we need to have something because you know it, it there's problems okay. that need to be fixed and you know things like that but yeah. will it ever happen i'm i'm, I'm on the well, i can tell it, you right I can tell you right now it's not going to happen when I'm racing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uninformed, but is there another racing sport that does have a union? I, I just thought, did anybody know? Mm, NASCAR guys do not. I know that because they've talked about it. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, I don't so know. It's, it's on the back burner and people yeah. are just percolating and it's going to gain some speed sooner or later. Huh? Yeah, maybe. Thanks, Chris. All right, man, thanks. Uh, I like your answer, RV. You're right, and you nailed it. I think. Yep. All right, guys, let's do it. All right, cool. And crickets, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Um, hey, biggest uh, biggest surprise this year in Supercross for you, Davey Millsaps? Ah, uh, well, the the surprise from Davey was was his consistency. I mean, he's mm-hmm. always been consistent, but never consistently like the second place guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then surprisingly was, was his fitness. Um, right. it's not that he wasn't fit, but I don't think he's, you know, like, I, I think everybody can agree. He's, hey, he, yep. he's never been this fit. So, um, yeah, that, 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 I'd say that was my biggest surprise. All right. Uh, most, uh, outdoor national you're looking forward to the most. Um, I don't know. It depends on how much rain they've had and how well <laughs> yeah, they've right, right, things right. like that. But right. Glenn Helen was always a fun one. Holy shit. We're not going to Glen Helen's. You can't say you're looking forward to it. You love that place, huh? That place is a shit. Yeah, I, I've always That's done good. That's a man's there, so. track there. Let me get that, JT. That is. That let is me get JT on the line. He'll track. tell us how oh, it's a shithole. I, I'm, I'm, I, it's it's not, but it, that is a motocross track, though. Those hills. I, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I the riders I've worked with were telling me those downhills. They were scared. Every lap, they come around, they go, oh, fuck, here, i got to go down this downhill again. I raced them at the World Vets. They ran the full track at the World Vets. Two you raced on it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy because you go up some of those hills, and, I mean, I can't even think of it. I don't even know how, like, you know, a dozer gets up them to, yeah, to right? like, make the track yeah. go there. I mean, it's, it's pretty unreal, like, how steep they are and things like that. So, yeah, it's, but it's fun. It, it, it's not a good place to, like, like go there and, and ride on Thursday, really. I mean, unless it rains. Yeah, but 
on the national when they when they work it and they don't make it obviously way too muddy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It it is a, it tracks unreal. Um, unreal like you like it or unreal gnarly? No, like I like it. Like oh. I like like I said, I've always done good there, so you know it's one thing for me to say that, but no, I I do like it. It's a fun place. Wow. Uh, all right. Well, hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Ryan Villapoto. Congratulations on your Supercross title. Uh, I hope you guys are testing some new technology because I know another guy who is. <laughs> and um, so I, hope, I don't know you should. <laughs> you should uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, I can't, we can't <laughs> wait to see what it is. Um, uh, but good luck with everything. Uh, Vegas is coming up. I know um, maybe you can add another win, get a 10. Get 10 in a season. That would be a nice uh, round number. Um, you're climbing up. Yeah. You're climbing up the Racer X greatest yeah, supercross list too. So, um, yeah, maybe I can make it in there to like a good level on the Racer X standards. <laughs> <laughs> They're at 19 now or 20, 19 tomorrow in outdoors. Yeah, but yeah. RV was uh, not happy with his supercross ranking. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks to Atlas for giving away. I'm going to give the rules out again. And RV, let's work on this contest and uh, see you this weekend, man. All right, see you guys. Thank good you guys. job, Ryan. All right, thank you. That's uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki's Ryan Villapoto, three-time. Supercross champion and uh, Atlas Brace giveaway. Uh, Didn't you cut him off early? I want to hear more. About uh, you know what? Ryan. He could only go. He, he told me before I can. Oh, he's, only he's got, limited. He's only at twenty minutes or whatever. And yeah, I said, oh, he's we'll, an important guy, man." We'll, I said, "We'll take you." I guess so. We'll yeah. take you wherever we can because you just That's clinched cool. the title. And I got he hasn't you. been on in a I while. So, um, yeah, sorry for all those guys on hold too. Um, couldn't get you. Um, the Atlas contest tits. Can yeah. you tell us what you need to do again? Yes, because I. You lost gave, my copy. You gave me the copy. Right. Yeah. Uh, what you need to do, send in a tweet that says, I want an at, at Atlas Brace. Hook me up at Ryan Villapoto 2 and at Pulp MX. Hashtag Atlas three-time contest. Hashtag RV1. Um, you can actually look for that text from the show account. I put that out on the Twitter. So you can actually just copy it. Enter, you, as, enter as many times as you want. They're going to do it all week long. It'll be a random drawing at the end of the week. Hey, if you don't win this brace, one of these braces, uh, Atlas is going to um, give 20% off for, for Pulp Mech Show listeners. So um, It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty cool, and uh, that'll be up on our sponsor deals real soon. So uh, Thanks to RV for coming on. And uh, All right, so, yeah, Berlute. Hey, is there, uh, in regards to testing, um, do you have, and this may be a stupid question. Probably is. Okay, thanks, Tins. Um, when, mm-hmm. As far as bike setup, yeah. do you have a philosophy that you believe in yourself, like bike setup-wise? When, when a rider says, I want to do this, do you cringe and go, mm, I've never seen that? I mean, you've been doing it 100 years, Berlute. Is Is there something you're like, that doesn't work? I know it doesn't work for a bike. I know you may think it's good, but is there something about that, like that, that, you come yeah, to mind? for sure. Okay, There's, well. Well, when you talk about triple clamps and offsets yeah, and okay. stuff like that, you know. I mean, stability outdoors, you would think, at higher speeds and stuff like that mm-hmm. are more important, you know. So you would think that you would uh, go to, a, you know, rake it out a little bit, get it, get a little bit wider or longer wheelbase. Right, right. But so you, you don't like going in on it, like, you know. What do you mean? Like, like well, I mean, if a, guy, if a guy in. says, yeah, let's, let's tighten this wheelbase up outdoors. yeah. yeah. Typically, you're like, well, are you kidding me? No, right. you just don't do that. Is that is that is that what you're yeah, getting yeah, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, what happened to changing um, the rake? They, nobody does that anymore. You go offsets now. Oh no, 
What, what, remember the no, days of, of of offset bearings and no. <laughs> Oh, they're still here. Oh yeah. Oh okay. They've got they've gotten even crazier. They have. Well, a lot of teams I talked to. A lot of teams with Roger and okay. stuff. We if you saw the menu of races. Oh had, yeah. Oh, it was stupid. A lot of teams I talked to just go offset. They're, the races stay the same, and you just move. You know the the, the position of this of the. I, I would I would stand. I would prefer that. Right. But um, know, okay. the the biggest reason I why I talked to Honda guys, I talked to Cali guys, I talked to Yamaha guys. Well, yeah, I mean, the biggest reason why is anytime you change the race itself, yeah. you no longer have a seal. Right. It's not centered. So, yeah. you know, um, and fortunately, we take our bikes apart every week. Yeah. But, but uh, still, it just spooks me to get water in there and stuff because there, there is, there's no way to ca- to totally seal it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, we used to have yeah. special caps made. And, you know, we'd, we'd have O-rings from um, uh, mufflers. From pipes, exhaust pipes. Yeah. We'd have O-rings from exhaust pipes that would fit perfectly yeah. around the bearing, and we'd have to run that, you know, to seal it a little bit. Well, if you so. if you have, like, um, uh, like offset races that go yeah. farther yeah. forward, yeah. it's pretty much impossible to make yeah, a yeah. seal. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, you, no. you, you try the best we could with, like, a, yeah, with exactly. an, a muffler. But, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, with it, no, I, I don't know about the other teams that you talked yeah, about, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you're still doing even, that stuff. Even yeah. us, uh, us at, um, at our team, we we have options to do all of the different stuff. Right, right, right. Okay, um, JT, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Let me give you an, uh, a testing hint, Berluti. Yeah, twenty inch front tire. <laughs> People welcome. loved it for a while. They did. I had one on my bike. <laughs> yeah, I got one. It was good. It did help. It did help, but I think what they figured out was putting 90 sidewalls to the same thing. Right, right, you know? exactly. Yep. But for, I had a 20 on my bike. I was un, on my two-stroke back in. I was blown away. I'm like, oh, my Your God. Your personal bike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Well, then Suzuki or Honda sold it as an option, right? Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah they did, yeah. Um, so what, how come if you, you and JT both said it's so great, how, how come it went away? Just be. I just told with, you. Just going with a ninety and seven eighty. Go into a ninety. Yeah. Okay. Pay attention, Berlut. No, but how about a ninety? How about a ninety on a twenty? I don't know. You just blew my mind, Berlut. Why? You just blew my <laughs> mind. Why? I don't know. I don't think we ever did that. Tits, does your bike have a ninety on a twenty? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. Bevo. Yeah. Thanks to Ryan Villapoto for coming on the show. Thanks to Atlas Braces, by the way. Dude, we're giving away three braces, JT, and a helmet. All by the way. And, and significance of his three titles. By the way, a lot of wrong answers for your question. That's, that was the idea. I know. Maybe it's not that. Yeah, maybe it's uh, pretty tough. You said it was too tough. What do you mean, maybe it was too tough? Yeah, maybe it was too tough. Oh, you sounded shocked by that. Maybe it was too tough. No, I think it's good. Okay, Gotta well, make them work for it. You ask like really easy stuff. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. You're right. But you you see emails and tweets we get. Yeah, um, I know. Right. I just wanted to make something difficult. It's all right. We don't have to do it every time. Right. Um. All right, uh, Stephen. What's up, man? Thanks for listening. Yeah, I had a question. Um, I was kind of going back to what you guys were talking about earlier. Uh, the the guy asked about the uh, why they don't have six laps in the 250 LCQ. I was wondering why they cut. Uh, where they used to have four riders come out to the main, and they had 22 riders. Um, you know, the, there's you know they kind of say like the lights is supposed to be kind of a learning class. Well, you'd think the better chance they had to get into the main, the more they could learn and stuff like that. So. Stephen, Stephen, I asked three or four people when they made this decision on why they made this decision because it, if you're some janky team 
and you get in the main, that means a lot. Uh, even if you don't score points, that means something. Um, you get extra, a little bit of bonus money. The gates are there. Um, why not do it? Why did it go away? I asked three or four people. Never got an answer from anybody. No one seems to know why they got rid of those two spots. I don't like it. Why, what was the big deal? It was great. Why, who, who cares? Um, you know, you didn't score any points or whatever. Like, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't, think it just got confusing. Because what, of the what points thing. What got confusing? Thing. No, the points thing. Because people are wondering, oh, you got 20 seconds, you didn't get any points. Or... In a championship situation where a guy's a top guy and let's say he has a, not a DNF or he falls or whatever and gets out of the top 20, he gets zero points. Well, so what? Well, I'm, I'm no, I agree with you. Okay. I, I completely right. feel that two more people out there and like like uh, the gentleman on the, on the line says, Steven, you know, yeah. Steve on the line no, says. Steven. Steven. Oh, my bad. I'm Steve. Okay. Yeah. You're Stevie. No, I'm not. Tits, you're not. To anyway, so no, Stevie. he's got a good point. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. Not to give a, the guys no experience more. of riding, but uh, I'm just saying. I'm just. JT, do you have an opinion? What happened? I think they were what? just trying to make it a little bit more uniform. So people that were watching are like, why is there 22 in this class and 20 right. in that one? Why do they take more out of this one? And that? I think they were just trying to make yeah, it all exactly. kind of the same. Yeah, it's confusing a little bit to yeah. the fan. That's already confusing enough with heats and LCQs and this race counts for points and that one doesn't and all kinds of stuff. I was trying to tell someone who'd never been to a Supercross, and I, I never realized how confusing it was until I did that. And it's just like, well, this race, the first like five or six races that you see tonight don't mean anything. Right. And then the last two are going to actually count. The rest of them are just whatever. Like, they're qualifiers, and they're like, well, you know, what do they do that for? And all, it's, just, it's, it's pretty confusing if you've never watched it. So The cool thing about opening ceremonies is how they do Dahlgren, do, it, she you know, talks about the flags and stuff, and they kind of explain it though this year. I kind of yeah, like it, that. it does. If, if the stadiums where there's a good sound system, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, for sure, that was a good addition. Yeah, for sure. All right, thanks, Steve. Steve probably didn't even know that addition. Did you know oh, that thanks. addition? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, where they have the little thing beforehand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know what you were doing at that time. Uh, I mean, I didn't. I think I was usually making coffee in somebody's truck. Yes, exactly. All right, uh, he left. Uh, Mike has a question to uh, JT. Hi, good day, everybody. Um, just listening to the show and, and earlier tonight, um, Ezra Lusk made a point about um, Davey um, not gelling with the Yamaha and then getting on the Suzuki, and, and we all know what he was capable of doing this year on that Suzuki. My, my, my question to JT is, um, uh, knowing Chad Reed um, like you do, is, is Chad Reed winning races on his 2012 bike? Um, if he was out there racing his 2012 bike this year? Oh, good um, question. Really good First question. question. Let's put JT on the spot. First <laughs> question, return. Are you from Canada? <laughs> You're not going to answer my question. <laughs> no, I am. I am. <laughs> Are you yeah, Canadian? I'm from Canada. Yes. Okay, I just wanted to test my accent. And then uh, I didn't get that. I am Canadian. I, did, I am Canadian. I did not pick up on that. Good job, JT. Yep. Okay. Um, you know what? I think that he probably would have done better on his 2012 than he did this year, yes. I think that any time that a new bike comes out, there's always a learning curve on it, unless it's just head and shoulders better, which rarely happens. Uh, and I think you've seen that kind of across the board at times from guys. I think in certain tracks the bike works well, and then other times you see kind of struggles from everyone. Um, 
So, so yeah, with, I, I with, think uh, I think maybe the the twelve they had sorted out and they knew exactly what to do settings wise and on you know every condition by that point. And the thirteen, they're they're learning. You know, I think when that bike is at the end of its four year rotation or however they're doing it, it probably will will be better than the twelve was, but. It just seems like it takes time. The same with the 09. By the end of the four years in 2012, that bike was really, really good. So do I think in 2015 or 16, I think that bike will probably be really, really good. So it's kind of how it works. Let me ask you this question. Is it it Honda that's saying, like, if if Chad Reed will know that, that, you know, and that he's better off on the 2012 bike, why doesn't he race that 2012 bike? Oh, because it's a marketing disaster. Uh, you can't but, you can't go backwards because they're trying they're doing everything they can to sell 2013 motorcycles and that's a really tough proposition in this economy anyway so you're basically going to publicize that the the new bike is worse than the old bike they're they're never going to let that happen if you uh if you listen mike uh, whenever a, a manufacturer a lot of times when a manufacturer is coming out with an all new bike it'll be a late release because they want to clear their warehouses of their old model um, so they don't come out in July and say, hey, look at this all-new bike, because the sales would stop immediately on the old ones. You know? I, I, get, I get that, but, but it, has, it has happened in the past where um, a certain racer has decided to run an older frame on his bike because he preferred the bike. Yeah, but you don't know that. Nobody knows that. Well, why would anybody have to know it? I mean, because it's, you know, it's clearly obvious on the bike. Yeah, yeah, the 2013 and the 2012 Honda are. Yeah, yeah you, they're very different looking. You'll be able to spot that. Even Berluti could. If spot you could that. hide it, I, you could hide if it. If you could hide it, no. If you could hide it and no one would know, then it's possible. Yeah. But you can't hide it on that bike. They're very different looking. Yeah, Mike, where are you from? Manitoba, West Coast. Oh. West Coast, Victoria. Oh, Victoria. Oh. Close to the border. That's probably where that uh, Canadian accent I, there. I spent oh. a year of my life in Victoria. <laughs> very, very nice. Very beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, no doubt. But I, I don't know. I just watched, <laughs> I watched it all year, and, and uh, you know, it's, just, it's frustrating when you're a fan, and you, and you know damn well that a racer's better on a certain bike, and you're, and you're watching it, and it's just like, you know, this is a disaster. And, <laughs> and, you know, Davey on the Yamaha, and, and, you know, Stewart's got his setup all screwed up on the Suzuki, and you just watch these racers, and it's like, like what's going on over there, you know? Imagine um, if you're the rider or on the team. <laughs> Mike, I thought, Mike, I thought the same thing when I watched my hero, Jason Thomas, on an 09 CRF 250, try to ride the 250 class. I watched. I thought the same stuff in the stands. I'm like, what <laughs> well, is this guy doing? This isn't working. In my defense, I'd only ridden like three weeks before I raced from sitting out for four and a half months. You're saying so. you crushed a lot of fans. We didn't know that in the stands. Well, I'm sorry. Well, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just something that, you know, all year it's been bugging me. Like you watch, you watch Millsaps and he is just ripping on that Suzuki. And um, it's, like, it's like he was meant, like certain riders, like who would, who would be jumping ship to different brands, if if it wasn't the contract with the with the brand, and much in the way that Rockstar is, it or Moto Concepts, how you can choose your own bike um, to race. Who? What's everybody racing? Hmm. I, don't, I don't understand the question. Well, okay, you take you take the the salaries away. Like if if uh, Villapoto is oh, not everyone, making, you can't though. You can't everyone, take the salaries away. Everyone could choose. You're saying. Yeah, well, yeah, you're saying now, now it's a monster team. 
it's not a monster Kawasaki team, and now it's a rock star team and not a rock star Suzuki team. It's, if it's a monster team, a rock star team, a Moto Concepts team, there's not a, a, a manufacturer um, behind there. What's everybody racing? Everybody, I think everybody racing is racing a different bike. Um, but the, the factory bikes are much, much better than what you can go buy. They are. Does, right. who, who jumps ship to different bikes because they're unhappy with the bike is what I'm getting at, if that makes any sense. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think most guys are pretty happy. Uh, I would say the, the majority of guys are pretty happy because they all test ride the bikes before they sign up. The only time that you see guys unhappy are guys that are in their current contracts and then they bring out a new bike during that contract, then they don't really have a say in it. But all of the top guys, before they're signing any contract, will test the bike. It's pretty so that standard. Ha- that's what happened to Reed. Would Reed still be with Honda if he had to ride that 13, knowing that he had to ride that 13? Uh, it's hard to say. It depends on what his options were. I mean, I, I, it, he's not going to go to Cowie. I don't. Think that Suzuki has the the money to, or we you know they're doing RCH and James and all this stuff. I don't really think they were in the running for him. Obviously, Yamaha has been pursuing him this year. I don't know if that was the case last year. Uh, KTM tied up with Dungey. I, I don't, you know what I mean. You can't for him to just jump ship. There has to be the right situation. He can't just say, okay, I'm going here. There's a lot more factors to it. But isn't it about isn't it about winning? Like, he, if he has his own team, he says, "Hey, listen, you know, um, the Suzuki. You know, he won a championship on the Suzuki. It's like, well, why is he not? Because the, the bike he's going to go build I mean, a Suzuki. Yeah. He's going to go build is not going to be as good as a factory Honda. And Suzuki won't give him you know the right. good stuff because they're committed to RCH and 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 James Stewart. So, like, um, even if the Honda's not that great, that Honda is better than the, a Suzuki. He's just going to go pay to build. Um, I, I may or may not have ridden the Pro Circuit Honda and the Honda he right. got after that, and it's a big difference. Um, thanks, Mike. You may or may not have. Uh, thanks, for, Frank, yes. for calling in. Um, say hi to a, a fireman named Ron if you see him. And uh, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, will, uh, I, know, I know who you're talking about. Enjoy, um, Victoria. I don't have to crack in a long time, but. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll call him out right now. He should head out to the track. But yeah, he hates motocross now. He likes go karting. He's he's stupid like that. All right. I see. Thanks, cool. Mike. Thanks. See ya, uh, Wade. What's up, man? I'll uh, just uh, kind of a follow up on Dom's call. I'm I'm trying to figure out now that he was talking about how in the heck I have to pay fifty bucks for my kid to race Supercross when they're making all that money. That makes Fif- no sense. They should pay me bucks. to come. Where's the show? You have to pay fifty bucks. I want to pay fifty bucks. You pay fifty bucks to, for your yeah. kid to race. It's sign up fee for Supercross. It's, I mean, it's not fifty bucks. Way more than that, bud. It's two fifty. Yeah, no, for well, yeah, I guess you're right. Two fifty. Well, it's one fifty a moto or a, a race, and then no, whatever the license is two hundred on and nope. on and on. Why are we paying that? <laughs> no sense. Nope. <laughs> it's. It's uh, over 200 bucks to sign up, and the license is definitely not 200 bucks. Uh, I want to say your, it's for your credentials. Is, like 400 bucks. Yeah, I think it's four, 425 or 450. Yeah, and then it's one. Isn't it 195 for to race? No, it's or over 200. Yeah. Well, I went, from, went from 50 to 195. Why are we paying that? That makes no sense. Good. Good. 
Good yeah, point. I don't, That's yep. not, we, I don't have a reason to give you on that one. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> if, we don't up, if we don't show up, they don't have a show. Absolutely. That's right. You know, and these kids are getting hurt. Unfortunately, that's, that's what I went with this year. I'm not showing up. <laughs> and they're still racing. They're still, they're still racing. I'm the only one that took a stand. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just bailed on me. <laughs> you were such a trailblazer, yeah. JT. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something. I don't know how Davies, I don't know how they've gotten to this point, but well, I think my, uh, Don had a good idea with the Riders Union. Wade, Somebody needs to put something together to where they have a fallback, you know? Well, what, it's not a new idea. Yep. And that's wait, for sure. Wait, every, every weekend there's more riders than they need fighting and scratching and clawing to make the night show. So, yep, and kids move up every year. No one is. No, that, 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 that is, that's true for like the first three, but as you keep going, nope. I mean, it, nope. it, it definitely, we've been to shows. Arizona didn't have enough to fill the 450 class. I mean, it, it definitely changes towards the end of the end of the program. You know, we I, there uh, four last year. There was four races that didn't fill for the. There wasn't uh, enough for the 450. Well, for the entire night. Show. The, the main problem is you're never going to talk Villapoto and Dungeon these guys into sacrificing the five or six or four or whatever million dollars they're making. For it, right? And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Why would you? You know, yeah. If you put the numbers down, though, say the privateer kids, all the privateer kids, if you paid their entries or just didn't charge them, what is that? Ten grand? What does that add up to? It's not a lot compared to what they're taking in for the fans. Well, know? I mean, hey, you know what? You're welcome to. Try we all agree to, with yeah, you. We're all we're we're good, Wade. We're we're good. I just don't, you know. Yeah. We're, we'll. So Sorry. what do you think? So what do you think the chances are of making something like that happen if you started a union? Not good. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Trust me, I've been. You know, that's all I've ever done my whole life. I, yeah, I, me too. I mean, it, my my livelihood was based on the arguments you're making. I I'm right there with you, but being realistic about it, I just don't. I don't see it happening. I just don't. We got to run, Wade. Why? Thanks, Why man. do you Thank think you. that is? As Protect. No, but because no one, no one that has the power to do it is willing to give up everything for it. Like why, you know, I wouldn't do it if I was in their shoes. No way. This is all they've ever worked for. Why would you give up five million dollars a year on a principle? There's just no way. We need Not going to happen. When you're making that kind of money, you can't go against the grain. It just exactly. Work. That's, that's you know. Yep. Those are the guys that have the power. So the guys with the power that are capable are in a position where they're never going to do it. So until those guys are making nothing, if the economy went to zero and those guys made nothing and they were finally feeling the hurt of it, then you might have a then you might have a chance. Right. I own a track out in Reno, Nevada. I'm going to start there. All right. Fantastic. Thanks, Wade. <laughs> all right. Thanks. Lots of union talk tonight, man. Hey, what 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 all of a sudden? Radio. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Huh. All right, love this guy right here. Let's do. Let's do. Uh, I was going to do some emails instead. Um, we got my lovely and beautiful wife in studio. Oh. Hello, hello. Uh, tits versus tits trivia contest. Sorry, tits versus pinky. <laughs> I like it. Tits, are you ready for this? You rebounded last week with a win, and uh, we were going to trash this contest, but uh, because of your victory, um, tits, you are going to. Um, we're gonna keep you in the game. Thank, thank here, you. Sorry, Pookie. Pookie, Pookie here. Pookie. I got it. I Pookie. got it right I here. Got it. Okay. All right. These are questions are courtesy of a Brad Gephardt. Um, Moser, our friend Moser, sent some in. Maybe we'll go to those ones. Um, 
if we have to for a tie break, but I'll go for these ones for now. Moser will be pissed, but this is what we're going to do. All right. Best out of five. First one to three wins. All right. You ready? Pookie? Tits? Sure. Yeah. JT, I know you love this game. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite segment. Okay. <laughs> I'm on record. Name the two riders that started out at Anaheim 1 this year that started out on the Velocity 3 team. Two riders. They started on Velocity 3 at Anaheim 1. And stop. All right, okay. So two riders, Velocity 3 team tits. Who do you got? You're shaking your head. You're shaking your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I only came up with Chisholm. Just, just Kyle Chisholm, just which Chis. is correct. He's the only one that matters. Which is correct. Uh, Pookie, you have Chisholm, Chisholm and Canary. Canary. Very good. Congratulations. Yes. I thought it was Canary. They were the only two. They were the only two. Yeah. All right. Tits is. I love Tits. As the countdown goes, he starts shaking his head more and more. Yep. All right. Okay. Um, next question for you. Which brand of gear did James Stewart start this year? What's the brand of gear that James Stewart started? Gear company. That's way too easy. Okay. 6.2. 7MX. 7. All right. Okay. Next question. What kind of exhaust do you find on Davey Millsaps' bike? Davey Millsaps, Rockstar Racing. What kind of exhaust does he use? Nobody knows that. Time. All right. What do we got? Pookie? FMF, very good. FMF. It's very good. Oh, FMF. You guys both knew. You said nobody knows the that you got it right. I know. Yeah, that's awesome. That, oh, you totally got it. I knew that. You knew she that. Yes, but in the end, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're losing. Come I'm on. Still, I'm still. Come losing. on, bud. Yes. Do this. Um, I got you. That's it. Pookie wins. It's, it's best out of five. five. You have to was, do all five. Yeah, you said four to misses, three, but that's that was not right. four questions. If I got the next two You've wrong. You've never got that I've right. Never right. I've never got it right. I've ne- Matt's not good. I'm not good at math. Why is there always a big controversy over when the game's over? Every week. I don't week. know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. 20, Steve's got his downfalls. 20. Uh, now, if she gets this one right, then you can't she wins win. Right. No you cannot what. win. Right. Um, all right. Do we need Diana Dahlgren to go over the rules before this game or something? Name. The only Yamaha rider that has made every main event this year. One rider has made every main event on a Yamaha. Uh, we're, we're 16 rounds into the series. Pookie's not even looking at her paper. So, boom. There we go. Uh, time I up. got it. Time up. She, hey, hey, hey. Ooh, I, I don't, had I don't it. know if that's right. No, you didn't. Yes, I don't know. I, I don't know if mine's right, but I'm saying hers is way after the yeah. buzzer. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Yes, nope, it was. You're done. Justin don't, Braden. Don't yell at Pookie. Justin Braden. I got it. JB, Justin Braden y'all. is correct. It's tied up. This is final question. Oh, you're killing me. Pookie. I got it. Pookie. The I didn't time hear the, was I didn't, nobody told I didn't me hear anybody yell pin it down. Yes. I didn't hear the buzzer. No, Pookie, but don't you dare. Oh, stop you're it. You're better than that. Oh, all right? Please. You're better than to cheat. <laughs> you don't need this. Cheating? Is that yes, really cheating? That's exactly what it was. I, okay. He oh, says wow. These guys time and then you write something down. Mm-hmm. This is uh, you're better why that. this game needs to stop. Do you guys get a car at the end of the season? Or right? I know. Blows are going to be exchanged at some point. Pride. Uh, I wish I could get JT's opinion on which question should be next because <laughs> this is very key. Uh, they won't get that one, and they won't get – let's go to Moser's questions. Hold on here. Um, get Berluti's opinion. The guy's a moto genius. All right, okay. Um, hey, don't give the answer when you read it, all right? Which question? Berluti doesn't think I know anything. Which question do you think I should ask? Look at those ones. Oh. 
<laughs> Whatever it is, nobody talk he's or nobody carry. That's what I was doing. I'm just gonna keep saying he's looking. Yeah, go ahead, he's Peter. Looking. Pulpamex show Still brought to you looking. by Pulpamex <laughs> show. Com. He doesn't know. You know what? I know which one. Go for it. All right. All right. I got one here. There's the one loaded question. Bring so it. Um, hold ones. on one second. This is so important. I got to make sure I have the right answer. What? Who do you want to win? <laughs> Who do you want to win, Steve? Your wife, so that you uh, might, well, truthfully, might get, you might be cozy tonight. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep Pookie happy. Yeah, come on, Steve. <laughs> truthfully speaking, come on. What are you? I picked tits to win this what, for two, two weeks in a row. Uh, okay, all right. Here we go. Last question. Or well, it depends on what happens. I need either one of you guys to name me three. Riders, <laughs> I, I always buckle whenever you make me do more than a couple. But go ahead, three, or more than one for that. Three matter. riders that have won races 250 East Coast this year. Three riders who've won races on the 250 East Coast series. I think there's only been three. Yep. Yeah, there is, it has only been three. So uh, name the three winners this year. Up, uh, oh, boom. There we go. All right. What do we got? Um, Marvin, Will Hahn, and Dean Wilson. Yeah, that's what I got. Wow, you guys are good. Oh, okay. Well, there's, there's, uh, there's, that's no, there's actually, another one. There's been four. You there's four. That? There's actually what, four. You, you no, 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 you're good. Okay. You're good. You're you're good. You're right. you Blake, right. Blake yeah. Wharton was the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. We're wrong. That we did not you're say. Right. Um, all right, going to extra time. Whoa. Overtime. All right, overtime. Um, by the way, I almost choked on Dino. I couldn't come up with this. You guys are impressive. <laughs> you almost choked on Dino? Yeah, exactly. Gross. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what a lot of girls have said. Um, and you're Mormon over there, dude? Yeah. Uh, you scare me. The whole dungeon. Uh, strange, yeah. right? The whole dungeon thing about uh, creaming he, in your he pants. He just wrote on someone's Instagram to do cock push-ups. Radio. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. Tits, tits. It's for LMNOP. He's trying to get in shape. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's just wrong. <laughs> this one's up. this one's tough. This one's tough. But I'm running out of questions. Um, which ex-brand athlete has amassed the most points in the 250 West series? 250 West, babe. I'm up here every week building building the goggles. Sometimes I'm cursing their their names. Uh, which this rider? Year? Yeah, this year. No, uh, ninety-eight. Yes, this year. <laughs> well, you said X Games. X brand. You said which X, X Games. Games. Uh, he said X brand. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's that's more than enough okay, time. Who do we mind. got? What do we got? Oh, I didn't. Jay I don't Canada. Know what the question was. That no. is wrong. Crap. Yes. That is wrong. Also, Polatelli. Jay Canada is having a terrible oh, series. Yeah, no. He's the only. What happened to Polatelli this weekend? He's the only name he even came up with. Uh, fell down and then something happened was break. I think it's rear break or something. So, okay, sounds like a reedy problem. So you got another question? That's my or is guy. That a push. Yeah. What's that? So you that's got my guy. Question we, or is that a push? We go till there's a winner. No, we go till there's a winner. Right, I got right. some more questions. We go here. till I win. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to Ryan Sipes here uh, shortly. Um, okay. Um, is he West Coast or is he in uh, Kentucky? No, he's in he's in California. Oh, okay, good. All right. How's this one? In he's 19- putting his push button moose, moose in his tire. In nineteen ninety, here working on this two-stroke. <laughs> okay, I hope you go guys ahead, get go this. Ahead. Uh, in nineteen ninety-seven, the great Tim Ferry won the one twenty-five Supercross t- Championship. Mm. And uh, how many races did he win that season? How many races did he win 
1997 when he uh, won his one and only title, uh, beating Ricky Carmichael, though. Um, You're writing a lot. Done. Time. Pens down. Zero no, and zero. They it. both got it. <laughs> wow. They both got it. Pookie, you, I got you what was sh- on his pit board on the last lap, what his mechanic wrote on his pit board when he won it. Oh, he I, thought, me the money. I thought you were going to show him that. I oh, thought that was no. <laughs> so, so because you wrote what Leroy yeah. said on the pit board in yeah, Vegas. on the last in lap on the, when he won it. Okay, you win. I win. You win. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. That is good, though. I thought, um, I thought that was for tits. Show I, me the money. I, I, tried I win. Okay. Here we go. God, please, somebody get this. Um, name three gear brands that our co-host, one of our co-hosts, David Villeman, used used to wear in his career. Three gear brands. He's worn a lot, but name three of them. Three. Did you just swear in German? He did. Yeah. He did swear in German. Pens down. Pens down. What do we got, Pookie? <laughs> Thor, answer, and Fox. And that would be incorrect. Ugh. That would be incorrect. I only got O'Neal. That would be also incorrect. Yeah. He never no, wore O'Neal. Well, he didn't? No. Not not at that I last team? Did. No. What was you that sure l- about that? Answer? That, no, no. That last, what was the last team that he, then he became the manager Moto on? Moto Concepts? Yeah. He never wrote for them. Oh, okay. He became a man, just was a manager. My bad. I, I was thinking. Uh, um. <sighs> hot tubs. Honestly, they're never going to get this stuff. Try us. Just pull one out of your ass, Steve. You're good. Just anything. I, we got to end weekend. this. Something okay. about Salt Lake Supercross. Um, all right. Okay. I got it. Right. Salt Lake City Supercross. Yeah. Uh, he uses Race Tech Suspension, which is one of our sponsors. <laughs> and he made his second main event of the year in the 450 class. Uh, who is it? Privateer guy. Privateer Hero uses race tech suspension. Oh, made only second uh, main event of the year. And Come on, guys. And time's up. All right, okay, who Nobody we got, Pookie? A Caden. No, that is <laughs> no. wrong. That is incorrect. I have uh, no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Who Someone, is this? No idea. Take a nap. <laughs> Joe, no idea. <laughs> Somebody stop this madness. Okay. Um, who, who was it? Yeah, uh, Cody Gilmore. Oh, okay. Entig Nap. Okay. <laughs> See, he what... can't get it either. I don't know the name. Okay, here we go. I got one. I got one for you from Salt Lake. Oh, please, Jesus! Somebody <laughs> get this. Name. This is a little, uh, little weird. So it's a little offbeat. Uh, name the two heat race winners in the 250 class this weekend. 250 SX heat race winners. They're not going to get this. Yes, they will. They have to. It was totally no. one. Is, one was a huge surprise, and one was normal. Well, if somebody gets one Dude. out of the two, okay. they're really not. Really, neither of them were that normal. I was there. Pen's, I have no idea. Pookie's got nothing. <laughs> oh man, what do you got, Tits? <laughs> no, no idea. Stewart. Tits wins. Nice. Thank God. Oh, tits wins. Good one. <laughs> tits got it right. Yes. <laughs> oh man, I win. Whatever. Five to three. Pookie's out. <laughs> I gotta go. Five three. Tits are making hey, a comeback. Hey, that was great. It's Berluti. That was great. He's my kryptonite. Oh, what are you talking no. about? I lost last time he yeah, was in here. I guess. Yeah. You couldn't even name Berluti when there was a mechanic <laughs> question. Berluti yeah. didn't make your list. Yeah. <laughs> one of the questions tonight was name one mechanic that Brock Tickle has had, and I <laughs> I know you two would have gotten it after all the mocking, so I didn't ask it. But I probably would have forgot. Oh, if you would have, I would have. I would have just. I mean, I, I would have been so happy. Oh, dang, King Tits, Tits, King Tits, King Tits. Hey, I'm still ahead. Yeah, you are. 
I didn't hear any clean No, he's king tits because of the poll. Because of the poll. Oh, jeez. The people's favorite. All right, Pookie, we got to go. We got to get uh, yeah, Ryan's side. So. How'd you enjoy Salt Lake? Did you enjoy Salt Lake Supercross? Yeah, it's very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. What was your highlight of watching the race? Can you tell me one? Seeing me at the end of the night. Stewart and Davalos winning. <laughs> no. Seeing Berludi? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about uh, taking your photo with Andrew Short? Yes. That okay. was awesome. Right. Also, a Jeff Emig and Jason Thomas. Don't make sure to get your photo with Jeff Emig again this week. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's get another one. Every time. Okay, one he might have changed. Time. Maybe he had a, a battery I'm acid on his face. He's going to be in a different outfit time. this time. <laughs> Does he even know who you are? Yeah, he came right up to me and gave me a hug. Emig did? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, what about, very nice. I think he probably just knows your face. I wish Tortelli Are you jealous would. a little bit? No, I just wish well, Tor- you don't know your face. No, I wish doesn't. Tortelli would give me a hug. Aw. Yeah. Wow. You do- you <laughs> duck wow. him in a second. <laughs> I th- Wow. Between you and tits, I don't know, but <laughs> All right, let's Jason, let's move. I think we got an issue over let's here. Let's move along to our next guest. Thank you, Pookie. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we can do a commercial afterward? Yeah, let's do that. Let's get yeah. our next guest in line, Rockstar Racing's <laughs> Ryan Sipes. We have um, we have some emails coming up, some voicemails, uh, NFAB, uh, tweeted, NFAB uh, Banging Bars segment, and uh, the X-Brown Goggle Tear-Off segment. So um, stick around, everybody. we got more to do. Our giveaways are all gone. Thanks to Atlas Brace and Fly Racing and Thunder Valley MX for all uh, coming on board. JT, you want to stay with us with Sipes? Sure. All right, let's do that. Um, um, Great. What? No, I just... Oh, Tiff, sorry. you mean? Yeah. Yeah, great. Berluti, um, yeah. you are going to uh, the Nationals for the first time. Which track, in four years, which track are you looking forward to going to? Um, Washougal. Which one did you enjoy? I hate Washougal. <laughs> um, yeah, you sit there for... As a mechanic, you sit there for... What do I, th- what do I think an, is, a, is the best track no, as far as what, riding? No, what do you want to go to? Which one are you looking forward to? You know what to? I love is the Southwick. Okay. I just always like that place. He loves yeah. the Southwick, JT. Yeah, the Wick. The Southwick. I had a beer at the, the VFW there a few years ago. It was awesome. Nice. You went in there, yeah. really, huh? I did, yeah, yeah. I went in there, had a beer with the locals at the VFW on the track. Cool. Really? What yeah, kind of what kind of beer, what kind of beer did you drink? Uh, I don't even remember. You know what? I didn't order it. Oh, okay. I just you know I tried to fit in. Hey, give me a beer. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. That's cool. Is, aren't you supposed to be a veteran though of a world war? Well, I don't think that's possible for me, Steve. I know. So I I, I don't think they allowed people in there. Uh, yes, it's not a. Uh, okay, so you know, I don't like not a moose lodge. as far as working on the bike, and it's not. You oh know, yeah, but, but I I just like that area, and I like sand, and I like the south. I like the Wick. Dude, one Southwick was the spot of maybe my worst ever national ever. Uh, that you oh, raced or that you no, worked no, at? No, that I worked at. Oh, oh, you, you mean when you your bike failed when Timmy was riding sick into a third or fourth place finish? Oh yeah, not not that one, but that one also was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my fault, though. The ignition wire got cut. Um, we were using Vortex ignition. and the, If your bike fails, it's always your fault. I know. It, it is, actually. You're right. It is. Okay, so it was my fault. But, no, the, the worst one was that day that it was Saturday was a mess, a complete watery, stormy mess on Saturday. Jimmy made all of our guys ride. They all sucked sand right through the filter, and we stayed at, at the track that night to lap our valves, take our heads off. You know, we all sucked sand, and uh, the next day was beautiful. Like it didn't what year was that? Oh four, oh three. Oh, I remember that. Yep, I remember that. Uh, I, it was oh three. We got out of there at uh, two in the morning. You know, somewhere yep. around there. Heads off, everything. Just oh god, terrible. All right, let's get to our next guest. With those good memories, uh, he is a uh, two-time two fifty Supercross winner, um, and he's a uh, Rockstar Racing's Ryan Sipes. Sipes, what's up? 
Oh, hanging out, man. I want to know, though, what do you count as my two? I thought you have two. You just have one? I have three. Four if you count oh. World Supercross. No, we don't I know count. you won Vegas. We don't count those. Um, hey, Vegas and Indy. Vegas. Vegas and Indy in Seattle, 2012. Oh, sorry, Sipes. Uh-huh. Oh, I got a concussion that uh, night. I don't remember good. anything. Yeah, I, I skipped. I had, to, I had to give you crap about it because, see, David Coombs, he wrote that list thing or, you know, the Lone Stars or whatever. So mm-hmm. I emailed him. I'm like, hey, so who else won? Like, I wasn't trying to be, like, you know, say anything. I was just like, hey, who else won from Kentucky? I'd just like to know. And he's like, oh, sorry, dude. He's like, oh, you know, I'll mention it in Racerhead. And then he said I had two wins. I'm like, dude, I got three. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They're hard uh, to come by. Yeah. Now, we effed you on that one, dude. Um, the Seattle one, I do not remember that one. I yeah, do. I don't either. I got a yeah. concussion. Well, I got no excuse. <laughs> I didn't have a concussion. Um, but congratulations. That three times. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, hey. I actually landed on your brother. I landed on uh, Justin at that race, got a concussion. Who, who is this? Uh, Jason Thomas. Oh, yeah, sorry. Short, short uh, guy. You landed on him? Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah J- he, didn't, he didn't crash, though. Also uh, in okay. studio, uh, Sipes, is uh, Tony Berluti. Uh, been a mechanic for uh, 100 years in the sport. 103, Ryan. Yeah. Like Tortelli. What's up? Um, Machine Gun Watts. He probably knows him. Well, wasn't, isn't Machine Gun Watts from Kentucky? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Did you, did you know Tommy Watts, Sipes? Uh, yeah. Actually, my dad bought all his bikes. Like, when Tommy was done with the bike, my dad bought his bike. You know, oh. rode it the year after. I actually met Tommy for the first time uh, last fall up at a race called Paley Peaks called, uh, I don't know, Mammoth East or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. He was a kind of a legend to me because Dad always talked about him, you know. Right, right. Tommy Watts is so bad, you know. Well, Berlut worked for him as a mechanic in 88, so chances are your dad... 87. 87. Yeah. So chances are your dad bought one of the bikes that Tony Berluti, who's in studio tonight, worked on. Wow. It's a circle of life. Most likely. Yeah. <laughs> um, How old were you back then? 87. <laughs> 87. I was three years old. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, around on a JR50. That's funny. Really? You were riding at three. That's awesome. Huh. I got my I got that bike when I was two years old for my second birthday. Dad put training wheels on it. He built some training wheels for it. Put them on there, and they got video of me riding around in the yard, just ripping. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, hey, let's talk about your season first of all. And I. And by the way, I. I just I want to bring this fact up to you. You're the only guy on your team to not win a race this year. So Ooh. congratulations. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> but I hey, needed somebody else to remind me. So. Uh, yeah, your team's <laughs> killing it, man. Uh, Millsaps and Warden and Jason Anderson just won his first race, and of course, you're always strong. Um, uh, talk about the team a little bit. The team's awesome. It's it's. Uh, I mean, I've been on my fair share of teams, and it's the best one by far. Just as oh, far. Come as on, Sipes. Don't don't. Dude, hey, hey. I, I could. Yeah, I could be. Just well, actually, I am throwing them big props, but they deserve it, man. It's yeah, yeah, okay, cool. They they work hard, and it's like a, it's a real team. It's everybody's like there to help, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you need, and let's get it done, and yep. let's figure out a way. And it's cool, man. They they work their butts off. I mean, that's that's why you see right. all the success because they're killing it. Um, yeah, and, and let's face it, yeah, there's some good people over there, and they are doing well. Um, did you know? That your team manager Dave Gowan once worked uh, as a mechanic for Ross uh, Peterson. I did not know that. Oh my 
God, what's going on? Do you know who there? Ross Peterson is? Hey, but, Mathis, you'll be pumped on this, and I don't even know if you know this, but what? I once raced in Canada. Oh, I know. For Dave Gowland on Richmond Kawasaki in 2003. I was still amateur down in the States. Yes, I was doing yes. whatever, and then uh, I, I did went up into the East Coast, which is just four rounds. I flew from, uh, what was the second round, uh, Moncton, mm-hmm. into Loretta's, raced Loretta's, and then flew out to go race the sand race. <laughs> it was pretty gnarly. Like the, the helicopter, I had a helicopter come pick me up off the podium, and we took off to the airport. Wow! Yeah, it was pretty uh, wild. Go for dunes, maybe. Maybe it was go for dunes back then. It was uh, no, it was um, some crazy sand track in Saskatchewan. Oh, it's Saskatchewan. Regina. No, no it's not. There's no sand in Saskatchewan. No, wait, wait, wait. Quebec, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Don't, where, they... where, I don't even know what Canada is or what the <laughs> states are or the provinces well, look, okay. or territories. But listen here. It was a grand track. Uh, I, I do remember that. Uh, they, they were bringing up you. They brought up Kyle Chisholm one year. Um, they brought Nick Way. Like, like different teams kind of grabbed the hot Josh Woods. kids. Josh Woods. Um, mm-hmm. So there was a Canadian thing where they would grab, uh, grab uh, you know, the hot amateur kids. But here's the deal. Uh, Ross Rollerball Peterson, the Canada's greatest rider, 42 titles up in Canada. He got third overall in 87 at Hangtown. He made the podium at a national three times. Your team manager worked for him. So he was my hero growing up, and your team manager was his mechanic. So there That's we go. That's cool. I just gave you a little rundown. I like it. Um, hey, could you get two more different guys in your team than uh, Blake Wharton and Jason Anderson? <laughs> no. Right? That <laughs> no, is the you opposite. Couldn't. Right. That is the opposite of, of personalities and people and everything else. Yeah, and, definitely. And you're stuck in the middle. Hey, so what about your season? How's your season been? Well, talk about it a little bit. What do you, you know, um, you want to heat, which is good. Um, yeah. So it's been up and down for you a little bit. It's it's been yeah not so good. Um, I had high hopes coming in. I mean, I felt good and and they actually kind of um, made the decision for me to ride west mm-hmm. a little late, and so I was a little just maybe just a hair behind the you know behind the game coming in. But I figured we'd race into it and. Um, the first race went okay. I just started way back, you know, got the seventh or whatever. It was mm-hmm. okay. Phoenix, I had fourth with, on the last lap, and me and Celia got together, and I went to seventh. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, like you said, I was coming around. I won the heat at, uh, at Anaheim, too, and everything felt good. My times were good. And uh, and then that whole crash happened with Savachi and yeah. broke my hand. And uh, so then I set out for a couple months. But the last two have just been, just been weird, man. I've Mm-hmm. Trying to, you know, my times at the practice track are good, and my fitness is good, and everything. I just haven't been, haven't been bringing it to the races. So I'm gonna try to change it up this weekend. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Kentucky's own uh, Ryan Sipes, um, call in and uh, ask him whatever's on your mind. Um, yeah, it's been. It's you're, you're one of those guys, Berluti. If I told you Ryan Sipes uh, won this weekend in Vegas, you'd go, all right. Yeah. If I told you you crashed out. And cartwheeled and got twentieth. You'd go, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Sipes can go anywhere. He's perfect that way. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> kind of sad because he's you're you're unbelievably talented. What 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 was your first national? You did really good. Your first national, huh? Uh, one moto of it. Yeah, yeah it was moto, high, yeah. Point. high point. Um, yep. First national high point. And uh, ran fifth most of the race till uh, I don't know till three or four to go, and mm-hmm. just. 
my my amateur fitness ran out. <laughs> right, right, so right. Uh, I went back to seventh, but I mean, it was all right. And then uh, I had, I mean, I didn't know what to do then. I, in between motos, I ate a couple strawberries and drank one bottle of water, and uh, <laughs> and tried to go out for the next one. And uh, I ended up like thirtieth. So. Well, I figure you to be able to ride a, a big bike really well, but um, that's what I'm saying. You tried that, didn't you? Try that a little bit, and your results were okay. No, he was fast outdoors. Moto Concepts YZ450 got like seventh yeah, in the fast. series. Did you? My yeah. bad. That was good. Yeah, it was all right. I had a couple top bikes. You uh, you should be on 450s this summer because if Millsaps is out, and we talked to Ezra earlier, and they're still up in the air, but they got to put you on that big bike. There you I'm go. going to tell Gowan that. I yeah. did tell him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna would you, would I'd you, like to, man. I'd like to. Yeah. It just It's up to them, so I'm just I'm right. laying in wait. Right. If you could choose, you'd choose 450? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. if it was up to you. Uh, hey, what's your contract status for next year? Are you still there next year? Do you know? No, I just signed a one-year. I mean, okay. I hope to stay. Right. I really hope to because I like the team a lot and stuff. Um, but, you know, I don't know what their plans are. I don't know if they're going to have mm-hmm. two 450s next year or if they're just going to have one. Um, if they're just going to have one, I'll, I'll have to go somewhere else because I'm, I'm going to do the 450 no matter what. Oh, you've said that before. Uh, I know. I are know, you eligible? In the, in the yeah, he's still. I think oh, you can wow. still keep going. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Holy well, I'm 28 years old, man. Yeah, I <laughs> hear you, but we could name guys that the bit of the year Pingree was in the that class forever. Pingree might be the the ultimate example. Yeah, yeah. I just I just feel like I got to give myself a little bit of time. I mean, to make something of myself in the 450 class, you know. So I'm going to need more than one year. I don't want to go move up to 450 when I'm 33 years old. You know? <laughs> uh, so. Well, it's such a difficult thing. We've talked about this before with you, Ryan. Uh, you know, you got to make a living, and you yeah. want to make money. And, and if the rides are in the two fifties, that's what you have to do. Absolutely. I mean, Pingree, Pingree, you know, dived one race, took you know, took a dive because he wanted to keep making a living. And and you can't blame Ryan or Ping to do that because we all want to make money. Yeah. So it's so tough. I agree, man. And that's the only reason I've ridden two fifties for the past two years is. Because that's where the job was. And it's like, what do I do? You know, do I take no money and privateer it or, you know, or a lesser team? Or do I take, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good money on a bike that can win and, and go try to win? And I, I've chosen the latter. Right. Um, but I just, man, I just feel like I got to I gotta put it out there and give myself a shot. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't all have BTO money for years like JT and have no you know, no pressure to get a ride. Like, you just, you know, have the cakewalk of the BTO team every year. Oh, yeah. Flying private, bro. Yeah. Flying private. Uh, first subway and then BTO just every single year. JT's uh, – Hey, he was always there, though. JT's silly season was never silly. <laughs> it was <laughs> – my, my hot laps in practice were, though. <laughs> um. Uh. Sipes, uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, and I don't want to get you in trouble, and, and you can say no comment, or you can tell me to shut up, or whatever you want. But um, I've been a tough critic of star racing over the years, and uh, I feel like you know they're not happy with me. But you know their program hasn't been the greatest; it's been up and down. Um, but you yourself, you're a veteran, 28 years old. You've ridden on a lot of teams, some good, some bad. Um, but if you could, and again, you don't have to answer, but 
what would you say to them to help their program out? What do you think their program needs to step it up to the to the next level? I mean, Cooper Webb is coming up, and he's pretty fast, and uh, certainly Jeremy Martin looks great. But what, what kind of advice would you give them? I would say don't take advice from me or the or Steve Matzis. <laughs> well said. Um, Especially the latter. Right, exactly. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Uh, with something we asked the our riders, and maybe, again, you don't have to answer this, your bonus program, if you have one, is it for the main event and the shootout this weekend or just for the main event? I know there's a lot of – last year there was a lot of uh, controversy about this. Um, do you even know? I'm not real sure, to be honest. Okay. I know with Star, it was for both. Okay. Um, and I <laughs> – I was going to be really mad if it wasn't because I yeah. got a, that year in 2011. Uh, I got second in the you know the East Main, and then I won the shootout. Right. And I was like, dang, I better get paid, and I did, which is cool. I don't know what it is for this weekend right, or right. for this team, you know. Did you did you like that uh, the format they did that last year? Did you enjoy that? I felt like, uh, and some of us watching the race felt like the shootout uh, lost a little bit of its luster. Uh, man, I was back in seventh place just squidding out, so I don't really know how much luster it had, but, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I think it's cool. I mean, especially obviously in 2011, I thought it was cool cause I, you know, I did good and right. stuff, but, uh, it's, it was, I don't know. I thought it was cool just cause you, there's no heat races, right? not to worry about that. You just line up for the main and you go, go out there and do it. And then. You're warmed up and you're ready, and you get back on the gate, and you got ten more laps, which is nothing after that fifteen. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I don't know, I thought it was cool, and it's, and you get to race some different people, and it's, yep. it, instead of racing a little six five piece that doesn't mean anything, you have to actually have two races that mean something, yeah. which is, I think, is better. You know, so you didn't have any trouble getting up for the for the second main event, like it was cool. No, dude, the the second one's easy yeah. to me. Right. And maybe that means I don't warm up good enough. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, but after the fifteen, you're like ten laps. That's nothing. I can bust it out. Because I mean, if you go to the practice track with us, I mean, we do a fifteen and then another fifteen or whatever. So another ten is like it's not that big a deal. Right, right, right. Um, how's your brother doing? I know we saw him, um, you know, get hauled off at. Uh... What race was Houston. that? Houston. Houston. Uh, Andrew Short hit him. No fault of Andrews, but uh, how is Poo's doing? How's Poo's recovery? And uh, w- w- how's he doing? Well, the doctor, uh, the doctor wanted him to get um, more flexibility, so he's having surgery actually tomorrow morning. Um, but they said to do the surgery that he's got to do, they have to bend the knee at 120 degrees and to drill into some bone or something. And uh, he only had like. 80 degrees mm-hmm. at the time. So they're like, well, why don't you keep stretching it and try to get some of the information out so they can bend it that far once he does go into surgery. So, mm-hmm. so good luck with that, right, right? going on. So I mean, he's out for the right. year. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be next year, Supercross 40 races again. Man, JT, he was riding pretty good. He was. Uh, it was a bummer. I watched the whole crash happen, and uh, you could tell right away he was hurt bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. Bad deal. I've been yeah, there. He said, uh, he said, well, I, I called him after and I said, how bad is it? And he said, it's pretty bad. <laughs> and coming from him, he's had a lot of knee stuff. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's done. You he, know? Yeah, like he knows, right? Yeah. Um, well, hey, man, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the show. 
appreciate it. Hey, no problem, man. Um, no problem. Anytime. I think uh, I think you could be an upset pick for. By the way, there's this big points battle going on in the West. I don't know if you're aware. Um, uh, I could see. Couldn't you see JT? Couldn't you see Sipes just catching fire and getting in that mix? I could see him winning Vegas, no problem. Right, and done, every, it, be- done it before. And everybody goes, "Oh yeah, that's right." <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Sipes. Um, so yeah, maybe you'll be in there, and and uh, I could see it. And then uh, maybe this points race will get a little weird because uh, you'll do something. Hey, I have a qu- I have a question. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Has uh, did the team kind of uh, encourage you guys to get out front and practice this year? Because you and Anderson and Wharton, everybody goes for the whole shot and tries to kill it, like the beginning of practice. I didn't know if that was a team mandate or how that worked. It's yeah. Um, kind of just like get out and try to get your get your laps clean because if you if you wait for everybody to take off and you got guys rolling around and I mean you know how hard it is oh absolutely in the middle of practice to try to get in a lap so you know try to get out there and, and get a couple clean ones right off the get go <laughs> the only thing is like me and Anderson both try to go for it yeah. <laughs> I know, you guys are battling <laughs> I know it's like yeah. in a lock, yeah. block pass battle <laughs> like no I'm gonna be off front. <laughs> Um, yeah, one of the guys. One of the guys rolling around was JT, so he takes that fence. <laughs> well, the biggest problem is if I went for the whole shot, I would just be in the way at the beginning. <laughs> so, and I've already been landed on once, so, so I'm good. So when Sipes moves to 450, he's got the 800 to worry about because all the 800 is all about that program. RV's been going for it lately. He has been. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, and I know it's like another race. I know I'm out front. <laughs> Um, yeah, no doubt. Well, hey, man, thanks uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, good luck this weekend. Well, I'm sure we'll see you. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, we got to see you in a four of the outdoors. I hope we I hope we see that. I'm going to freak out on Gallon this weekend about it. So. <laughs> I hope so, too, man. Thanks for having me on. Right. Thank you. Hey, so on All that, right, on that right, subject thanks. of what you guys are talking about, racing. You Rockstar know, Ryan's house. Yep. Yeah, my bad. I'm sorry, no, okay. Steve. Go ahead, finish your deal. That's my... well, maybe you just want to interrupt me some more. I'm Whatever. sorry, huh? I really am. Okay. Got any more questions you're not allowed to ask? <laughs> <laughs> no, but going to okay. uh, they could go like NASCAR style and have like two guys out on the track at one time and go quickly so that you don't have to bat worry about racing and they get two laps. Really? Think hmm. about it. I mean, I, I mean, because yeah. that whole racing thing to the, what you're saying, I, I don't. Yeah. And then, and then, if you're last to go, like they say, you got guys rolling around, so it's yeah. a tough deal. So if you do, and, and you could do it quickly. What do you think, JT? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, done deal. Let's let's yep. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Stamp it. Um, all right, let's do it. Hey, look, we're gonna take our last commercial break of the night. Uh, we still have a lot to come up, though. Um, we have the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. We have NFAB Banging Bars. Oh, before we go, let's let's uh, let's cue up the, um, just in case Berluti interrupts you again. to leave. No, just in case Berluti, like, was is getting, uh, feeling better about the David Villeman audio. <laughs> let's pull the other audio for David Villeman that we have for Berlute, um mm-hmm. this weekend. There's uh, two things. Uh, uh, let's play the first one here. What was the worst bike that you raced in your professional career? Oh. I already know the answer to this. Buku CR250. This is a question for David. Sorry. Uh, uh, there's two of them. Ty. Go, go sleep in your chair. That one and uh, the factory Suzuki. <laughs> what? Really? What? 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 The factory Suzuki. <clears throat> the 09. Stamp it. 08. 08. 08. Buy it or junk. Boom. <laughs> Heavy. 
228 pounds or 230 pounds or 38 pounds. Something like insane. <laughs> Super on. heavy. Prelude is already angry. <laughs> I, I love how you're pitting the two of, the, put two of them against each other. I mean, look, I'm not trying to do it. Yes, you are. It just comes naturally. <laughs> it's just I like to get I like to find out different opinions. I want to inform the listeners. Berluti, uh, you're already upset. <laughs> no, I'm not upset. But get your facts right. You no, know, I. But the funny thing is that bike, and I Mark, think Mark I talked to to JT about it, it's pretty much the same bike as it still is now. I mean, it hasn't changed that much. And if it's 228, that's a light Suzuki. No. <laughs> That's it could be heavier. Yeah, it was it was, right. it was probably a little bit heavier. Yeah. All right, let's keep going with this. I'll be honest with you. When I got off, I rode an 09 Honda 450. The first day I went riding on my Suzuki, I was literally, like, running around doing fist pumps. Like, it, how because I was like, I'm back. Like, I can ride again. <laughs> that's right, awesome. Right, right. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, and I was that excited. that's how you were, too. Because that, that one year, it's like, well, where's JT? You never And then, then all of a sudden, you, you were like a, a new guy. No, for sure. It was, I, it was, I knew right then that day, I'm like, I'm back, like I can ride. Like I, awesome. I have figured out what's wrong, you know, cause you, you ride this bike and you feel good when you're practicing and then you're doing terrible at the races. You can't figure out what's up and then you get on a different bike and you're like, there it is. I found it. I can actually ride a dirt bike. I know how to ride it again, you know, and it's like a light switch went off. Well, DV's not quite done yet here. So let's, uh. Nobody knew, like, the bike arrived That's so funny. super late. Who did that? that you? Kids did. <laughs> you did. Hey. I don't do the drop. Super heavy. Couldn't get the EFI. They were, like, lost all the way until the third race <laughs> where, like, a Japanese guy that came. And no, you, you agree with that, bro? No, that's true. Okay. Was that's true. Bad. The mapping. Like, but that was a, rich in the bottom. They were the yeah. first one to have fuel injection. Right. So they, they no had, power. They did struggle like, a little bit. Maybe he made power, but it was so smooth. And, and, f- and pegs break off a bunch, too. And, and mellow. Oh. The, the, the bike felt so slow and heavy. And wow. Yes, I broke a foot peg and ate shit in the rhythm section. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't race Dallas that year, because my bike was hammered. And, um, yeah, seriously... Those two, they're like wow. close, right. close as a be the, the worst bikes ever. <laughs> I think you know someone. Yeah, yeah. You want me to play the second one? Yeah, let's play. So just, just, just to reinforce right this, it. just to reinforce this. I do. No. You know what? Tell this guy I rode Suzuki when that was the worst bike ever. Oh, Berluti's pissed now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Berlut? I mean, you were there. You were working on the team. <clears throat> ask, ask the other riders that did fairly well on them okay. or did okay on them. You know? right. No, I mean, I. Like I said, I agreed with your – when you, he was can, talking about the fuel injection, for sure. We, it took him a while to get it figured out Can you a put a tweet bit. out that says Berluti tells DV to suck <laughs> – fuck off? Suck he's off, probably listening off. to your show right now, isn't maybe, he? Maybe. He probably is. He's a fan. Nothing better than pitting two friends against each other. Jeez, that's Steve, see how you see, are? And then soon JT, we're gonna, just like you said, he's just controversy. He likes to stir up gonna, shit. We're going to move into a pit of death. We're we gonna, tried to do that with the Dream Team and it didn't work. Oh, God. Look how good Alessi was outdoors on that 09. Same bike, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, for sure. Very little, yeah. very little change. So the only thing, the only thing you do agree that it was heavy and probably heavier than they still are heavy. And you do agree there was some problems with the EFI yeah, in the beginning, sure. right? For sure. Yeah, I remember that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this isn't quite the. I think I think DV was pretty much at the end of his career, and same as me last year. Just it gets harder, you know. 
I, I don't know. I don't think the bike was that bad, to be honest with you. I really don't. Right. Riding a production one, I don't think it could have been that bad. Hmm. No, I agree with you, JT. That's exactly what it is. Hey, but he was king, he was king of last chance that year. <laughs> no, it's just everybody gets older and it gets tougher and your body doesn't cooperate the same way and it's just, you know, it's not as easy. I, I, I don't think out. blaming that bike is really yeah. fair, but... That's just my opinion. I just really wanted DV, or Berluti to rip off his shirt and be like, come at me, bro! Come at me! You know, like, that's what I really wanted. But, Sorry, dude. Yeah, it didn't quite happen. I, well. Uh, okay, all right. We're going to take our last commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech mm-hmm. Show, presented by BTOsports.com. JT will get you back in for this final segment. Uh, thanks to Ryan Sipes. Thanks to Ryan Villapoto. Thanks to Ezra Lusk. For, for coming on tonight. And uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Last commercial break of the night. Support the sponsors, please. We need to keep paying Berluti to come in. See ya. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. 
The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer Cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a Racetech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archives. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, Showy, Showy. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. 
So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy free. Available in four delicious flavors, honey graham, chocolate chip cranberry, and blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pop MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deegan, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you're wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. 
I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the, uh, the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some, probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th, for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro, and I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off. Song, huh, Berlou? Don't know it. What? I was gonna ask, who is this? This is 90s motocross, bro. This was in Terra Firma. Face to face, Bangkok oh, okay, face to face. Okay. This is right in your era, bro. This is punk stuff, though, right? It's not punk. But you don't, you don't know. It's awesome. You don't know Chevelle. Oh wait, hold on. A second. All right. What? It is punk, but ah, not really. Like it, it's more iconic, punk is though. like Dead Kennedys. Like I don't think that's punk, but it is. Yeah, I guess you call it that. But so it's... that was better than Chevelle. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, oh Are hey, Berludi. Berludi, we got a voice. We got some audio of DV here saying that you're the worst mechanic ever. Uh, we're just, just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, hey, we got I some. Was waiting for it. We got some audio here. <laughs> DV <laughs> says he's going to burn down your house. Oh, can we like, play that? Oh, I can, don't. Can we can we play that audio where DV says he's going to burn Berludi's house down? JT, welcome back. Thank you. Um, hey, uh, Ben LeMay, Cody Gilmore, um, they use Racetech suspension. They're full privateers. Privateer Choices Suspension, Racetech, Racetech.com. They're, uh, they've been in business a long time, Berluti, and they're a sponsor of many of the privateers. They're privateers' choice for suspension. You know why? Because they'll spend the time testing with these guys, so yeah. the privateers love them. So that's why they go to Racetech. I want to ask you a question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. 
You gotta move your I mic thought, up. Oh no, you're good. No, you're good. All right. I thought you said something about uh, only one guy on on uh, race tech qualified for that main. Uh, no, privateer. Only one privateer. Oh, uh, so or one full privateer. Lemay? So Lemay's not considered privateer. He is, but he's wrong. Rock River Yamaha. Uh, okay, okay. Cody okay. Gilmore's. Like I just full. wanted to clarify that. Well, you know, in this sure. time day and age of privateers, like we need, we need what we need to do. Because Lemay's riding really well. Lemay's a privateer. Thank you. Ah, uh, no. Yes. He is, but no, he's not. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, he is. Semi truck? I think, I think if you're. I think Cody Gilmore is a privateer now. Yeah, but he pays it. LeMay, like, pays for his own way and stuff. But do you not think he's probably getting a salary from O'Neill? No, absolutely not. You don't think? No. Mm. No. No. All right, I'm going to ask him. Anyway, he's riding really well, huh? Yeah. Last few races. And he uses race tech suspension. Yeah. Did, Obviously, ever, he's riding well because of it. Did you ever use race tech suspension? Anything you ever done? No. Okay, but if you did, you would. Oh no, that yeah. guy's Tommy yeah. Watts. What Tommy Watts? Uh, he might have a little bit. See? I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Race Tech for coming on board, and uh, these emails are brought to you by Race Tech. Do you want to save money at Race Tech? Sponsor deals on the show. Thanks. Uh, thanks to Race Tech. We're gonna do a contest with them coming up here. We're just working on different things and uh, and trying to do something like that. So. Uh, we really appreciate the race tech. Uh, they when they have a choice, they choose race tech. It's that simple, JT. Uh, okay. All okay. Right. All right. Here we go. Whatever works for you, bro. Uh, here we go. Uh, Matt. Hello, esteemed radio stars. I have recently stopped to think about all the hours of entertainment that the Pulp MX show has brought me. I've come up with the following rationale: When I buy things from BTO Sports, I am really paying for the entertainment provided by the Pulp MX show. So the cool things that come into my door by UPS via UPS from BTO Sports are actually free. I also choose to buy fly racing products because they, they are supporters of the show. This allows me to pretend that I am JT Money when I get drunk and ride my pit bike around my yard. Keep up the good work, fellows. Matt. Now, Matt is an email that I like to see. That's cool. Right? I like that. Yeah. that Instead, awesome. we get too many emails about, hey, you're a fucking idiot, and Tits is a fucking idiot, off. and quit being... quit. Quit cutting people off, and your show sucks, and you have too many commercials and too many ads. Instead, be like Matt. All right, Mitch, uh, Steve, been listening to more, been listening for more than a year, and I think the show is great. Please do not change intro song. I think it fits very well. Also, maybe I missed something, but why does everyone keep calling you humble, Steve? East Coast riders say peace. Thanks, Mitch. Cause Mitch, I am humble, and that is why people call me that. I am a humble person. That's why they call me King Tits. Uh, Rich asks this. Uh, I would like to request you set up a second email address for fan questions. I will read them and reply to all of them so we know the questions are not getting skipped over until Tits sees a name he knows. All thought I do like what Tits, although I do like what Tits brings to the show most times, I believe he really has no interest in the fans' questions. I feel I have sent several relevant questions that were skipped over to ask some dumbass questions that usually gets next question in the uh, who picks these questions in the area. Tits is like real tits, lazy and just sitting there and going through the motions trying to get to the soaking. Thank you, humble Steve. Signed by Rich. For the most part, I'm in full support of his email. I, I think he'd do a great job at doing it. Was there was there a sexist remark in there though about he's like real tits? Did you catch that? Yeah, there might have been another one too at the end. Yeah, soaking, soaking. Do- you're not you're not up on the whole 
lingo of docking and soaking, are no, you? No, I know. I've heard. I just recently learned about soaking, but I'm not sure about the docking thing. You just be glad you don't know. Okay. Ola, set the scene. Not Ola, like hi, a guy named Ola. Hi, Steve. I'm a motocross racer from Sweden and AMA Supercross fan since 10 years. I discovered your pulp show a couple months ago, and now I'm a fan of that too. My favorite guy on the show is David Villeman. Sorry, bro. Wow. Uh, he should have been in the poll, and he'd probably end up rock bottom. Give him a high five from me. Okay. Uh, what is yours and the other guys on the show's take on Tomac's SLC performance? Mine is that the Geico bikes were not in tune with the track. Uh, they had good starts, but they just couldn't uh, make it through the track. Now that you have talked so much crap about the Yamaha, which is a crappy bike, maybe you can smack the Honda around for a little bit. Looking forward to the show. Ola. Um, JT. If you had a scale of 1 to 100 and you had to assign a percent blame of to Eli Tomac or to the bike for the performance in the whoops, from your expert eye, what do you, what, what do you percent do you give that? That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. I will say 75-25 Eli. For loot? I'd say that's pretty accurate. Okay. All right. There was some bike setup issues. I think we all agree yeah, with that. No, they I didn't agree. look, yeah. They didn't yeah, look. you don't have to roll the first whoop, though. I, I, <laughs> right, right. I kind of think he's, um, and whether it's been the Honda the whole time or whatever you want to say, he's he's had some incidents in the whoops. So it's he's right. probably gun-shy a little bit. A little bit, huh? Um, those are the email questions that are brought to you by Racetech. Thank you, Racetech, for coming on board. Ben LeMay is killing it right now. Riding very well. He's trying to get 20th place in the points. Oh. What's the? How close is it? Look at the points right there. It's yeah. eighty six hundred dollars uh, for twentieth place in the series points. Oh, awesome! So, awesome. so he's going for something there. Yeah. yeah. Pretty oh, big well, risk. He, obviously, he'll he can, jump. He'll jump, Grant. Yeah, he'll get. Uh, that's gonna be good. I know. That's awesome. Watch it this weekend. Gonna it's gonna be it. exciting. Yeah. Our own Jason Thomas knows My all about that. My old guy Blows. He's gonna have to pick it up. Yeah, Blows has been. Lackluster lately. Whoa, Brute. Uh Hot and cold. Yeah. 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 He, I mean, this is a guy who got, you know, um, fourth in, in a main event at one time. Yeah. You Vegas. Know? So, yeah. Um, all right. Let's do the uh, X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. You want to do that? Can we do that, everybody? Yeah, let's do that. It's the X-Brand Tariff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. Okay, uh, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, one day left in the Build a Goggle program, so chances are uh, you've missed it already if you're listening to this. Um, X-Brand Goggle, the choice of goggle for uh, Michael Lessie, Jake Canada, Travis Baker, Jimmy Albertson, Austin Politelli, Bobby Canari, um, Ben LeMay wears X-Brand. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Les Smith wears X-Brand. Name someone that races right now. I'll tell you if they wear X-Brand. They probably do. Chisholm. No. Oh, he's not racing right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, sore subject. Wow. Whoa, get why? You, really? Get your contract He signed. doesn't wear them anymore. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> You're so dick. You knew that. <laughs> uh, Pulp hey, Show of, 13. Say 30%. How's Anderson doing, though? Anderson. I mean, excuse me, um, Albertson. He may race this weekend. Oh, cool. But if not, he'll be racing Hangtown. Awesome. The 55. Oh, is he, he going to do the whole Nationals? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. So... And he's a better outdoor rider than indoor rider. Yeah. Wouldn't you say, JT? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's making a case for it not to be, but you yeah, would man. think so. Yeah, maybe, right? <laughs> um, he all right, did these... ride a factory Honda outdoors. I he never that. did. 
Yeah, he did. He never got to ride it. Yeah, he did. Nope. I don't think Steel so. Steel City, he rode a factory Honda outdoors. I think he got hurt in practice. JT, help me. Who was this? Albertson. Uh, no, he did. He definitely did. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he did. I thought he got hurt and never got no. to ride it. No, Melville he rode it. Rode a factory Honda. Millville? Yeah, he, Millville. absolutely. He rode it. Millville, he's supposed to ride it? Got he hole-shotted. He hole-shotted on a factory Honda at Steel City. Steel City, yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. Thought. I thought he told me one time he never got to ride it. Why don't you call him? Uh, we need to. Um, your, your memory is bad, though. Well, I, I'm also multitasking here. I'm doing a thousand things. I know. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Hey, you're wrong on this one, though. For sure, Albertson wrote it. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, JT's my guy. I remember us. <laughs> I, like I can specifically. I specifically remember us having a conversation, Jimmy Albertson and I, where he's like, "Dude, he got hurt. His shoulder was jacked up, and he's like, oh, I got this ride.' No, he rode one. And I can't. Yeah, ride he, this he bike. came back. He was hurt, but he came back because it was his only shot. One hundred percent. I'll bet did. whatever you want to bet. We can put Rocky's life on the line. No, 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 no. Yep. Not Rocky. No, no. no I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm a JT on this one. <laughs> what, you want to put a dog's life on the line? Mm-hmm. I know you want to do that. Yeah, I'm that sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's do these, these questions submitted by Corey Moser. Yep. Fifteen seconds or left. You have to answer these. Brother. Fifteen okay. seconds or left. Cut you off. Big penalties. Uh, X-Brand Goggles. Check them out. Uh, Moser. Um, so i Seattle. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He came by, introduced how, himself. How inebriated was he? No. It wasn't really? that bad in Seattle. No. 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 Not when I saw him at all. And I, I was giving him shit about Washougal last year or Seattle last year. Yeah, right? Seattle last year. I, yeah. I didn't. You guys told me about it. Yeah. No, that. It, yeah. No, he, he, he was cool. He almost missed his hero winning his only Supercross race. Oh, my but God. But 10 lap shot. Out. Yeah. Oh, holy smokes. <laughs> woke yeah, up, woke up halfway through the main event and said, is this a heat race? And they're like, Literally? No, this, yeah, this is the main event. Oh Your guy's God. winning. Yeah. That would have been a disaster. I know, right? Yeah. Um, all right, let's do this, Tits. All right. Uh, we'll start off with you, Tony. Okay. Um, he says, it's been a while since you did the Nationals. What are you most and least looking forward to? And the travel goes without saying. The most is the racing. The outdoor racing is phenomenal. I love that. The thing that I'm not going to miss is the hot, humid weather and two motos of just destroying a motorcycle. 4.9 seconds. It's close. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's like perfect. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, JT, what made the whoops in Salt Lake so difficult? They broke down, were really cupped out, really edgy, and really slippery. 4.5. Well done. All right. Steve, it's fair to say that Tomac mentally melted down this weekend. What rider was or is the biggest head case? Martin Davalos. Wow. Great. You'd say Davos over Tomac? As far as being a head yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tomac has won a lot of races and won a title. And, you know, I mean, he did melt down in Salt Lake. There's no doubt. Although, you know, he wasn't 11th at one point, and he got back to 6th. So, like, he. I think 9th. No, 6th. No, I think 9th yeah. was his worst place he was. Oh, no, 11th. I counted today. Really? Yeah. All right. They have him scored at 11th at one point. Okay. Um. So, Yeah. Uh, he recovered somewhat. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a complete Bradshaw, ninety-two meltdown. Yeah, for a while, if he was eleventh and got back to six, I was surprised because yeah. usually you're lost mentally and yeah. you're, you're going to continue. Uh, I think a couple guys fell know. or two. Like you know, yeah. he didn't exactly pass them he all back. But, but anyway, uh, he made some passes. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. No, he did. Yeah. Um, Davalos to me, yeah, would be the. Thank, thank you. Wow, what did he right. do to you, Steve? 
Yeah. I'm just curious. What, nothing. Why, he did why nothing to me. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did somewhere along his line, did he, did he hit on Pookie or something? No, no. He seems like a nice guy. Okay. Well-spoken. Yeah. All right. I mean, he just, you know, That's it's just your opinion, you seven think? or eight years of lights races, tremendous speed, lots of heat race wins. He's barely got any podiums in his career. Never mind. Win. I bet he just Never. has huge heat race win bonuses. Okay. Thanks for that. Yeah. All right, Tony. Yeah. Second question. Corey says, I have lost count of the number of people employed by RCH. List as many employees as you can. Oh, my God. Longhorn, Kenny Watson, uh, Jay, Mahoney. That's it. That's all I can come up with. Twelve point. What about Mark Johnson? Oh well, I, that's all I, I wanted okay. to shut it down before. Uh, well, Twelve seconds. Yeah, yeah. You had three now seconds I don't spare. feel bad about forgetting Berluti is you know a mechanic that he can't even remember his own coworker. There's a well, lot. Actually, of... we've gained a lot along the way, so it's hard for me. There's a lot of people on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're taking only one truck outdoors, so maybe you'll lose some people, or I don't know what your activation yeah, is like, so. or whatever you I know, think like. So. I think we're still going to have some activation, but we'll Because Dang, Dang's there now? Dang's there. Dang's yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have never even got that one. <laughs> wow. With all disrespect, no. I mean, I. With, no, I, all due respect. All, yeah, do, with, with, all with all due respect. respect. With all disrespect. With all disrespect. With all due respect, excuse me. <laughs> Dang, sorry, bud. Yeah, with all disrespect to Dang. <laughs> no. Fully intended disrespect. Just, just start the sentence with an F-U. Yeah, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, buddy. Okay. Yeah, All right. That's good. All right, Jason. Um, how can you make a short start more even or fair? Uh, put the apex of the turn in the middle of the track. Six seconds. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Tits does not believe you. Don't make no, it a straight I, line I, from the first gate to the inside of the turn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Follow. All right, Steve, yep. second question. Who has been the most improved or biggest surprise in the 450 class besides Millsaps? Well, um, I, uh, Matt Gerke or Weston Pike? Pike was good last year, uh, and so was Gerke. So they're kind of like in a second year of being big surprises. Who's improved more, though, JT, Gerke or Pike from last year? I think Gerke, because Pike was getting top tens last year. He kind of was, but it was a weaker field, but still, yeah, he kind of was. I think Gerke has been better. Gerke has been in the mix. Like, he's been battling. Uh, like, I've seen yeah. Chad just just can't pass Gerke. Right. Can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm going to say Gerke, but that's not taking anything away from Weston. It's only saying Weston was really good last year, too. Right before we came back from commercial, Berluti was going on and on about Weston. Very impressed. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's solid. solid. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like him. All right, Tony, third and final question for you. What is the biggest perk of being a factory mechanic? He lists some examples. Fame, fortune, Chicks. free stuff, friendships. Friendship? Friendship. Friendship. I, 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 I would say got. relationships. Relationships. That ties into a voicemail question. So, very good. Oh, okay. We're going to tie this all together like a nice bow. All right. Third and final question for you, Jason. 
If you were a team manager reviewing results of prospective riders to hire, do you value results more from the beginning of the season or end of the season? Uh, I don't know that. Man, I don't know that. I don't know that either. Doing either one's a smart move. You, you have, no, I, I, I don't think that. Do, I don't. He gave two suggestions. I don't think either one of them are right. I'm not waffling. I just think that's a poor decision. I think you have to look at the whole season as a, you know, one picture. That's good. Long time you you missed that. Well, you're in the middle of it talking about waffles. If you shut your mouth, I could answer. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Rough crowd. Third and final question JT's for you. JT's been just been known to not give a clear and concise answer. Well, he, the guy gave me two options, and they both sucked. Yeah. Well, uh, you can you can say honestly. yeah, it wasn't a very good question because no. why wouldn't you just value the whole season? That's you what know? he said. No, no, you're wa- no, you're waffling, bro. You're waffling. I'm not. Why? why yeah, you are. That's what I was trying to say. That's exactly what he was trying to say. Actually, yeah, but it you was were the, too busy saying waffle, waffle. No, waffle, he was waffle, he was waffle. going back and forth and like you know just. I say, was trying to explain it, you asshole. <laughs> wow. Lame. All right, I <laughs> uh, love it. All right, Steve. Third question: Do love you know of, right Do you know of anyone with proof of performance enhancing enhancing drugs in moto, or is it all rumors, hearsay, and assumptions? I have zero proof, but JT has proof. I have proof? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> okay. You've told me you know a guy who did HGH. You saw him put it no, in his No, I, I don't know if JT did Psalm or not, but JT, you said you know a guy. Uh, I've, heard, I've heard people admit it. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I didn't see him do it. Well, okay, but admit, I mean, admitting that they did it, is pretty some, good. Some people lie to try and seem cool. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to impress JT by telling him I do HGH. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Dude, totally. So uh, I have no proof. You don't have to tell me. I can see it. Um, I have I have no proof. <laughs> and, um, you know, whatever. How do you – yeah. Yeah, so until – I'm not – No, if anybody thinks that it doesn't go on, at least in some part in our sport, then they're silly. Right. Was it Tyler Evans? No, I don't talk to Tyler Evans. Mm, no. That's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. Baluti, you know anything about performance enhancing drugs? Do you think it's going on? Do you have an opinion I, I just, on it? I've heard stories, and I've never seen it, so I, I, I hope not. But do you think it is? I want to think no. <laughs> so that's a yes. <laughs> I want to think that there's unicorns and rainbows. I want to be six foot three, but I, uh, I mean... I want to have a huge dong. I mean, I, you know, I, I, yeah. I really, I, I'm that much into this sport that I think yeah. that it's such a pure sport. I hope to God not. Oh. Well, bless your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we don't, we, they don't test for it, so what difference does it make? You might as well take no, it. No, yeah. We talk. We, yeah. They, well, they do test for it. Well, they There's do. It's just not very well. three guys in Supercross that are on a watch list. Hmm. Um, Interesting. I never qualified for that. In season. <laughs> an in-season watch list um, on, the, on, on the WADA thing. There's also random P-tests. Okay. No, nope, P-test, P-test can't, can't yeah. detect it. Yeah, yeah. They, they can't. They can detect some stuff, but, yeah, not much. Um, so there's not much until we get a blood doping uh, passport, you know, biological passport for blood. There isn't much. So when millions of dollars are at the stake, why wouldn't you do it? Right? Yeah, no, for you know? sure. So, yeah. But, I mean, it does bug me that the fans are so into it. We just had a half-hour conversation on it yesterday about it in our podcast, JT, Wygan, and I. But, I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? 
What can you do? Thank you, Tits. Yep. You just wrap that up <laughs> eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bangin' Bars brought to you by NFAB. NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, uh, they've been around. They make the finest stuff for your truck. They do not make stuff for Ridgelines. Uh, the reason, the number one reason why NFAB rules, and they're one of the biggest companies out there, and uh, is because they support the sport. They dump money into the sport. Jessica Patterson, Chris Blows, Phil Nicoletti, Bobby Canari, if you're looking for something for your truck, uh, bars, running boards, um, steps, um, not running boards, but steps, and uh, bumper protectors and guards and things like that, and you don't have a ridge line, uh, go to NFAB, n-fab.com. Um, they're, our, they're our sponsor, and we love them for it. And it's a banging bar segment. Uh, we're talking about the best race of the night, and there wasn't any massive takeouts or anything like that, but I was thinking, Berludi, the Tickle Pike could be a battle. That well, was pretty good. Well, it was. They they, was, d- they definitely came together. Yeah. Did you watch that, JT? The t- the Pike Tickle uh, uh, huh? I didn't really see it, no. I didn't. But I'm going to go with the Dungy, the lead for the front, the Dungy Millsaps and Villapoto battle because that was incredible. Uh, when Millsaps came around each lap for the whoops, you know, fans were standing up and getting ready because he was so good in those whoops. And, of course, Dungy's so solid everywhere else. And, uh, man, you gotta you got to give props to Villapoto for just hanging, just being in there. I mean, uh, I asked him after the race. I'm like, hey, you had a couple close calls on the whoops. And he was like, eh, not really. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, dude. I saw a couple, you know, but, uh, yeah. So I thought the, the heat race between Phil Poto and Millsaps was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It didn't last. It was a yeah. pass, and then, and, and then Millsaps kind of took off, right? Yeah, they went back and forth a few turns at least. Like, you know, the they were kind of inside, outside, side by side. First lap. Uh, yeah, like first yeah. or second. Second, second lap, maybe. I think right off the start, the first lap is where when he made the move. Unless I didn't see the same thing. In the in the heat. Yeah, in the um, heat. In the heat. I need to. I only watched the mains today. I <laughs> yeah, it was it was early for sure. Yeah, Regardless, early. they were it was still pretty good racing anyway. Yeah, well, that was yeah. Um. Okay. Great That's radio. Nice. Yeah, I'm thinking about my next line of questioning. Um, this radio shows are complex thing. Are you going to waterboard me? It's got lots of <laughs> it's got lots of ins, lots of outs, um, lots oh. of things. You know, uh, we're going to take a few calls. If you want to call in, it's late, but seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have some calls, um, but if not, we're going to go to some voicemails, and then we're going to wrap this thing up with a Tony Berluti, the great Tony Berluti, the uh, waffle, the waffle king, Jason Thomas. Don't get mad at me, bro, because fans bring you waffles and syrups, and you get mad at me. Hey, so JT, Why would I be mad at you for that? They're delicious. <laughs> your, your mom's still back in Florida, right? Uh, she is. So she probably uh, she doesn't listen at night. She listens the next day or something. Yeah, yeah, she listens during the week. Does she, yeah. listen, does she listen to this show? She does. Oh, yeah. She told me. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought, I thought she was – the only time she's ever referenced uh, the show has been the podcast, the Racer X podcasts. I've never yeah, really. I've she never, listens to all of it. Oh, okay. She, she mentioned. Oh, Cindy. She, mentioned she reads your tweets it. when you talk bad about her. Oh, yeah, does she really? She does. Because oh, yeah. Debbie reads hers. I I got it from my mom. When when, right. when you Debbie Debbie complains to me too. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Debbie. <laughs> uh, I, call, I call her little Debbie. You know what? That's enough. That's enough. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's do the, Let's do the voicemails. We got some voicemails here. This show fucking rocks. Thank you, sir. Hey, Tits. 
I just wanted to say, buddy, I know times can get tough down there at the pulpit next year. This is for you, Tits. So you need to listen, but you can answer. Yeah. All right, let's get to this. Brad, you there? Oh, hi. What's up, man? Uh, not much. Um, I just wanted to get to a couple of questions that uh, I had submitted earlier for the tweeted tip, but uh, must have been overlooked for some strange reason. All right. Well, well yeah. Thanks for thanks for the submissions. What's what's what, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Got to got to provide bits of some ammo oh, the, uh, every week. But um, for Baluti, yeah. I was hoping uh, he could answer this, uh, excluding his current rider. Obviously, having a little bit of bias from the season. Uh, who is the rider that you? Um, think had the most raw talent of the guys that you worked with uh, before 2013. Come on, you don't Steve, know the answer Steve, to this? Yeah, Steve's going to – well, actually, two of them. I'm going to say two, uh, Pichon and Robbie Renard. Pichon, sure. huh? Pichon was very natural. Yeah, he was good. Okay. Yeah. Not Huffy? You don't think so? Well, yeah, actually, Huffy? Huffy was damn natural, too. Well, yeah. You, yeah. But Robbie Renard, I mean. We yeah, Robbie. Yeah, Porsche. there we go. There's a Robbie. <laughs> There's the smile. smile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And great shoulders, too. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a big kid. Yeah. And uh, for JT, I, uh, my question was, uh, what was his fondest memory riding a 125 in the East Coast for the Blackfoot Motorsports uh, Honda team? Fondest memory? I know what it is. Eating shit at Grunthal. No, that was on a 250. <laughs> oh. uh, honestly, man, I got hurt uh, early at Moncton. I crashed uh, in the first turn at Moncton, the first moto, and jacked my wrist up really bad, so it pretty much ruined my East Coast series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that, like, that infield double at Grunthal is like 40 feet, man. I did it on an 80. Yeah, dude, me too. I, I practically jumped over it. Like running. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, so the East Coast didn't go that well. I had pulled out of a bunch of motos. I mean, actually, the motos that I rode well, I, I enjoyed racing with Josh Woods. Like, we battled really closely. He, he beat me, I think, every time, maybe. But uh, I at least, you know, running up front, battling for wins is always fun. doesn't matter if you're racing local races or if you're racing – you know, Canadian Nationals is still fun. So I bet you. Oh, so absolutely, that's why I raced uh, myself. But uh, also, before I uh, run run away, uh, guys, bug you guys a little bit too much. But uh, Steve, how many games are the uh, Leafs going to win this in the playoffs this season? There, uh, none, just, zero. Just the one, probably. No, yeah, sweep. Nope, nope zero sweep. I, I at least gave them one win in my pick'em pool. Boston will sweep them. It's unfortunate. Stupid fucking Ottawa had to win that game, but uh, I know. Yep, they threw it. Just like just it's fixed, just like all the races in uh, the AMA. Yep, exactly. I read that in an email once. Thanks, Brad. Right on, guys. Have uh, a great night. See ya. Um, Tomo. Hey, guys. How are you going? What's up? Good day, mate. Hey, good day. Good day, mate. <laughs> hey, um, a, a quick question um, regarding the Supercross. I'm just watching um, Soak Lake City now. Um, now, the first corner. When the riders go down, there seems to be um, team members there to pick the uh, fallen riders up. Are they only the, the factory teams allowed to have riders there, or is it everyone on that gate can have a, a person in that first corner to pick them up? Interesting you say that. This was some controversy last year when Chad Reed did not have a guy down in the first turn. Honda, they kind of assign it by OEM. So if you're right, if, am I right? Anybody, JT, Burley? Let's see, one per OEM, I thought. Yeah, but then, like, Chad didn't get picked up because there was another Honda rider down, so Shane Drew right. didn't see him or picked up another Honda rider. Right. So then Chad got Osterman down there, then other people were saying, well, if Osterman's down there, then we need to go down there. 
Um, and it kind of they kind of like we can't have you know forty guys in the first turn. You know that's a great question, but so. I want to think that some of the top teams. It doesn't mean I mean like I don't think it's just one OEM. It was supposed to be, but yes, yeah, this is correct. It was supposed to be originally though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but, just you look at um like I'm, I just watched the uh, last chance qualifier then where um Boxer went down and the KTM guy come out and. I think something might, might need to be done about it because they're jumping out in front of other riders, impeding another rider who's trying to get into the race or you know, himself picked up. So it, sure, there's got to be something where, you know, a point of interest where they can only pick a rider up when clear to do so. I don't know how you're ever going to enforce that, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's such a judgment call. On them, people. How about it's just, such a judgment call, though. How about take, yeah. it, take them all out of there? Don't let anybody get it and just let them pick themselves up. Well... Yeah. Yeah, like why did they the ever start right? that? Like is it because they there's such a mess that maybe they'll have to the the, the if they're there's such a mess in the first turn they when they come around maybe they will still be there? Is that I what? think they're arguing it's a safety issue. People are stacked on yeah. top of each other and bikes burning each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. So and yeah. then, um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, no. I so there's good and bad to both. You know, I agree with you that I saw what you're, exactly what you were saying with uh, Roxon, and you're right. You know, one of the other guys could have took off and took him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Blues, when you uh, test, is there a format you go by, like, the first day you test is going to be um, suspension. Once you get that dialed, you do engines and then or tires, do you, or do you just go in and just mix it up from well, the start? Actually, that's a great question. I feel that you should probably concentrate on one thing at a time, but uh, it's for some reason doesn't end up that way. At least on the teams I've been on, I think yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's stupid. Okay. I definitely agree with you there. It's hard to test multiple things at once. I feel like if I was a team manager, and let's hope I'm never a team <laughs> manager, but if I was, I would sketch the teams that I have been on. I've seen so many, in my opinion errors with testing, in my opinion, that I would be a great team manager. Well, I'd be great anyways, let's face it. Yeah. I would be great. Uh, I'd hire Rollerball as my riding coach. There you go. You know, uh, I'd be great. But um, I would feel like I could do – I do feel like I could do testing better. You lose your track early. Absolutely. Um, so you need to stop. You need to get out there early, get done early, focus on a couple, two, three things. Have a guy like McGrath – or a top rider run through some things that you don't aren't that you don't want to go to, so you maximize your time. Mm-hmm. Don't test pass when you lose the track. Don't switch more than one thing up. You know, don't switch a front tire, forks, and clamps at the same time. Right. And, and and get it done and get out before you lose the rider and you lose the track. And every team I've been on, you know, they think if you're out there at six o'clock at night with the, the headlights on the track that you're getting somewhere and you're not. Well said. Uh, so I don't yeah. know. And how much how much time do you dedicate to um, purely just doing grips and graphics? Yeah, Berlin. <laughs> Hundred grand a year. That's what I read. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks, Tom. I'll let you uh, right, get going. Thanks. Right. See, you. see ya. Our favorite villain, huh? Uh, Patrick, what's up, man? Oh, hey, how you guys doing? Uh, first, want to give a shout out to Hells in the chat room. But uh, my question is about Ryan Villapoto. Uh, I was standing in the tunnel watching guys come off the track. The footprint on that rear tire looks exceptionally big compared to the other riders coming off uh, as they came off in order Millsap and down the road until they were all gone. I wondered 
what does he have access to that the other riders don't, or is it just a matter of choice? Well, I don't exactly know the tie you're referring to, but... Um, I mean, everybody gets the same your choice, you know? Well, right? maybe it's not just the tire, but it just seemed like it was extremely wide. Well, maybe he's got a wider rim or something that, you know, that we do. We have we used to have wider rims. Do you run them at all now or no? No, no. I haven't seen wider rims in a while. Yeah. All the 250s, I think, run one run wide now. They don't run 185s? No, I don't think so. No? No. I think they're big now. I think everybody do, does I it. I don't think Because so. they're so fast. You think they're the size of a, a 250? Yeah, huh. I do. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, two, uh, 250 four-strokes are making so much horsepower now. Yeah. they got a, a 2.15 rim on them, so it made me kind of wonder about big hot rod 450 like Villapoto's. Maybe There's, we've got that 250, and that's no saying. one's really catching it. Well, well, you can do it. Yeah, yeah no, everyone can do it. Guaranteed, every team has a 2.5 rim in their shop or, you know, laced up or ready to go or whatever, you know. The cornering is what's jacked up with those. And when yes. you start putting the wider rim on, yeah. then you start not being able to corner as well, so it's an ultimate trade-off. Oh, and Villapoto does kind of steer with the rear brake a little more than there, other guys. You know, there you go. That, that, yeah, maybe. All right. Thanks, bud. Good question. All right. Thank you. Good. Uh, Tits wants to go. He's so mad right now. He's so bitter. Yeah? Yeah, he doesn't like when the show Can't goes long. Can you see my face? Is it going he doesn't long? like when the show goes long. Um, David, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Uh, just had two questions, and Tit said you may have already answered one of them about uh, Roxas' mechanic, how he got to him so quick in the first turn of the LCQ. Uh, not mechanic, just, yeah, just the KTM guy. Yeah. Okay, so did they anticipate the fact that he may be going down so you can <laughs> help him get up real quick? With that starting position, probably. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was crazy because I was scratching my head. I was like, "Wow, how did he get there so fast?" That guy was on um, it. Who was it? Yeah. I don't even know who it was. Okay. Lytle? No, I no. don't think so. I I didn't even uh, actually recognize the guy, but yeah, he was that guy. He was like a shot from a cannon to grab that bike. <laughs> did you see that, JT? What was it? The uh. Roxon's first turn guy ran out there and just you know grabbed his bike and shoved him off. Oh yeah, bike. yeah. I don't. I could. I wasn't really paying attention close enough when I was watching it, but I I know like he, Roxon, like probably went through that section as fast as anybody all night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Was it Salvarage? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was Salvarage. <laughs> okay. Just, qu- just did he look like a burnt a struck match? That's <laughs> jacked up, dude. That's Pingree's line. That. That's oh, Pingree's really? line. Oh, yeah, I'm out yeah. on that one. Yeah. That's Piggy's line. He loves it. Uh, anyways, what's up, man? What's, what's the other question? All right. I also wanted to know if there's another source I can watch old Supercross races from, like, you know, a couple races ago, other than YouTube, because the YouTube videos are all grainy and well, how, how long kind back, of a crapshoot. How far back do like you want to go? Like, just from uh, shit, like if I wanted to watch uh, Minneapolis or something from this year. Oh. Uh, no, you're screwed. You screwed up. Okay. Um, I don't know if there was a website dedicated to that or some other place I could even pay uh, to watch races. Are the ones DVR? that Tony uploads, are those good quality? I've never actually watched any of them. Does he upload the new ones? I think so. I don't think you're supposed to do that. Well, they know. shut them down on YouTube. They have good ones, and then you go back, and they're gone after you, you kind of bookmark them. Maybe yeah, that's why. You don't have access to the DVR? Yeah, they make these things called DVRs, David. Yeah, yeah, I know. I knew that was going to come up. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just We've being cheap, so I probably before. should get a DVR. Yeah. There you go. You don't have a DVR? No, I do not. Bro. 
Yeah, no, long story. Um, borrowing a, a dish receiver from somebody because Comcast sucks. You got you got to step it up. Look, look, I, I, know. look I just I bought know. my. I knew that was coming. I just bought a dish DVR on eBay. You know, free and clear. Two oh. hundred bucks. Okay, well that's yeah, something I hadn't thought of. Well, there you go. So you listen to Pulp Mac Show and you you learn. Well, yeah, and also save a lot of money. So I do appreciate everything you guys do, and uh, thanks for taking my question. Who's your, who's your favorite co-host? Favorite co-host? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I like Pingree, honestly. Uh, Berluti's great, but Pingree yeah, yeah. always makes me laugh. Yeah, Pingree's better. You're right. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say he's better. i say they're all great, but Pingree's kind of good. Yeah, he's better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, man. Hey, he gets paid right, thank more you. than I do, too. Thank so. you. Uh, I'm just kidding, Berluti. But the cool thing about not having Kenny here, and R.I.P. Kenny, um, <laughs> is Berluti. DV and Pink each offer something different. They're really not the same people. They really have different uh, aspects of the sport. They've done different things. It's pretty cool. I'll agree to that. You know? Mm-hmm. But we got a mechanic, um, you know, in former here now. Racer. Former, former racer. Former top factory rider. And then a guy that's been out of the sport for a little while, but he's 125 guy. He's more humorous. DV's more um, just DV. Yeah. And maybe maybe you'll, your listeners will... Call in we should have that. a vote. No, no polls. No, no, more, no polls. No, not polls, but what, what you guys get emails JT, and stuff. Berlut, Ping, DB, you're, you're put only, a poll up. You're always setting yourself up for oh, failure, man. No. I want to so, see what would happen. Some, I want to see what... Someone's going to get their feelings hurt. None of these idiots would do what you idiots did. Way. And, and, and get relatives to vote for them. <laughs> well, we got people to vote for tits in our poll. They would, they would write in and be like, I don't know. I just, Peter told me to come here. <laughs> Peter told me to come and some, s- sign up. Corey did the same as well. Can you go back in that last voicemail? I, I started from the beginning, yeah. Okay, all right, let's, do, let's do these voicemails. 702-586-7857. You can call in any time. This is dedicated to Greg McCreary, who loves him so much. Uh, didn't have that many this week, so I guess we suck balls, but uh, I narrowed them down to the best. Six minutes. Six minutes. This show fucking rocks. There we go. Hey, kids. I just wanted to say, buddy, I know times can get tough down there at the Pulp MX show. And uh, unfortunately, man, I just think you kind of set yourself up for that coming onto the show with the name Tits Legendary. You had explained to us that Tits Legendary came from the name of the car, the Acura TL. So I was thinking, man, if you would come onto the show with the name DL and you could make your own elaborate story about how your nickname was Don Legendary, you'd probably have a lot more respect around the show. Anyways, everybody else, keep up the good work. Tits, brush up a little bit. Love what you guys do. Two strokes rule. Yeah. You, uh, Don Legendary? He just said anything. Just, he was just anything. giving a, an example. Your, your, yeah, okay. your tits legendary yeah. is, in his opinion, yeah. you know, causing you problems L- on the show. respect, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Remember when he, we did the pilot right. and we couldn't call you tits? Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Rest in peace, producer Pete. <laughs> Mathis, Johnny from Arizona. I got a question for you guys, whoever's uh, co-hosting in studio tonight. By the way, I love DV on the show. Really do. Uh, knowledgeable. It doesn't seem like he really you know, speaks his mind, doesn't worry about politics, about who he pisses off or whatever. So I think that's uh, why most people listen to the Pulp of Next show. 
but a little poll, maybe uh, you and whoever's in studio, <clears throat> just, uh, you know, what was the best relationship you made in the moto industry? Like, you got in and you're like, man, I'm, this guy will always be there, order or whatever. Gotcha. You know, if somebody's yelling, calling Millsaps or something, but, um, you know, who is, like, obviously for you, maybe it's Ferry, but then again, maybe the whole Ferry thing is a little bit blown, but uh, you know how you and Villapoto are pretty good friends, but, you know, whoever's in the studio, just best relationship, they probably will be there till the end of life. Who is that? Good show. Make- uh, he was going to go on, but anyways, uh, Berlut, best relationship you've made in the moto. What's helped you out the most, or who's been, besides me, Who's been there for you the whole time and who's really opened doors for you, helped you out, um, got, did all that for you? In the industry. Yeah. It's a tough one. I'm on, that like, put you on the spot, put me on the spot. JT, is there somebody that you can think of? Like for me, I mean, I guess I'll go because JT's probably going to waffle a little bit. Um, <laughs> Red Dog, like I was, I was a struggling mechanic for years, you know, jumping from team to team or rider to rider. Unable to get a job. Paul Lindsay would not call me back. Uh, the guy at D Marini Suzuki absolutely fucked me over. Um, PJ1 guy didn't pay me. Really struggling um, as a mechanic, trying to get jobs. I went to Europe, to Germany, to Knipe Racing. That was, I still, Mika, Mika could win a Southwick today. But, uh, um, JT, did you get that or no? I did. I did. It's just okay. ridiculous. All right, okay. <laughs> um, um, no, but for me, like, all of that. I, I got on with Tim Ferry in 99, luckily because Dave Dye quit. I got the job as a mechanic. He did very well, uh, top privateer that year, um, and I never had to look for another job again. Like, I established myself. The bike didn't fall apart. Everything worked. Uh, got on the Chaparral that summer, and I never looked back. Kept getting good jobs. Kept having, you know, money increasing. and all. So meeting Timmy, although, you know, it was just a, a fluke thing. He didn't know me. Meeting Timmy was what did it for me. And yeah, but your, your personalities must have, you know, I mean, because yeah. Timmy worked with a lot of people. Yeah, you know. And you guys, you know, formed a relationship. Yeah, yeah, and, and still one to this day. But uh, that was key to me, to being a mechanic, was was getting that deal. And then, you know, when he last, when, when his mechanic at Yamaha quit, he got me there. He requested me there, and, and they didn't want to, Jimmy Perry told me, I didn't want to hire you. Timmy wanted Timmy wanted you. So thanks, you know, Jimmy. Yeah, I know, right? Right out of the but, box. But uh, um, yeah, so that's that's mine. JT, do you have one? Uh, I would probably have to say Timmy as well. Timmy or Chad? What about Tor- Tortelli? Yeah, Tortelli was just shorter. It was just a shorter deal. He's still uh, tall, though. He's still tall enough. Like he's a good good looking guy, tall. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Probably Timmy. Yeah, I just think both of them basically, you know, made it happen for me. Like, they let yeah. me ride with them. They taught me everything I could ever want to know. Uh, probably would have, my career would have been probably 10 years shorter without the two of them. Right. So. Without those guys, you're, you're um, Brian Mason. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. But Yeah, I don't know. I Brian. mean, I. There's, there's, it's hard to really um, put a, a value. I mean, it was huge. Right for you, Berluti, was it, was it Jesus? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, yeah. No, the there, day, there's a lot of you people. Met a guy that's I carpenter. mean, if, if you guys are talking about who, you know, yeah, um, I, I would have to say Jeremy Albrecht. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because he knew, he knew. Anthony. He's younger than he, you. He, I, I know, but right. I worked for him and his brother. That's right at Mammoth or whatever. Yeah. Well, oh. Did I help him at Mammoth? I thought you well, did. for sure at uh, okay. at Ponca City one year. Yep. 
and uh, they recommended me to Buddy Antonez, and then Buddy Antonez told me, you know, told Suzuki or asked Suzuki yeah. about me, yeah. and uh, that's kind of how I got my deal over there. So oh, that, okay. That was a door that was open there. Interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I think a lot of different people along the way, you know, I mean, right. you know, I, and I, I can't really yeah, yeah, but, but, but that's, that's surprising that J-Bone, because, yeah, yeah, he's so much younger than you, and, like, you, you would think you would have taught him a bunch of stuff and helped him out. Well, it's not a matter of him teaching me. No, That but, was a door. He helped, yeah, he yeah. opened that door right, for me right, to get right, in, right. More, more, more or less, you know. Huh, interesting. All right. Teaching-wise, I mean, there's, yeah. you know, I get taught all the time, you know. I mean, every day, right. you know, there's Roger. I mean, him and I had our ins and outs, but Roger's a great guy. I mean, I mean, there's, there's good people along the way, you know. Yep. I know you love Raj. I don't mind Raj. Oh, I know. Oh, I know I mean, you like him, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think, I mean, as a team manager at Disney Nations, he was, you know, not very helpful. Not helpful. When he asked, when he when we tested all day at Lomo, and then that night I said, hey, Raj, where do we get our passes? He said, who are you? <laughs> and we had been at the track all day. Oh, God. That was a little weird. Uh, I'm not going to lie. No, I'm like, you. I was just at the Lomo <laughs> with you. Tim Ferry's mechanic. Well, that sounds like the whole Fairy Lusk thing. What are you doing up here? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, what you... Roger, six hours before. It's sand track. Uh, anyways. Uh, uh, but, no, I like Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? For In the media, he's he's good because he's super honest. Yeah. He'll just lay it out there. Yeah. He's just like, I'm Roger DeCosta. You're not. And I'm going <laughs> to... And I'm going to, you know, tell you my guy sucked or whatever. Like, you know, as a media guy, you're like, wow. So, he's good that way. Oh, shit. All right, tits. Thanks for creaming my pants, but that's just figure of speech. That's cool. Hey, guys. Oh, I guess Denver. Uh, I just finished listening to the podcast archive of episode 129 and saw that my voicemail had made the, made the show. And uh, it seemed to launch Steve into a, a tirade about people just calling to complain the show. And, and then TV had chimed in, and it sounds like you guys misunderstood. I wasn't saying we need to out of there. I said, we need humble Steve back, bro. Pause. And then I said, out without adding my name by accident. But uh, anyway, no, I was just giving Steve a hard time about jumping all over kids because he's always like, we need to be professional. But uh, that was pretty hilarious. And just giving him a hard time, actually, after listening to it, I sounded angrier than I intended to be. But uh, anyway, no, I mean, I don't have anything else to complain about the show. Uh, it's it's funnier than it's ever been. Uh, so keep doing what you're doing, and uh, um, maybe see you guys at the Lakewood Natural. All right, later. Well, this guy needs to realize that words can hurt sometimes. <laughs> words can do damage. Uh, what was that famous line? Um, I don't know that movie. I don't the, know. The what, song, know. Uh, Pat Benatar. Um, oh, and I like Pat Benatar. Yeah, it's... Uh, Heartbreaker? Ah, man, it's going to kill me now. You think I know? Pat Benatar sings about how uh, sticks and stones and swords can really hurt, but sometimes words, they strike deeper. Mm. Yeah. Deep stuff. Okay. I know that song. You know, I, you know I, what I'm talking I, about, right? I, absolutely, I do, but I, I wish I could help you. I'm sorry to leave you hanging there. Yeah. All right, let's go. Good song. Thanks, JT, for the Steve, help. I just want to start off by saying I'm a big fan of Kenny Watson, but I'm curious. Why, when he's on your show, he's such a cockhead. But he goes on DMXS, and he's very professional and gives a great interview. Do any of you guys have any insight on this, or is there just no 
explanation of the mystery of Kenny Watson later. Anyone? <laughs> I, no, you you should answer this. I, I don't, don't have an answer. I, I don't. I didn't hear his interview on DMXS, but I uh, mentioned earlier that he's been on. Yeah. There. I thought twice. You're saying once? Uh, why? I don't know how many times. I mean, I, since he left the show, I think only once. Yeah. He's left this show only once, but okay. I don't know why, JT. I don't know. Kenny's a Kenny's a riddle. He's a complex. He's a human. I'm not going to try to understand or explain Kenny. He's a complex human being. There's no doubt. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. You think I'll, he's listening now? Uh, yep. Maybe not really? live, but I'm sure they archive. Oh yeah. Sure of it. Okay. He's uh, I the day I figure Kenny Watson out is the day that uh, you know I become a genius because you just can't. Hey, what's up, Hope and Max? The doctor, 527. Man, the race was pretty good. Um, Villopoto, man, he just, he's just a champ. That's, I mean, I don't know. That guy is unbelievable. Um, thanks God James Stewart wasn't there because it would be awful, you know. <laughs> Who knows what could happen. But anyway, thanks God he wasn't racing. And, um, yeah. Is, is, is he mean James Stewart would beat him or James Stewart would, it would be awful for Villapoto? Like, which way was he? I think with the three guys battling like it was, it would have, they would have made James look terrible. Oh, okay. I, that's what I got. Okay. Out of What'd it? you get out I, of it? I think it was the other way around. I do too. I think it was, thank God James wasn't there because he would have murdered him. Right. Really? Rain and yellow. JT, what do you think? Uh,. He's checked out of this show. He is like tits. He <laughs> watch, is. Watch you play it again. He is like no, no. no, no sorry, no, sorry. My bad. No. My bad. And this guy here, doctor. Uh, thank you for calling. Uh, thank you for listening to. Um, you sound like you're from another country. We welcome you to this country. We welcome you to our customs and everything. One of our customs is not to call radio shows five times and leave five messages. So please, it's doctor. Easy done that. Please, doctor. Just uh, thank you again. We welcome you in our land. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes and just leave one message. Sum everything up in one message. Thank you. Uh, pretty good show last week and keep it up. Good job, guys. Bye. And this is not Bruins are playing the Leafs in the first round of the playoffs. They're going down, bitch. Hey, guys. This is Chris from San Diego, long-time listener. Uh, I just wanted to say you guys are doing an excellent job on the podcast. And Chipane, everyone's calling in, making negative comments. And I also want to say from uh, Salt Lake this last weekend, I think JT Money and Alessi had Tomac covered in those whoops. All right, thanks, guys. What do you think, JT? Oh, yeah, for sure. Without well, a doubt. Well, first, you, can't, you can't double through them. Tripling is at minimum. <laughs> this is where your theory of JT or your theory of whoops comes in perfectly, where when they're really big like that, you're like, you know what? F you, dudes. I am tripling through these all race, and I will do it 20 times consistently every lap. Yeah, it's not the best theory for doing well, but if you know if you're gonna go that slow through them, you, you gotta figure something else out. <laughs> right. Who's okay. better in the whoops? You or Michael Essie? Uh, man, I, I I think at times I'm better. Right. I think I really do. I wouldn't say every situation ever. No, of course but. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you guys, did either one of you guys watch heat races? I was there at the race. I watched them. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because actually on TV, Tomac looked phenomenal in the whoops and everything in that heat race when he went down the first turn. 
Yeah, that was when they were still like yeah, they, yeah, they, they back drag them, you know. Yeah, well, yep. I was, so the, my point is, maybe when it starts getting you know cupped out and gnarly, then that's where he struggles. Whether it's the bike or him, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, good. Because he good. looked really good. Yeah. in that heat race, didn't you think, JT? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think <clears throat> I think that they like a really soft setup, and when the whoops are decent, it's fine. But when they get really nasty. Uh, I don't think it works as good. Don't stay on top. So you think you feel that it's soft? I do. Yes. Yeah. From running FC in the past, I know they like softer stuff, and I do too. But when the whoops are really tough, the, you have to have really stiff forks. Yep. Pookie just texted me. Said we need to review the tape on that Brayton question. Oh gosh. She was no. The time was up. It was up. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Is that it? What do we got? You still got another minute and a half. No, we're good. All right. Scoops. Hey. What's up? I was just calling in to say, first off, don't don't do another poll. That's just a bad idea. I'd like, like to see I'd there. like to see the co-host poll because I feel like it would be um not, by ta- not tampered with. Let's say that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people could still still mess with it pretty good. I don't see any of the four co-hosts. Taking the time to write their relatives and None cousins. Of them would care right, right. So I think it could no. be a true like Berludi's probably not even aware of these things called computers. <laughs> I can see D V pushing kidding. it. I'm kidding. Yeah, DV, yeah that's DV's about the man of the D V maybe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, social media. He's got the Instagram. Oh, right. For the sure. He he would he could pull that off. He could yeah. pull it off big time. Anyways, uh, we'll think about that, Hales. We're gonna submit it to the HR department. <laughs> see what they say. Yeah, there you go. There HR you go. says no. Anything else? No, just just leave my guy alone. Leave Eli alone. He had a bad week. We're moving on. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, Good luck. You to sound your like guy. that guy, uh, Brittany. Leave Brittany alone. No, you need to be co- you need to be covered in a alone. <laughs> you need to be covered in a towel and a blanket with a light on you. Leave Eli alone. Leave him alone. Uh, five points down. Scoops. Does he do it? Uh, I think he definitely has. I don't know. We got to see what Roxon does. I mean, Kenny's waffle, Kenny's waffle, a strong waffle, guy. Waffle, so. waffle, you and JT are fast mates. Um, does he do it or not, Scoops? I'm gonna say yes. I'll answer. I for believe you in no. my guy. Does he do it, Tits? Nope. Blue. Waffle, 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 waffle. <laughs> <laughs> JT. Uh, I think that Han and Roxon win the titles. I agree. Yep, they're five. Po- they're all five up. I think that's what happens. Well, that's the way to bet. Yeah, if you're betting, people. If, if I'm betting for sure, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the five. Uh, yeah, right. We didn't say we. But this is that, motocross. That, that's, that's what the this question is moto. was. Who's gonna win? Yeah, that's what, I agree. Yeah. But this is moto. Very equal riders, and you don't want a five-point spot. Actually, no, I do. I say if you. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you'd be silly not to. Yeah, exactly. This isn't moto. This is super. Supercross. My yeah. bad. Yeah. My yeah. bad. He's getting in the outdoor mind frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scoops. Yeah, and if Hansel stays over, just, like, torture him as much as you punch as you possibly can. Hansel? Yeah, I, I yeah. volunteered your house for him to stay here. Oh, you did? Yeah. I think Canari's <laughs> staying here. They can they can bunk up. All right. <laughs> I'm not coming. Okay. Right. Well, that's that's too bad, Scoops. I, I won't see you then. This is just like Why don't saying you st- that he has to bunk up with me, and I'm like, I'm not coming, Tits. Stay in Tits' house. Do you like do you like uh, pickup trucks? 
<laughs> yeah, you, you, <laughs> plenty of room. All the room you could want in the yep. back seat. <laughs> Thanks, Coops. Yeah, I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Um, all right. Let's go. We wrap this thing up. Uh, Berlute. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you. Steve. Thank you for answering the plea to come in and sit in. Uh, very nice of you. Um, good guy, Berlute. That Berluti. Great guy. Um, <laughs> good luck with outdoor testing. Good luck in Vegas this weekend. Yeah. You were in sure. a battle for 10th with Matt Gerke, but you've now secured that oh, with yeah. Gerke's injury. So um, We're going can, for ninth. Can you get ninth? Yeah. Who is it? Your guy, number seven. Oh. Mm. What do we got? We got uh, nine points. Nine points. Oh, you'll get that, dude. Shit, you could get Brayton. Brayton's 12 if he has a bad night. Shit goes sideways for Justin. Wait, what's the difference in Brayton? He's got quite a few points. No, he's got three more than James. So 12 only. Yeah, make up 12 points on Brayton. If shit goes sideways. Yeah, for sure. No, it's a possibility. Technically, if you're 25 points away, then if, you know. Thanks, Tits. Yeah. It's Supercross. Anything can happen. But um, You will get James this weekend. You're nine nine back. You'll get him. solid. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, if he gets, uh, he's got to get 12. 12. What if they tie? Then James gets because he's one, right? Yeah. I don't know how that would work back there. Yeah. JT, thank you for coming on the show, man. No worries. Uh, appreciate it. We'll, uh, so you're in on Friday, bro? Yep, I'm there. Friday, this Friday, everybody, Pulp Mix Show Vegas edition. JT and other special guests who aren't all locked in yet will be here. Um, I'll be here. Tits will be here, too. Not getting paid extra for it but either, by the way. Uh, all right, buddy, thanks. See you. All right, see you. See you. All right, everybody, uh, thanks to Tony Berluti, Ezra Lusk, Ryan Villapoto, Ryan, Ryan Sipes. And thanks to the Tits legendary King Tits King for tits. for coming in and sitting in. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Worth Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, all on board with us. Support those dudes. Thanks to Atlas for the brace contest. We'll, we'll announce it this Friday. Thanks to Thunder Valley t- folks. Uh, June 25th, get your tickets now. And uh, also uh, Fly Racing for the Formula Helmet. And, uh, yeah, great job tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Appreciate it. And we will see you this Friday, 5 o'clock Pacific. The Pulp Mech Show, Vegas Supercar style. Thanks, Berlute. Thank you. Good night. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.